Five, Painkiller Ready, episode 310, the Thanksgiving edition. Gobble, gobble, we have a few sponsors today. We have Smart Mouth, my favorite, returning again. Tracker, Tracker, uh, Nature Box, Audible, and Movement Watches. We'll talk about those guys later on in the show. There are, of course, links down in the description below from which you can find them and research them. But let's get right into this happy Thanksgiving show. I almost didn't make it. I was sitting on the toilet having one of my much-talked-about violent shits when Woody texted me and, and was like, Kyle, it's time to coffee. do PKA. And I was just like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I took the fastest shower. I mean, like a, it, was, it was a violent shower. Mm. Like, it, it, I, I was worried every point of the way that my nails were, like, going to, like, scratch a cornea or something as I scrubbed furiously. But I, I got down here, and, and we're, we're good to go I took it. I took advantage of this start. I slept until, like, 9.51 for the 10 a.m. start and then got up and got out here. And it, I'm glad... Kyle, that you didn't come up with a uh, a chizesque, as oh, we'll no. now call it, excuse of yeah. you know you have your your Wednesday morning movie tradition. Uh, you just yeah. said no, I forgot. I fucking forgot we were doing PKA. Sorry, I'm late. Let's get it going. I yeah, there's no fucking excuse. It was literally <laughs> like, like I even went to bed quite early last night, so early that I woke up a couple times in the night and had to put myself back to sleep. Like I got, I went to bed at like a 10:30 p.m., 11 p.m. last night. Like I got 10 or 11, 10 or 10 or 11 hours of sleep last night. So there's just no excuses. I just forgot the fucking show. Yeah, I trying was to glad. be nice. So I was like, you must have been up really late. And you're like, no, no, went to bed at like 8:45. <laughs> got 12 and a half hours of sleep. No excuse, just laziness, laziness, and forgetfulness. You know? I was glad that you were late because um, I was like 10 minutes, maybe maybe 15 minutes late. And the fact that you were 30 minutes late really means we didn't wait on me at all. I wasn't yeah. late. You're not late yeah, unless you're true. the one. Unless you count that soup you ate, like, once I already got here. Like, like you really enjoyed I, that. I, I, you weren't eating morning soup, were you? Because that's disgusting. It, it was actually cereal. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's good. Reason, nobody's like, soup. oh, let's get this day started with a big hot bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get it yeah. started off right. Uh, are there uh, any morning meals that you do, like, just think are gross that other people eat because... Like, cold cereal was always my breakfast as a kid. Like, it was just mm. always cold cereal, like, and, and so, like, hot, a big hot meal makes me nauseous if I eat it in the morning. Like, if I eat one of those big breakfast burritos, like, I'm, I'm sick 30 minutes later. They can get yeah. a lot. I feel like breakfast diet really goes out the window. You know, the cereal yeah. I had is clearly just milk and candy. And, yeah. like, if you know what, what a breakfast... There's this thing called a breakfast bar that my wife will all... Like, I have a breakfast bar. It's the easiest, like, thing for her to, like, satisfy her hunger with. Dude, they're candy bars. I don't eat them. Like, that is just mm -hmm. obviously... It's granola stuck together with fruit and lots of sugar with more sugar. Yeah, it's just compressed cereal shavings with sugar and cream in there. And it I... says, like, Special K, low-calorie... Compared to a fucking Snickers, yeah, high protein. That's, that's I, I, yeah, high protein. It's got like six grams in that there. That shit would never fly for a lunch or a dinner. Yet, like breakfast can be anything. So look at a, next time you're in one of like a gas station, one of those stores, and they have those breakfast bars. Just pick up a regular size Snicker and look at what it has in there compared to those breakfast bars. Because I've done that before and Pretty successfully similar. rationalized to myself like. Fuck this. I'm just going to get a Snickers. I can deal with another 15 calories, and I actually get two more grams of protein because of these fucking peanuts. Like, this is the better option at this point. Like, yeah. it's still not a good breakfast. If I have I, stuff, I yeah. if I know I'm about to burn off these calories I'm in taking anyway, then just pour garbage in there, right? Like, if I'm about to work, like, physically for four or five or six hours, 
I'm going to drink a medium, one of those medium size, not a 20 ounce maybe, but like a 16 ounce Red Bull and a full candy bar. And that's all getting burnt right off. That's, that's the used. motto of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it's working for them. Is oh, it? Does fuck, it... I met the Browns. I ruined the joke. <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> the Cavaliers are good. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, well, then it's a pretty good breakfast because <laughs> they're a good team. Yeah, I, I don't eat any breakfast ever, really, unless someone yeah. makes it for Unless like I'm at, The only time I eat breakfast is if I'm at my grandparents' house because she makes these enormous country breakfasts where it's like six pounds of bacon, more you know, beef tenderloin, then you know what to do with so many eggs, fried okra, biscuits and like homemade gravy. And it's just like, this is how in God's name did grandpa eat this every morning for 55 years and still be a farmer, still eat well, this whole meal right and be burning like, it off. That's the he secret. was, but the, I, I just, I can't eat a big breakfast or I just want to go back to bed. Like I usually wait till about one or one thirty PM to eat in the day before I eat anything. But that's also a bad habit because then you get hungry at like 10 p.m. at night and you eat stupid shit late, which yeah. is bad. Um, I, I got a weird eating and sleep schedule, I guess. Like, it's not uncommon for me to starve myself like all day long until like dinner if we're going to eat at like 6 or 7 p.m. and then do something crazy. Um, I usually don't eat – I almost never eat breakfast, but I rarely eat lunch. I usually don't eat lunch. I usually eat one meal uh, at, at dinner. And then, of course, at nighttime things get crazy. So I, I usually yeah, do I have three a... meals a day without snacks. Although I have snacked at night last day or two. Last night was a mess. Um, but it's not you enough. Did... I, need, I, I need to eat even bag. less. I did. I oh, I didn't do the bowl. I, I, I told these guys already. So I, my living room with the fireplace going all the time now is so warm and cozy that it knocks me out. It's like a sleeping pill. So I must have slept from like I'll call it seven to ten. And then I put on the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition. I made it through two thirds of it, you know, in and out of sleep. And uh, I had, we had snacks that we don't normally keep in the house. I, I told my wife, I'm like, get the stuff that we consider too sinful for, for the house, for the UFC 205 fights with Conor McGregor. And we had it left over. So there was like two glasses of soda and Doritos. And I had that and I watched Lord of the Rings and I'm a bad person. That's, that's it. you can't do what that. What a mad lad! Yeah, <laughs> yeah what did you do last night, Frisco? I fucked two whores and drank a fifth of vodka. Man, I feel bad. What about you, gamer tag? I had two cans of Dr Pepper and several Doritos before I turned into the Lord of the Rings last night. It was. It was a bit wild. <laughs> it wasn't even diet, Dr Pepper. It, I treated myself. It actually it was diet, but it was diet. Um. Like cream sickle sodas. I was like, get good sodas, ones that come in a bottle. Like, if it, <laughs> I want it to come in a bottle and I want it to be something I don't see all the time. No Pepsi or Coke. So, I right. do that for myself every so often, too, because I really like trying like those specialty sodas where uh -huh. like you go down the aisle and it's not Dr. Pepper, Coke, Pepsi. It's like Dr. Johnson's fucking cream elixir or whatever the name yeah. is. And it's like, they're always delicious. Oh my god! That's gosh. the only time oh. that I get regular soda. I don't get the diet cream sodas because that's just a that's a fucking tease. Like you got to get regular cream soda. Oh, I would drink that all day yes. if I could. She made I a mistake it. in buying the diet version. After I got it, I'm like, one of these is diet, and she had gotten like eight, you know, two fours. She's like, take the hint, and Woody. She, she was very <laughs> no, she was surprised and apologetic. But um, the thing about special sodas that come in a bottle are so much better, and I've learned the reason why. You guys might know. The carbonation is accurate. 
if they put it in a plastic thing or or a can, then they overcarbonate it because the carbonation slowly like creeps out and it's not sealed tight. So you're either getting it overcarbonated or slightly flat. But in a bottle, it remains perfect, just like they want it to be throughout its you know until you pop the cap. So you have to get it in a glass bottle. And I find like dude, even like Pepsi in a glass bottle to me is like a treat. Whereas if I just get it like some other time, I don't drink a lot of Pepsi or Coke, but in a bottle, it's good. Get it in a yeah, bottle. I like to get the uh, the Mexican Coke. Um, it's mm-hmm. in a taller, uh, I think maybe a half liter bottle. It's in a taller, skinnier bottle. And they use real uh, cane sugar instead of uh, corn syrup. And then, of course, the carbonation thing's probably true, too. Although I wonder if they're using that filthy Mexican water to brew it with, which would really kind of... seasoning. But I'm yeah. sure the process of brewing it's getting all at some point it gets really hot, right? All the germs are gone, maybe. Can't you, you think they're Mexican... pasteurizing Coca-Cola? Can you I think they they may be. Can you drink Mexican <laughs> water now? Like when I was a kid, Montezuma's Revenge was like a thing. And it was all over everything Mexican. Like of course if you drank the water, you're just asking for it. But people who forgot to say no ice would also mm. get like that dangerous water poison that was in there that, that, that the Mexicans had somehow developed a, a, a resistance to like the guy in Princess Bride, right? But but for us, it would it would get you good. Is that still yeah. true? I feel like it It was when I was ten, because when I was ten I went to Mexico with my family on a vacation and we went <clears throat> On one of the nights, we did that stupid thing that white people do when they go to those resorts, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's leave this nice resort and go to a local restaurant and see how the actual Mexicans live." I'm sure they won't be quietly resentful at us the whole time. <laughs> and so you, we went and we sat down, and I shit you not, the table next to us, there was like an eight-year-old girl with a giant mug of beer in front of her that she was just casually drinking. I'm like, man, I am in Mexico. This is crazy. And they brought out like, you know, the little, you get your soda and then you get a little cup of water and just absentmindedly throughout the dinner, I had been drinking the water there. And my mom was like, near the end of it, like, Taylor, have you been drinking the water? We talked about not drinking the water, oh, you know, and she's talking to my dad being like, Taylor's going to be so sick. We we have to go back to the, you know, we have to make sure he's okay. We need to do everything and, and you know, go get those little pills that they told us about at the, the place. With like, you know, if you drink a bunch of water, take this fucking pill and you won't die probably. And <laughs> probably we, we decided not to do that because my dad's like, stop fucking freaking out. He's going to be fine. My mom was like, well, we have to, you know, there's germs in there. Taylor, just just drink this whole glass of wine. To, to kill all the germs in your stomach. And even as like a 10 year old, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know about that. But it's <laughs> a medieval times shit right here, Mom. Are you sure this grog is going to kill the demons yeah. I just ingested? I, Mom, have you considered leeches? I, it was like, I was still at that age where like as I was sipping it down, like I had no concept of like alcohol makes you feel different. I was just like, God, this tastes horrible. Like, Mom, can I please not drink the rest of this? She's like, you have to finish that whole glass of wine. And so I finished this whole glass of wine, guzzling it down, then kind of just felt bad for a couple seconds because, you know, being 10, full glass of wine in your stomach, that's quite a bit of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's probably the first time I ever felt the buzz. But I I did not, I didn't I didn't get sick. Oh. So there you go. Uh, it, it must have worked. It must have worked. Yeah, the the glass of wine saved me from Mexican germs. Kyle's looking around, darting his eyes as though he doesn't think that's true. But I, I don't think I mean, it's possible. That, I feel like PKAMD I, should be a thing. We could just give out really shitty medical advice. All I'm the time. pretty sure yeah. it's from bacteria, <laughs> no, right? It, it, it's, it's not from possible. bacteria, and, and and something some some kind of problem with their water treatment. With there's probably poop bacteria in there, E. coli or something, right? So I think they call it traveler's diarrhea. But like, 
even if you drank pure rubbing alcohol, it's not going to get to all that bacteria you've ingested that's already like absorbed into your mouth and like sublingually and into your throat. Like it's in you now. It's in your bloodstream. Yeah, I, I, and I also I don't know what the actual alcohol amount is that you need to kill germs, but you're not going to kill any germs, I don't think, with wine or beer. No, like, I, probably not. I, even like even like eighty proof, like the standard forty percent vodka that you see in the store. I I don't even know if that's strong enough. What about grog though? Like back in the day, they had the grog that they would drink on the ships. You know, it's a little alcohol mixed with the water to to make sure that it doesn't go bad or whatever. Like how much alcohol are they adding to that water? I don't. That's a rum. good point. It's rum. I feel like you guys are ignoring experiment results all over the place. There's two that are in my head. One, Taylor said it was still a thing when he was ten. Yet, according to his experiment, not a thing when he was ten because he was fine. Mm. Two, or the other side of it is the wine actually worked. We're all dismissing it as impossible. Yet the experiment results suggest that it did. Maybe you get a 10-year-old drunk, and they don't complain about their upset stomach. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of ways to interpret this data. <laughs> yeah, a bigger trial study, I think. We've only got the one patient right now. All right. If there's anyone <laughs> listening here who's 10 years old, we need a lot of drunk 10-year-olds in Mexico. Who's in? <laughs> We're going to replicate hard to our find. I, Like $50 could get you a full like trial study going a like do- a dozen kids, <laughs> a dozen kids, a keg of beer, all the Mexican I, water you could choke down. So we were talking a, about whether the the wine mixes in your belly or this. Somehow, the other night I was researching whether when you come in a woman, if it come like in me in my mind, just out of like a certain kind of common sense, I guess I'll call it. If it drips out shortly afterwards, then that lowers her chance of getting pregnant, right? PKAMD right here. Sure. Right? Yeah, it, because it, the cum is no longer in her and you it, need that to happen for her to get pregnant. Right. It seems like that would just intrinsically be true. But um, it turns out that the actual truth, according to the internet, is that the sperm leaves like the rest of the ejaculate in a relative hurry. And in only a minute or two, it's working its way up to the cervix and the egg. And that all that stuff dripping out. Now, I, I, you know, let's assume that 10 seconds isn't enough. But in, in like one to three minutes, something like 90% of the sperm is on its way up there trying to make a baby. And yeah. Well, I think douching used to be like a, a somewhat effective like uh, uh, um, birth, birth control, control method because Lysol used to make those douches like you know, Lysol branded douches. No. And you remember I'm getting my information from Boardwalk Empire right now because that's what <laughs> Nucky's that's what Nucky's Catholic uh, squeeze was doing. She had those Lysol, Lysol douches and only later was she able to acquire a. Tire. Oh, she got that that clean linen smell pussy. Yeah. Oh, it's great! Yeah. <laughs> Fresh sheets. You know? <laughs> smells like a laundromat in this bitch's smells pants, like a, you know? <laughs> I go down on oh, her. Man. It's like a sparkling bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Truly a bounty. Like a, you know? <laughs> a kitchen counter. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, that's pretty horrible that women were lysoling their own. Their own clans. Well, I don't know the contents of a Lysol douche. It was just Lysol <laughs> branded. I, I like to imagine there wasn't any bleach in there, but who knows? Let, I'll find out right now. Let's see. These Ly- Lysol douche uh, contents. Let's find out what they were putting in there. I, I'm hoping it was just vinegar. I, and I feel like teenagers get some bad information about pregnancy, right? They should tell you, look, you know, like if you have sex, there's like a 5% chance. So if you do it 20 times, you know, especially given that you're both like young, healthy, and incredibly fertile because you're whatever, 18. Um, 
you know, if you do it 20 times, you'll probably make a baby. Just just know that going into it. Otherwise, use some sort of birth control. But they, instead, they're like, you're going to make a baby. You're absolutely fucked. Uh, pre-cum can make a baby. Uh, coming anywhere near the vagina, it'll swim its way in and, you know, make a baby. It's it just like, dude, let's, let's give them some accurate info because... I don't know. And, you know, because then you turn like whatever, 27 or something, and you're trying to make a baby, and all of a sudden you're like taking temperature and other bullshit to maximize your chances. Whatever. Uh, just, it's, uh, sex ed should be less propaganda and more facts. At least. I think the temperature thing works, but I think there is a ton oh. of propaganda in there. Like, they don't even want to, you know, that's how you figure out ovulation. I, I'm sure you know this shit. I wasn't they, saying but, it doesn't work. I was saying, like, oh, they make it seem like babies are like like you're just absolutely fucked if you yeah, know, yeah, if you I do see. anything. Oh, 95 degrees. We're safe. We're in the safe. Let's go. <laughs> but but then you know you come 27 actually want to have a baby. I just picked a number out of the air. Then um you know all of a sudden you, you realize that like oh there's some like fucking chemistry involved here to make this go. Um, of course not always. I don't know. Yeah. I it, could, it, sex ed is it, we're embarrassed to teach sex ed it seems like like they won't even show kids how to put a condom on which I just I still don't understand like why are they we not teaching kids how to put condoms on <laughs> did you see the YouTube video where the guy teaches how to put a sock on mm-hmm it's uh he does it really cool what yes yeah, so roll it down he's <laughs> check that reservoir toe tip <laughs> they made reservoir it toe tip. <laughs> what they did is they made it so that you couldn't teach kids how to put a condom on in his school district or state or whatever it was so he's like all right i can't teach you guys how to put a condom on but i am going to show you how i put a sock on and he rolls <laughs> the sock up like a condom and you know puts a little reservoir tip he's like i need room for my toes and then you know he rolls it up the foot and uh, you know, around the ankle and stuff and it's just like putting a condom on but he uses a sock don't leave foot. room for your toes you'll have lots of baby feet running around so be careful with that you'll need a whole lot more socks <laughs> have we ever it's, had a sock sponsor? I don't think so. Oh, I think we have one right now. Um, but that we haven't they haven't like come into the like being on the show thing yet cuz I got my socks the other day. Um, I was wearing them yesterday on the show. I had, I had these Yoda socks. Um, they're long socks. They're really nice. I don't recall the the brand. It's like huh. Vance or Lance. I've or... noticed Kyle's getting all the swag now. It used to come to me. It used to be like I got the wet platinum. I don't have any socks. Uh, I got four pair. I think I have a couple PKA articles of clothing that aren't from Spreadshirt, that are like from another, you know, start and stop that we were doing. And uh, I don't know. I would just get merch every so often. It's usually not something to die for or anything. But yeah, I get, these are uh, really nice socks. Actually, they they're individually packaged. Like each pair is individually packaged, and that package is in a larger package. And uh, so they were like a red, white, and blue pair, and then a, a pair with Yoda on them, which I've been wearing a lot. Um, I don't. I, I assume they're a sponsor. It said like PKA something or another on the box. Maybe it was just a fan that sent me some socks. It's hard to say. Hmm. Yeah. Every so often I get something that I didn't buy, and I'm like, all right, treat this one carefully. You know, the, the sunglasses were an example. You know, like mm. this could be a sponsor. You don't know. Or sometimes fans send send things, and yeah, you don't know. But usually the fan stuff is it comes with a letter and whatever. I have a topic. What you got? So. In the UK, it, the bill isn't passed yet, but there is a bill they are trying to pass having to do with outlawing a huge range of sex acts. And sadly, this article... Do we have a list? It's not in bullet point format, but I can try to glean together a list by, by scanning. Um, two of the things they mentioned at the top of the article 
no female ejaculation, which I know we talked about this before, but I'm not, I'm not budging on this one. It's P. And, yeah. uh, I, I, well, so two things about that. One, I think it's mostly P, like 95% P, but there's a little something else in there. And, it, and in some women, it only happens when they ejaculate. However, in porn, from what I understand, what women who are unable to uh, actually squirt do is they'll put douche water in their pussy. And then, like, at when it's time to like film that part of the scene, they'll squeeze it all out with a lot of ferocity. Really, so, I always thought they were just peeing, like in porn. Um, like, like I, all yeah, right. I thought it was mostly just piss, right? Most and, and of the, the time, because the thing that it comes come out, out is in a piss. stream, it would if they just douched and held all that water in their badge, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to shoot that in a little of, stream. Right? I've watched a lot of pornography. Um, it's it's not the same. Um, it doesn't look like the same biological function as urinating to me. It looks like it, it's like boom and just yeah. That's like the one where like there's the dude like rubbing her clam and then it's just yeah, it's just <laughs> like it just like it's all over the place. Sprinkler. Yeah. I hear you, yeah. but to me it's just pee interrupted, right? Like oh yeah, it's not the same biological function as pee. And I, I hear you where you're coming from, but I think pee might look like that if I was doing this while she well, he was releases. Yeah, it'd be like and then the it same goes thing. crazy. Is if like someone was giving me a hand job, like while well, I'm peeing, which doesn't sound pleasant. It, it just seems like it would make a mess and be very unpleasant. I, I don't but think I, I, I can't speak for I, water sports are not my thing. I um, I I I don't know. I just see it and okay. I, I think about the cleanup. I I think about getting pee on me. Is it's not something that does it for me. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I don't, I, really I, don't, I don't think I want anybody it. peeing on me. I could probably pee on somebody, though. I think that'd be kind of funny. I'm fine you know, with especially... that because it, I'm not getting peed on. If someone says, hey, will you pee on me? I'm not going to be rude. I'm going to oh, pee on you have to go. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I thought about this, though. And um, one, I, I would really prefer to do it in the shower, right? Because then yeah. there's really no cleanup involved. If you, wanna, if you want me to pee on you and you're laying on my bed, we need to have a conversation. You know, like, like South Park. Fuck me on this table. Pee on me. <laughs> and oh, I remember that. Yeah, you, you really couldn't do it unless you're in the shower because the whole time you would just be concerned with the mess. The, and that is, making. by the way, the um, the ramp up. Like if 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 one of them's into water sports and the other isn't, then the shower is like uh, you know the little league version of peeing on someone. That's how you get started and see if this is something that that, that you guys can know. work up I, well, into. So, so are you talking about? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Are you saying that, like, if you're just getting started in water sports, you and your partner would go in the bathroom and maybe you tinkle on her leg to like get things started? Or are you? Because in my mind, and and I'm not into water sports. It's not something that I do in my private life. But in my mind, if you're hardcore into it, you're like, all right, baby, let's hit the shower. It's time to go. I've just had like. 64 ounces of Big Gulp. You're in for a real mess this afternoon. You can only get these drink sizes in America. We're, we're, we're about to do some damage here. I'm about to you pop. Might... You better get on your knees. What do, the, what do they want? Get your do snorkel, they... bitch. This is what I'm curious oh, about. Oh, wide. You... No, I want to pee you... in her mouth. See, that's the thing. See, all this, all this, oh. like, see, see, that's the thing, though. I, I think if you're just peeing on some girl's leg you're not into water sports and neither is she mm -hmm. it's not until like she's like mouth agape and you're filling it up until it brims with urine and it's like overflowing and then she like gargles it a little and then Ugh. swallows it so you can see for me just to... no i i actually thought or straight no, from your dick obviously like, like i've seen where they'll put her, his dick in the girl's mouth and slowly her cheeks get bigger and bigger as he fills her up and then he pulls it out and he dribbles a little on her chin and she's he's like show us what you got and she's like ah, you, got a you, you have seen a lot more more porn than me. <laughs> I have. I have, I've, I've never watched like pee, I've never really watched pee porn, 
Um, oh, you're missing out. And I, I don't understand. Do they want it to be like athlete, like drink a bunch of water all day so it comes out clear almost? Or do they want like you're dehydrated and like maybe a little bit of an alcoholic and like it's just like orange? It depends. Tang looking. Like, I think it depends on what kind of what you're getting out of the, 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 the pee, right? Like there are some girls who are like, yeah, fucking bathe me in your piss. I want it. Um, then there's sometimes where it's more of a humiliation porn kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you dirty whore. Now you get pissed on. Have some piss. And then sometimes it's like, you know, even the cameraman's in on it. He's like, yeah, you dirty whore. You take that piss. And there's like five guys all pissing from different directions like a bukkake. And and like halfway through it, you can tell that she's like, I made a bad career decision somewhere <laughs> along the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That guy got a salary. Oh, God. I should have tried harder. Oh, algebra. just keep, keep majoring in English literature. It'll be fine, they said. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be okay. People <laughs> want you to analyze old books more. My you know? wife <laughs> majored in English lit. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, so for me, long now. what, I, what yeah. I thought water sports was really going to be about was like pissing on like the face and stuff i'll admit like if you piss shin down or, or whatever then that's i don't know that's that's jellyfish wound treatment not not yeah. porn but yeah. uh, but you know pissing on the face i didn't realize it had to go like in her mouth it's really it yucky for me just to even i just think want about. it to okay All right. that's my preference that's not a requirement for the <laughs> for the sexual act or anything well, that's we, just where i want we it. still have yeah, the if rest I'm, of the if you're outlaw. gonna do it go whole hog like go if you're gonna do a pee thing don't just kind of dribble on her leg, get her on her knees and piss all over. Or maybe you are the one who enjoys the pee and you lay down on the bath and she squats over you, I guess, and pisses can in you your face. you imagine the moments leading up to that where, like, you can feel the warmth from the vagina on your face and she's, like, squatting, getting the right angle. And, and maybe she's never squat peed before and she's not quite sure about what that, what that which direction the urine's going to come and you're both kind of like, ah, and it just hits you in the forehead full straight. That doesn't sound fun at all. I don't want to get peed on. Also, no, I don't I, want to get peed on either. It doesn't I don't, seem like a fun sex thing. The whole boner peeing thing, like I, I don't get the same powerful stream because it's like constricted or something. And then of course it's arching like a rainbow. And oh, you've got to really squeeze. You got to squeeze your abdominal muscles really hard. Huh. I heard Stern talking about this the other day because they were talking about gay porn um, when like the guys will piss in each other's asses. And uh, the guys in the back watch this. Oh, you haven't seen this. So the guys in the back, like Richard Christie and them. They, Why would you do that? One of their, yeah, just, just keep, yeah I'll, I'll get there. So the guys in the back of the third show, they watch a lot of gay porn because they pick out these ridiculously disgusting moments and then, like, play the audio. Because sometimes the audio alone from these pornos is just mad. Um, so they're watching this clip where the guy's getting peed in his butt. And Howard's like, but how do you pee if you've got an erection? And I'm like, oh, I can pee if I've got an erection. Like, you just got to squeeze your abdominal muscles and really focus and like open whatever's been constricted to keep your urine out of your dick and you could totally pee with Well, you you wake up every morning with an erection for the most part and then the first thing you have to do in the morning is go pee. So for me, I you I my first pee of the day has to be with a boner. Usually it's in the shower, but if it's not, you have to do that thing where you like lean up against the wall and Put like try and get wall. like get like some angle where you can like point it down and start peeing, but always you, you notice that you get you like you get like twenty percent side of the toilet sideways like Superman. <laughs> 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 Mount the toilet. That's just me. I do, <laughs> just get in like I just, froggy style. I get I get up on it and I mount it like butters the way he uses the the toilet where he's got the shelf. You but, do no, a handstand. Then... Go on. <laughs> as you pee, as you pee with an erection, you don't pee the. By the time you're done peeing with a boner, you don't still have a boner. At least I don't. Like I notice that when you, you're peeing with an erection. By the end, you're, you're at least down to semi. Like you're, because you know you're not, you're, you're, 
just think about it. Everybody out there, leave a comment when you have an erection and you <laughs> please leave and a comment. Do you usually get down to <laughs> flaccid or at least semi-flaccid by the time you're done peeing, or are you still erect? Because I see a doctor if you're still erect after that. Anyway, you know? they're taking their hard cock, they're they're fucking the guy's butt. And then, like, mid-fuck, they're like, oh, I bet you'd like some of this. And they're, like, gaping his asshole open and then, like, tinkling inside, just filling his butthole cavity up with the uh, the, the piss, you know, because it's gaping wide from the fucking. And then and then he's, like, shooting the piss out of his ass and stuff. It's it's it's, it's wild. That's disgusting. Yeah. That, yeah. Who, who's having fun? I don't know, because I don't want to be, I don't want, it, Howard's like, what about the guy who got his asshole pissed in? Does he, like, turn around and hit him? And Richard's like, no, he likes it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they're both into this. Like, the guy who's getting his asshole peed in most likely enjoys that. And the dude doing the pissing, like, I mean, they're, it's not like they're making the big bucks there. They're not millionaires. He's, do you think they know, do you think they know immediately, like, the guy who's getting plowed? Or do you think there's a slight, like, delay of, like, he starts oh, to feel a, a little something and he's like, are you pissing in my asshole? You know, oh, I think it was it's choreographed, right? He's like, "All right, now it's, now it's time for the asshole pissing." Um, all right, get in position, Jared. Um, Coral, get behind him. You ready to piss? All right, here we go. Like, I, I think it's real coordinated with porn and like not sexy at all. I think that's the challenge for men is that you've got to maintain an erection throughout. Like, all right, cut. All right, let's towel her down, touch up her makeup. Let's let's get that shit stain off the bed, and let's re let's relight. And the whole time he's gonna be standing there, like, all right, just focus, just focus, just fuck some more. Don't come though, don't come, don't come. Like it's gotta be the hardest job ever. Yeah, it would be way harder to be the male porn star. It, well, actually, not not in all cases. In that way, it would be by like staying prepared. Yeah. But in the way of like getting a call, like I'm sure most days as a male porn star, like I've heard that a lot of them have to be gay off the start, yeah. but. They'll get a call, I guess, once they make it into straight land and be like, hey, you have to fuck this lady and maybe pee in her mouth. But those big lady porn stars, it's like, hey, we got a job for you today. We got 60 guys here all horned up and ready to go. We need you to come in. Uh, just look awful. Look awful and sickly <laughs> and, and make sure your hairs are tussled. If you could come in a little drunk, we'd prefer that. And, you will, too. And then you just, uh, yeah, just we're just going to have you get fucked six to ten hours and... And we'll see how that goes. You read like that. That seems terrible too. Like you have to. In, we, we need you to pretend that you enjoy all of these, you know, part-time laid-off blockbuster workers jacking off into your face. Like that. It, uh, oh, th those are the worst porn videos ever. Is when you click on something and you great. very quickly realize that it's like an, an odd cult in the back room at some Quiznos, and there's a bunch yeah. of people gathered around, and there's one, you know, six out of ten. Who, who's just, just clearly like boxes of, being of paid in mess on the shelves and stuff. Yeah, boxes of pizza, marinara sauce, all about. <laughs> like, you're like, I think I eat at that place. Damn. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. I I like the porn industry. I find it really fascinating. You know, I I find the stuff about the, like, the condom laws and the STD stuff fascinating. You know, the whole mindset of the actors is my, is fascinating. The 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 economics of it. How there are some women who seem to really uh, rise to the top and then make it their own thing and find a way to like get their own website or their own uh, production company or whatever like Jenna Jameson or uh, or yeah. whatever that, that, that stuff's interesting to me I and then of course like the awful things that they do one that, that people want to see one of them did an AMA on Reddit just recently and uh, I, I, I recognized her name and for me to recognize a porn star's name means that she's probably done a lot of work like I don't know every obscure like I'm not one of those catalog people Faye Reagan. It wasn't her, I don't think. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, this person had an Asian name. I, I forget it exactly. But anyway, um, she was saying that, like, one of the things that she found difficult to do is, like, first she got this job and then she did it. 
And she had to convince herself or like sort of change herself to be someone who liked the job. Like, and uh, it tied into something Aria Aspen said, which was like, that's kind of why she got out of it. She, she's like, I tried to act like it, it wasn't like hurting her, her soul. But um, in reality, it, it kind of was. And, and she didn't like it and she had to stop. Like the, they would do a shoot and then afterwards they'd just be like, you know, oh my God, like this is something that she wished she never did. And, uh, but this I woman, bet it can fuck with you over time, <clears throat> like just mentally, maybe because like when you're having sex with someone, like stuff's released that like kind of connects you to that person more and you form more interpersonal relationships. And like maybe it is, I don't know, maybe just you get, you get mixed up and confused about shit if you fucked 600 people in a year. And, like, you just start to feel like maybe you're not valuable unless you're getting fucked. Or maybe you're not valuable because or, all you're doing is getting fucked. Or you're having that chemical thing of, like, you know, like, connecting to that guy. But that guy is very much rejecting you during the act, you know? Like, oh, you like that bitch, oh, this. And then he, like, kicks her. Like, that sort of... Kicks her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. Stupid whore! Nah, you know, I've been watching some of my, some of my stuff. All right. I didn't uh, finish my kicker out. Kyle's reserve. Line, yeah. line of thinking. Um... Uh, oh, changing the wrong one. Um, what I was, it was, you know, kicks her out. There was a scene where, um, all right, Aspen, a guy was, was doing her doggy style, but he had his foot on like her ear. He was like kind of holding her head down. And, yeah. um, it's a hard position to maintain. She, <laughs> she didn't like, like it. She didn't like it. She, like, it hurt her feelings for, for lack of a better term. And I'm like, man, you know, like it, I don't know. In all this, like, there was no need to hurt feelings in this thing. Like, why couldn't I, I guess some scenes are about that? But um, I... yeah, if that was the thing, like, I don't think that any guy in mid fuck <laughs> just organically goes for the foot on face maneuver. I think that's something that the director is saying. All right, this is called uh, the the foot face way. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do this and things. we're gonna film this, and you just gotta slap your foot on there and fuck her, and and sorry, whatever your name is, you just have to. This is your scene here. You know, <laughs> actors don't like portraying Nazis. Now you gotta get fucked with a foot on your face. <laughs> there's so, on the UK hey, restrictions. A there's a four finger rule where you cannot put. It limits the digits of uh, that can go into an orifice. Now I'm not sure if the four finger rule means four fingers is good or four fingers has broken the limit, but uh, certainly no fisting. That much we know. Um, I just clicked a, a link. It was called the Head Stomp Compilation uh, hyphen Rough Sex if you're on X videos. So, so there's a lot of the, uh, the head on the face maneuver. She's enjoying it. No penetration by any object associated with violence. So, ah, lame. I, I guess you can't have sex with guns or baseball bats or knives. Not stabbing Ooh, weapons. God, I wouldn't want to have a knife in there anyway. That's a Terminator 2 reference. Knives and stabbing weapons. Ah, okay. <laughs> Kyle really does outdo us in the point. Well, I've definitely seen knives in there. A girl sent me a picture one time, and she like had a butchered knife. Like, like she her, her legs are spread, um, and it's like straight at her, and it's like waist down. And But she's got a butchered knife like stabbed into the floor right in front of her pussy, like turned sideways so you can't see it. And I'm like, I'm turned on but terrified. Like, I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> Is this a threat? Of like, don't get it near me or I'll lop it off? Or is this like, look how hardcore and sexy I am? Because you're not hitting either one perfectly. You should just get rid of the knife. <laughs> yeah, you kind of hit the middle there. That's just a yeah. mess. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever find yourself in those situations like where you've been looking at porn and you know that the entire process of looking at porn isn't actually sitting and looking? It's a frantic search. 
for the one thing that you think that you need, where it's like, no, this will never do. You know, there's a thousand <laughs> blowjobs better than this. You know, <laughs> and then you, like, do you ever find it where like it's been like 15 minutes, like you're completely not in the mood anymore. You didn't finish. You're just not even going at it. You've just begun like a research, and there's someone like hogtied on one of those Sibians, Sabians, and there's like Sibian. a. There's, it's, there's like one person, in the, there's just one lady in the scene, and there's like six animatrons doing all sorts of things to her, and it's like this is this is odd, this is strange. I don't like if I, I don't like that. I don't I, like any point where you can't insert yourself into it, which is why it's kind of hard to watch like lesbians because it's like, who am I in this? Like, if this is a real, if this fantasy went down, I'm still the guy sitting there watching. Like they they clearly have no interest in penis. Like that's that's not I, good. You something where you can be like, all right, yeah, there's the there's the dick and the girl. That's where I would be. You know, the I, dick. I, the hypothetically, I would open like seven or eight tabs, right? So I have like a menu of of you know of, of films to flip. They're like, ah, oh, this isn't where this sucks. This is better. This is whatever. And then and then you know, like I don't know if everyone does this, but I'm like the one that I finish to. It's like yeah. You must be proud. You're a special little lady. Uh, there, were, <laughs> <laughs> there were hundreds of, of videos I could have chosen from, and I picked you. Yes. <laughs> you should be flattered. Yes. <laughs> In a way. There should be, a instead of a thumbs up or a thumbs down, there should be a splat of cum you click if that's the one you finish to. Like, like, right. the, like I always go to the most commented uh, porn, porn videos. That's where I was about to say. But if there was a button for, like, most came to, maybe I'd go to that one, too. Yeah, but what I do no, is no. I go to a big website. I prefer X. Uh, it's like the letter X and then the word hamster, like the little critter. Um, mm -hmm. But it's nothing weird about animals. I, I, people get a little weirded out about that. It's just their mascot. They got a cute little cartoon hamster as their mascot. Um, and they have a nice mixture of hardcore pornography and HD content, both at the same time, which is hard to find elsewhere. A lot of places still have 720p or, or like 320 or, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's a little box. No, we're going full screen 4K if we can. Like, like Naughty America will hook you up with that if you want to pay. That's what I do. But I go to X Hamster, then go scroll all the way down to the bottom left and click most commented and then change that to seven days or 30 days if it's been a while since I've been <laughs> online, you know. <laughs> and, and you get the top commented things on this huge porn site over a month. Ah, oh, man, you got to think about it. If someone's taking the time to go, yeah, that was some wild fucking shit. <laughs> when he shat on the turtle and it carried it across the scene the whole time. I, you know, it, whatever madness it was that get, that gets more people to comment on that video than any uh, any of the I others. I didn't know you could do that with the traffic cone. You know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like little things that they say. Ah, oh. you know, Dude, what you have my, as a I'm instantly for porn? creating some cool stuff in my head. Like, all right, traffic cone. Sure, sure, sure. Not a problem. Put like some, um, uh, like Reynolds wrap, like you know, in the top, a lube. Get the cone going. I feel that's like I thing. can do like, shit like, with a cone. There's, there's plenty of traffic cone porn. Um, they use the big ones. I don't believe sometimes. you. Sometimes. I, I think yeah. you're messing with me. No, no that's I, I have a... That's a thing. I'm almost positive Kyle has linked it to me before. Really? Yeah. Almost I, positive. I because it's saved in a tab. I no. <laughs> saved in a tab. <laughs> you know what they should do to rate the porn is they should have it be uh, whichever ones were exited out of the most. So, like, ah. the one that you finish on. So, like, if you get to a video and then the person exits out on that video, that gets, like, a, a golden X I feel like that gets you like, the, hey, the, the range, right? That is both videos that have been fired for lack of performance and promoted for incredible performance. But I don't think – I think you'd mostly get promoted ones because 
if the person's like, this isn't good, they're not going to go, abandon porn, X. They're going to go, oh, let's go back. Let's uh, try, not you me. know, I'm uh, like, All right, Nepalese you, belly dancing or whatever. You boring person. Are you talking cameraman? You think you're my only option? There's seven more tabs open. <laughs> I came prepared. All right, I'm going well, to Kyle, Speculum Fuckers 101. That's, that's much better than this. Kyle just linked a video of not only someone having sex with a traffic cone, but apparently just doing it on the side of the road where the traffic cone was. Yeah, yeah. She goes to the cone. That's how she gets it down. She doesn't bring the cone to her. She goes yeah. out into the world, finds herself a partner, a cone, if you will, and, and just she's just squatting over it and just uh, up and down. She's really going to town on it. Not a bad-looking girl. My video is not loading. Oh. <laughs> Well, there's so, an act there to see. <laughs> it's oh, called well. Crazy Slut Fucks a Road Cone. <laughs> You're looking for it on uh, Pornhub. Yeah. Let's see. There, there actually are, like in the related videos, there's a lot of traffic cone action going Porn. on here. Yeah, it this was, was not a rarity. I thought that it would be a guy fucking the hole in the cone, not a woman in the entire <laughs> cone. I, I, uh, I, I get worse than that. I really my, uh, did this kitties. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kitty's cousin JJ was living in San Francisco for a while, and during the Gay Pride Parade, like like he's from uh, England, UK, so he didn't know anything about the Gay Pride Parade and it going down on this day, et cetera, et cetera. And he's in San Francisco, it's like gay capital of the earth, I would say. He saw a man have sex with a fire uh, uh, um, hydrant. He was the receiver, I assume. He sat down on a hydrant, right, a fire right. hydrant That's in the street, how I and, done it. and some portion of that large. Uh, the fire hydrants come in all shapes and sizes, I suppose, but there are no fire hydrants that are the correct size for a man's asshole. The bolt uh, on the top seems roughly on target. God damn, that, 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 oh, that's like a one and a half incher. You think? <laughs> like, uh, it's smaller in my head. I gotta go into the special room to get that wrench. Like, yeah, have, you ever, that have you ever been to a sex shop and seen the dildos section and just seen the big hexagon? You haven't, because that's not something that people <laughs> see and go, Ah, I want to cram this hexagon. You know, not something that eases in, like, I don't know, a dick. Like, that, that starts at a point and it goes to, like, it, no, I just want to start with a flat hexagon. Cram it in there like I'm just a lug nut. Well, it sounds and, like oh. you haven't discovered the sex toy section of Ace Hardware. But oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't use threaded dildos? Do you feel uncomfortable when you go? Because I'm sure you've all gone into sex shops with significant others. Do you feel it's? Do you feel weird going in those shops, or do I you play will, it off to like you're so confident that it's like you try and make other people feel uncomfortable? That That's one. what I yeah, can I, do. I, I don't know if it works. I'm always on the stage where I can make other people feel weird. Yeah, I know. Picking up things that are that are intentionally too crazy just to show the other people, like, yeah, that guy's not afraid to show you. Like, Look at this big saddle we can rig up. <laughs> no? All right. You know. <laughs> you don't have a sex swing? I've got a sex swing. You, you, you hook it up from everything, got a couple of... Uh, Do you really you know, have a sex swing? Yeah, yeah. The problem yeah, with I the sex was, swing that, in my head idea. is, like, visitors and stuff. I, I don't know. Okay, it, so let me help. Hmm. So this thing, uh, you know, you unhook it, and it all crumples down to something about this big. But what does it hook you to? Know? The, the top um, of the I door hook, or something? Or... I hook mine up to. I have a, a chin up bar, um, and it's also the kind of thing you like put your back onto it and grab two things, and you can do like leg raises and stuff. It's mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe this piece of equipment. I've also got, um, and what I've also used is my um, my heavy bag uh, stand. You know, I've got I've got a legit uh -huh. like really one of the really big heavy bag stands that has the legs, and then the top kind of comes out and does one of these, and you hook to that. Just one hook point. Um, 
And, you know, the, your lady is, like, suspended in zero-G in front of you there, just kind of in multiple positions. I ordered mine off Amazon. Um, it, it was, uh, like, $100 or something like that. I, when I first seems found like it'd be a lot stuff of fun. on Amazon, I was like, <laughs> can you believe Amazon sells this? <laughs> now it's like, yeah, that's that's where you get shit discreetly. Like, Amazon is where I buy everything. You know, I, I buy both the vibrator and the batteries there. It's fantastic. Yeah, everything <laughs> comes from there. That's why I was, what I was going to say to Taylor is, like, no, I, I honestly don't know if I've ever been into a like a sex store porn shop that kind of place um I, definitely strip clubs that would have like on the way out the door would have DVDs and stuff and maybe like random pocket pussies and shit for truckers but I think all of my uh sex toys and everything were, were always purchased through Amazon or, or or some other website you know that maybe maybe Amazon doesn't have the creepy fucking thing that I want so you got to go to some some other website it's always sketch like that's something that's still in sex shops like the, a huge section of DVDs with porn on it, and I don't, I just don't understand. Like last time I was in one, I saw a guy like rifling through, like had like five in his hand. It's like, what, what, why are you doing this? Yeah, I don't why get are that you either. paying for this pornography? Like, think, are you? I, I, I can't. Don't even have I don't understand it. DVD player, really? Like we we use the Xbox, you know, when we yeah. want to play some old thing we bought. But yeah, mostly that's just not what we do. When yeah. Netflix first went to streaming. Like streaming was like an add-on with a very poor selection of shows, and it was really about their DVD delivery service. Yeah, I. Everyone was saying streaming would take over, and I wasn't completely on board at the time. Now I, I really am. I just wish the selection was as good as their DVDs were. Yeah, there was a time when like I found the idea of um of digital content, even you know, like oh, I don't own a hard copy of Call of Duty. I've just had I have it on my hard drive, and and basically I have a token that allows me to use it. Uh -huh. I didn't like that, but now I love it. Now I don't want to keep it with discs. Like all my discs have been crammed into the same Xbox One thing and like shut shut down really you know, there's like eight discs in there like because i don't fuck it. they're just keys now they're not games it's just permission to play the shit i've got downloaded on my hard drive huh. um yeah I, I i guess i'm thinking about the porn thing though why do you want these dvds i guess there's old school guys who uh who want the the physical thing you know there's still people <laughs> who listen to pieces of vinyl as they're called you know vinyl records but maybe if you're in the uk uh those dvds are going to be worth something pretty soon right that's contraband because you can't get it streamed yeah I, that is that's ridiculous. So what, what is the outlawed VPNs backstory? too, right? What's the backstory to the porn thing in the UK? Because that's ridiculous. It's, just, it's a bill that's been proposed but not passed, and they were describing it. And that's that's all I really know. They yeah, were trying that, to pass the condom thing in California, and that failed. Condom for porn? Yeah. yeah, they wanted to make a condom required in California for a porn, that's which a I think is where most having of our to, porn yeah. comes from. That's horrible. Yeah, like mistake. having to watch someone. You, nobody wants to watch porn where someone's wearing a condom because it's like you're fantasizing about something that would still not be that great. Because yeah. condoms ruin sex. It's like me fantasizing about being the greatest laser tag warrior, like ever. Like it's just, <laughs> just something useless. And and I, condoms don't dumb. ruin porn for me. Oh, they do for me. Yeah, they do for yeah. me. That's an they, they ruin thing. sex. They're horrible. They, I don't think they, they don't. So they don't sex ruin sex. So I don't think they ruin sex, but but they definitely ruin porn. I, I will never ever ever watch a porn that involves a condom, unless at the end he's gonna like take the condom off and she's gonna stick a straw in it or something, like something weird like that. Oh. Like you better come up with something <laughs> cool to do with that condom, right? Like like you never thought of this. Yeah, you just pop the condom off, stick a straw in there, <sighs> got a little snack right there, ready to go. Or or you can continually come into the same one and freeze it constantly until you've got cum cubes. And then you can, you can do something with those cum cubes. In my maybe. world, the penis is already a straw. Mm, mm, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this 
man, what what world you live in. All that time, <laughs> you really learn a lot of things. That, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I saw man. this one guy was shitting in the condoms and freezing them and then fucking his own ass with the hardened turds. <laughs> wasn't that on wasn't that on 4chan years ago? Uh yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I remember But now people at that. are into it. They're like, "Oh, you can freeze your turds, fuck yourself with it." Perfect. It's custom made dildo. Like it's banging just my on a size. budget. Yeah. <laughs> you see people, this is what happens when we don't talk about politics. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> good shit right here like like so so what kind of pornography if you are uh in charge of the world would you outlaw like would like would you draw the line at consensual bestiality would you draw the line at, at simulated rape is that too much for you do you think that those uh scenes that that seem really derogatory toward women where there's lots of face spitting and slapping and head stomping going on even though it's consensual what would you outlaw, if anything, from the uh, the world of porn? Obviously, uh, bestiality and uh, it is illegal already in like almost everywhere. So Not just in my world, I'm okay with consensual stuff. bestiality, right? Same. Like, yeah, and people have heard me say this before. Like, if you're gonna fuck a bear or I don't know, even a horse, then those things need to consent, so we're good to go. If you're gonna fuck like a chicken, well, you know, the chicken doesn't really get much say in it, so I feel like that's wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're just raping. It's okay chicken. to eat its babies, but though. If you can convince a grizzly bear to have sex with you, like you, that at, at any point that grizzly bear could turn around and, and eat you if it doesn't like it. And right. so, if you complete, then it clearly wasn't mine. Don Juan, the bear fucker or, over there. Better, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone can seduce Igor. a grizzly bear. <laughs> I want to see you seduce a panda because those fuckers have no libido, right? None, if you can get a panda yeah. to want it, then you're you're really something special. Um, you know, how no long children. It took that now, here's a question. <laughs> Is it okay to have animated child porn, right? Because clearly yeah. no children were hurt. Uh, are you encouraging pedophiles to not get the, past the kids? It, or are you providing an outlet? I, I think that you're providing more of an outlet, I would think. Right? Yeah, I'm okay with it as long as you don't get the, the child animated porn characters though? to be voiced by actual children. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an actual thing that's really big? Yeah. Child yeah, animated? Big. Yeah, not a big, yeah. I don't know, it, but there, it's a thing. Well, like, Japanese hentai seems to, like, kind of mm. border on that constantly. If you really look at it, you're like, like Jesus Christ, like, it's so hard to find, like, like normal vanilla Japanese animated pornography because they're just one little step away, one little flick of the mouse away from, like, blackmailing your grandma into fucking her with tentacles or something like that. Like, like they're, they're never too far away, the Japanese. It's a razor's edge. Town. Yeah, the, the the squid porn is just right next to the, like the standard penis and vajayjay porn. It's like a, a a resort in Haiti or something, the Dominican Republic, where you got the normal, yeah. nice kind of structured place, and then right across that fence, you've got desolation and filth and yeah, and a bunch of really depraved things. Machete I think I would, I, I would make everything legal and fine, other than obviously the stuff that's already illegal, like child porn. If you want to make cartoons. Of shit of whatever do it i don't think it matters like just you know have the cartoons and you can't have sex with animals um unless it's we ha you'd have to the animal has to weigh more than you or have a defensive tool like claws or fangs or it has to be the fucker because you know there's lots of ladies who like yeah. to get fucked by the, dogs and, yeah and stuff if, it, and if the animal is the fuck e then it no the fuck if the person is the fuck e then I think that's fine. I, I've seen yeah. women get fucked by dogs before, and what's funny to me, like, 
Can I guess oh, what you think is Jesus funny? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Do you think you it's know. funny when they put the socks on the yes. dog's paws so they don't I, I, scratch? I knew you think yeah, it was funny. I they put, you think it was the funny. dogs, they, they grab and hook the woman's <laughs> waist, right? So, you know, the woman's got that shape to her. They, they latch on and they're, they're going like crazy too. So the woman will get all scratched up and it'll hurt her sides. And when they put socks on the dog, you can tell there's an experience level to this bestiality fetishist. That, that like, it, it makes me laugh. Like, all right, this woman, like, she's this is not her first dog that's fucked her. The first time a mistake was made. Exactly. And now the socks come out. And then she had you know. the, the scars of shame on her hips, you know, at work for the rest of the week. Right now she's able to do, I, dude, on my swim team, this is a long time ago, but a girl came in and, um, uh, she had like rug burn along like she was really thin every spine like every spinal cord ah, was yeah. just worn out and and you could tell she was fucked on some sort of surface which wasn't good for skin and uh, and she of course she's on the swim team like there's no hiding it like everyone's seeing this and i gave her the benefit of the doubt that perhaps this was caused by uh, selective rash you know like i don't know like you know a rash, uh, like some chair that she sat in class or who knows what. And um, I somehow, like, I don't know, people were giggling or talking about it or whatever. And uh, she was real cool. She was just like, <laughs> we got a little carried away. And I was like, oh, well, what do you know? What do you know? This same girl, um, they gave tours on the USS Intrepid, like outside. I think it was in New York City or something like that. And... Um, she and her boyfriend snuck away and fucked in some like random cabin like like there's a tour guide taking you through but you can't go everywhere so she found a private little room in the uss intrepid and fucked there and i was always envious of the still am really of like that spot yeah, like cool. that's it like you know lots of people have done it in a closet or a wardrobe or this or that but the uss intrepid that's some badass shit there. Like, I that, like that. That is actually cool. Yeah, that's that is the cool. Mile High Club, which is just very difficult to get into because those bathrooms are cramped, you know? Like, uh, it, it, you look at a, a, a bathroom in a plane, like, that's not a good place to fuck. That's just not allowing it for much at all. smells bad, too, typically. doesn't smell good. No, it's a bit like a porta potty it's a, it's a porta potty in the air. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not a good place. It, it seems like it would be more stress than pleasure. Where yeah. it would be like you're you're shaking in a plane. You know, there's probably some dude sitting out there that really needs to go to the bathroom, and you're already thinking in your head, "How am I going to explain the reason that I'm in here with this girl?" And there's a bunch of rustling and clearly some some muffled sounds We're coming all sweaty from here. Coming out. Meanwhile, yeah, you're all stressed out trying to keep your erection, being like, "I gotta finish this because this is what we came here to do." And then, but it's taking you forever because you don't want to be fucking on a plane. You probably have to use a condom, so you're, it's just awful. And what's her um, angle on this? Because I don't see her getting like at least in my experience with these things, you know. I, I wouldn't see her getting all the pleasure. This is more of an act of service on her behalf. It is, because it's more like like if a woman tells you, like, I joined the Mile High Club, you're just like, ah. So you just kind of slutted it up on the plane then, did you? <laughs> and then, but if a guy's like, I joined the Mile High Club, you're like, ah, you must have some slick willy moves if you can Oh, yeah, I've been laying chum up and down this plane. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you've, just been, you've just been, you know, throwing red meat out there trying to entice people. But... Yeah, it, that, it does seem like it's more of like a thing that women do for men. Like, ah, fine, you are coming to see cats with me, right? You know? <laughs> we're gonna go see. Yeah, we're gonna go see fucking cats or uh, Les Miserables or something. But well, I hope uh, the God Emperor Trump doesn't do anything to our pornography. You know, it seems like the sort of thing he might fall into as well. That seems like something uh, we could see out of him. I hope not. 
I don't want to mess with my pornography. I don't know. Speaking, did yeah, you guys I see Boogie, Boogie talk about coming on the show again? Uh-huh. Oh, it kind of hurt my feelings. Like someone asked him if he'd go on PKA again, and he said, and I want to misquote him, but it was something close to, maybe, eh, I don't know. Those guys were so pro-Trump. And then he, he, he again, it's hard to quote him, but he, he was like, there, you know, Trump, 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 this, that, whatever. Like he wasn't using like normal words. And uh, basically all the Trump talk turned him off. And from my standpoint, it was like, well, one, what about me? And two, yeah. Yeah. that's, a, I don't know, like, I, I'm no giant Trump fan, but I find, you know, the tolerance for people that are, you know. Yeah, I'm able to tolerate Hillary too. Clinton fans and all, yeah. and all the like. It sounds I mean, like Boogie's just a bit intolerant to me. Look at the conversation we had with Hutch. I thought we had an excellent political conversation with Hutch. Hutch is very liberal, and I don't think at any point we got, like, mad or shouty or we just... I mean, most of the time we weren't even talking about politics with Hutch, if I recall. Yeah. But we, I don't know. It like, came up. I, I want to. I, I like having Boogie on. I hope. He yeah, comes on I now. like having Boogie on too. And when he was like, oh, "I won't come back," they like Trump. You know, again, what about me? And too, well, that's just not not very nice. Like that seemed intolerant to me. I'm yeah, sure I think he's just. I, I think his concern is that Trump's going to turn off his health care and he's going to die. That, that's not nice. <laughs> the, that's what he said. Oh, did he? Oh, my mistake. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. He did. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is this, and I know this, like this is burned into me. You say something and it's recorded and it becomes this like permanent, unchangeable state of mind. That like, Yeah, like sudden... you filled out a box on a tax form. You meant it so much. Like, 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 <laughs> we're just, fl- I'm just flying by my, I've seen my yeah, pants here. They... I might say some crazy fucking shit about Jews tomorrow. You never <laughs> know. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking for the funny and everything. And sometimes it's, it's wildly offensive and has nothing to do with how I actually feel about so stuff boogie's answer came uh it was, it was an unplanned question he got asked during a live stream you know and then someone takes that section of it and i saw on the pk subreddit which i'm trying to avoid but i'm imperfect so i just mostly avoid it um and uh, uh anyway i saw boogie's reply there and it was like oh you know well that's a shame but I, I, hopefully he only felt that way for a short period of time that's okay either way. I, I hope nobody turns off his health care and I hope he doesn't die. Because I think that was his concern. Maybe maybe because of those uh, strong feelings about the sort of that, that sort of thing, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, he takes it much more seriously than we, than we do perhaps. Because, you know, if, if Hillary Clinton gets, gets elected, there's bad things. Then I'm like, oh, this could happen and that could happen. That'd really suck. But uh, with Donald Trump, he's like, but, I, but I'll die. Don't, 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 I'll die. He'll turn off my health care and I'll die. Don't do it. So he, he, it sounds like he's got a little more flesh in the game. Yeah, I don't really know... I, I was thinking, because um, you can, any YouTuber can look at another YouTuber's view counts and video length and such and you know, guess-ish at his income, you know? We're, we're just informed on, on how much that would be. And uh, he can afford his own health care, but then I don't have any experience. Like, he, okay, he's a big guy. So, you know, maybe it's harder for him to get insured than other people. I'm not sure what the scoop is. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was health care, you wouldn't need to get insured. You would just pay for the health care. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. What you're saying, yeah, just pay straight up for the. Well, shucks, then you pay cash prices, which are stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like they're outrageous. Hot. Yeah, like oh yeah, just just pay. I'll make up a number. You know, two hundred fifty dollars for an ibuprofen. Yeah. Like really? <laughs> That's. But then again, like like he may have things that that aren't covered through you know reasonable healthcare options, right? Like. It doesn't make sense. I, I just don't think it makes well, sense to cover people for things that, you know, you do to yourself like that to some regard. And then you get into the whole, 
like, you know, well, should mental health be covered? Is his thing not a downstream effect of a mental health? I think mental health should be a separate category. You got to check that box if you want it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sensitive to the mental health thing. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, yeah. But I, I, I guess I go back to that thing I always say, like when you fill your taxes out, there should be like boxes you check. Like, yeah, you can spend my money on defense. You can spend my money on housing, infrastructure, but no money to the Jews or whatever you don't want your money to go through. Like, <laughs> don't you send my money to Israel. Don't you do it. Uh, <laughs> Is that what you want? A box? That's, that's, no, not Israel. me personally. <laughs> like, I'm, I like that. They got that Sling of David uh, Actually, missile defense I'm, thing. I'm not a big fan of sending money to Israel. I really feel like we're on the losing end of that all the time. Like, I feel like, and I'm not educated I, on this too I picture much. Israel as our nose guard tackle, right? He's out there. He's ready to take that first hit. When, when, the air, when, when, when some country finally melts down and some despot takes over and he has their three nukes that they have in their arsenal, they're going to shoot Israel first. They're going to take that first initial hit for us. We're the great Satan, but nobody compares to, evil, to, to, uh, me, to, to Israel. Israel is a toxic friend, right? They just they take, 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 take from us. They give very little. Every once in a while, they dole out like a, a little spice of happiness, like a toxic friend does, right? A toxic friend, someone who's, who treats you wrong, who isn't really your friend, every so often does make a deposit in the emotional bank account. And, and that's when the abused says, oh, yes, you know, this is the guy that I want him to be. If you knew that side of him like I did, then, then you'd know that he's actually a good guy. That's what Israel does. Like, they, they just fucking, they take from us, they get our money, they get everything, they get our intelligence, they, they get our technology. And then every so often, maybe just dribble a, a touch of intelligence in, in return. And we're like, oh yeah, well that was worth the trillion. No, Do you think man. they would have been conquered by now if they didn't have U.S. backing, though? Because they are very much disliked in that it, area. It, maybe not conquered, but man, they would be in disarray because our, you know, all all of our help with missile defense um, has been instrumental. I've seen that Sling of David thing in action. You know, you'll see the whatever they are. I don't know the ordinance. You know, it's an RPG or some kind of missile of some kind coming over the fucking wall, coming into Israel, and that thing just shoots it down like something out of Halo. If this was civilization, cool. you know, they have another civ just constantly gifting them, you know, units of one Text. sort or another. Yeah. And, you know, I would yeah. like to see them do a little more fair trade. You know, oh, do you want to stay alive? Do you have people attacking you from everything? Well, you can fucking gift us cash or something. You know, we'll sell you tech if you're an ally. But, yeah, I, I just feel like they take a lot more than they return. And I'm you not saying zero doctor. When the, no, the, the, so. they kill Osama bin Laden, I had never seen it because I thought, for some reason, when it first came out, I thought of it as like a propaganda piece for the Obama administration. But it's not that at all. Um, they only mentioned the president in passing one time. Yeah, the CIA director is like, the president's a thoughtful man. He's going to need some evidence here. He's not going to go in half cocked. And like that's the only time he's ever mentioned. But uh -huh. it basically follows this female CIA agent's agent throughout like 12 years of her career that are all spent on hunting Osama bin Laden. In the early movie, she's torturing detainees and getting used to that. Uh, in the middle of the movie, you know, you see the Abu Ghraib happens and and the policy starts shifting. And and her and the guy who trained her is telling her, "You better get smart. You don't want to be the last person holding a dog collar when the hammer comes down." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know." Because like you know, they're, they're put the fucking dog collar on the guy. He's like, "You want to go in the box? You want to go in the box? Because this box sucks." He's like, I know nothing. Get him in the box. And they <laughs> shove him in this little box and fucking chomp. Fucking lock him up in there. Rock music playing. And there's no like, you know, they waterboard the fuck out of him, all that stuff. Um, and in the end, they kill Osama bin Laden. You see the whole raid with SEAL Team 6. 
Um, you know, they fucking kill him. They get his body. The whole thing. It, it was a good movie. That's, huh. um, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I mean to get politics. I do. So I like Obama, right? Other people hate him. I get it. Um, that that's their point of mind. But I do feel like ah, you know what? On the terrorist thing, he did kill Osama. That's a really good score. That that that's yeah. a Hall of Fame play. If if plays went in the Hall of Fame, like that. The movie really t- does takes it away from the Obama min- administration and makes it clear that it was just this one agent at the CIA who was like fighting for this. Her, um, a friend of hers was killed by a suicide bomb, um, like uh, in 2007 or 2005 or something like that. They thought they had an informant coming in to give them information on Osama, and that she was like, "No, no, no, just let him in. We don't want to spook him." And he comes in and just fucking Allah Akbar and blows like seven CIA agents up in uh, Afghanistan. I think it really happened. I get that. So, so here's a parallel in my head, right? Like Reagan defeated Russia, right? He brought down the wall. He, you know, he ended sort of the Cold War. Yeah. In reality, you know, but perhaps the end of the Cold War had been set up for like the 30 years leading up to Reagan. And he was I, just I think Reagan guy. had a lot to do with that. You know, it was he, all that defense spend, spending, he, right? And that he, Star Wars talk. His spending could have sunk him. His, his Star Wars talk could have sunk him. He did some um, negotiation on. Uh, uh, the missile uh, d- placements? Well, mis- uh, nuclear dearmament. I think I'm saying mm-hmm. this right. And, like, he asked for so much, people thought that he was not serious about it. They're like, oh, he's asking for so much, he, you know, he's not even trying to get a deal. And then he got the deal that he asked for. So, so maybe he does deserve some credit, or perhaps he does deserve some credit. But I kind of feel that way about Obama, too. Like, all right, I'll admit he didn't actually go in there with an AR or M16 and, and shoot Obama. Or, I'm sorry, Osama. But, um... Whatever. I mean, he was in office for, what, like five years or something when it happened? Or whatever it was, three years. And, you know, the systems that were in place, he didn't fuck it up. It happened. You know, it, it, I feel like he seven. gets credit in the same way that um, it couldn't have been seven. Right? No, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, no, it was 2011 when they got him, right? Yeah, so that was three years in. Okay, yeah. yeah. Three so years. three years in, you know, everything came into place and they actually got this guy and... Uh, you know, so I feel like he deserves credit for that in the same way that Reagan does. You know, it might be that just capitalism beats communism, and it was going to happen. Yeah, no I, I don't. What. I don't. That's yeah. I think that Reagan, to the most, like I, I don't know enough about it. I think that it was more that he was just happened to be in office when it did happen, because our economy was. I, I looked up some stat that like at the point where the uh, Soviet Union, you know, dissolved. The U.S. like gross national product, gross domestic product, whatever our production capabilities weren't like twice as much, weren't five times as much. It was like fifty or sixty times as much. Like it was obscene how much the U.S. could produce faster, better, more efficiently than Russia in the same time with the same resources, which we just had more of. Like it just, I don't know. It, maybe Bush could have been in again at that same time, like H.W. Bush, if he'd been elected instead. Uh-huh. I guess juxtaposed earlier. And maybe he would be getting credit for it. I don't know. Or on the other hand, maybe there's a conservative out there who knows about some policy or something that Reagan did that collapsed him. Is that that if difference you were alive, in that, hammers? You know, if I'm back to Civ talk, um, like <laughs> that's one of the arguments against tariffs, right? This is, so right now, Trump has a, a strong interest in like protecting American jobs by you know saying not competing with the rest of the world in some manufacturing. If you do that then the risk you run is the risk that Russia ran and just becoming uncompetitive. Uh, I don't have an answer because obviously American jobs are flowing outward and you want to do something. If there's going to be a global standard of living leveling, then you want to combat yeah. that some way if you already have a better standard of living. 
uh, it, it's not a problem that I know how to solve. I, I think it's inevitable. But uh, I don't know. Somehow it's just like, yeah, you know, oh, you want to drop big tariffs on stuff that comes in from Mexico to protect American manufacturing? Then I promise you, American manufacturing, like if there's a 30% tariff, will just be 30% worse until water finds its level. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's, that's not even a very, that's not a conservative position at all that he's doing with his tariffs and his trade agreements. Like, I think that, isn't that in large part, correct me if I'm wrong, like part of the reason that our car manufacturing turned to shit is because we were like, hey, big tariffs if you import a Suzuki or whatever the hell. And, you know, Detroit, you know, you're fine. Keep making whatever the hell you're doing. And over time, our quality in cars became just embarrassingly worse than yep. cars made in Korea or Japan to the point that it's just now that you're seeing commercials, like in the past few years, where it's like, hey, Ford, not total shit. Pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Look at the commercials, like all like the uh, Mitsubishi, whatever. They're like, you know, top class running six years in a row, Lexus, number one luxury car on earth. And then it's like, Ford. Can you believe it? It's third best. Second year running. You th you said we couldn't do it. We almost did. Fuck like, you, like, and that's like that's what I feel like when I watch American truck commercials. It's just they're begging you to be like, just come on. Like they're pretty good. Like they're pretty good. Like I, I we're working hard. In trucks, I think we're the leader. In, yeah. Yeah. In fairness, Ford has really stepped it up. Ford cars are pretty nice now. That's I I saw a, a Reddit question where someone said, "Hey, for those of you that buy trucks that aren't Ford." Why? And uh, I was like, I, so I, I, I like the Chevys. Um, I, I really like the look of the Dodges, but every time I look into like the details, it's like, yeah, this is just a mistake, I think. Um, yeah. Wings of Redemption said like, I see people that buy Chrysler products and I, I, I ask him, are you retarded? <laughs> like, it's so Wings. Um, but uh, I look and it's like Ford is the one that went to like the turbocharged six cylinder. Like they, they, you know, broke a glass ceiling of some sort. They tried something new, and, and now if you keep your foot off the throttle, it gets really good fuel economy. They went to the aluminum bodies, which are pretty good. It's lighter. It's, it, you know, it, it's, it, they increase the payload because you can put more stuff in it because it's not weighed down by its own body. Like, I'm just like, man, if I had to buy a truck now, I uh, Ford would just be my, it would start off in first place. Someone would have to teach me something I didn't think of. Those aluminum yeah. bodies are really expensive to fix, though. Yep. Like, I if anything that. does happen wrong, like, I think it's much that's better insurance, to have. insurance, though. You know, I, oh, your insurance yeah. just has to pay more. Yeah. It's, it's what Kyle said. That's insurance, though. I was like, but you don't fix trucks. <laughs> I was just meaning, like, like um, on... I know there's that bullshit commercial they have out there where it's like, hey, this is the Ford with its aluminum truck lining bed, and this is the Chevy with the steel hardened, you know, steel adamantium, and they throw that big toolbox uh -huh. in a way that no one ever would. Like, yeah, ah! they you know the toolbox <laughs> broke the steel bed. Fucking thing. Yeah, and they're like, look at that, bounce right off the steel. Look at that, punctured right through the aluminum, and all the you know gullible rubes standing around the truck bed are like, yeah, that's that's certainly how I am. They'll show. But wait, show you, wait, like putting the, a load of rocks in there, the and it's a front end load of dumping it from height. No, it didn't. It, it it put a little dent in the Chevy. There was an actual puncture hole in the in the Ford. But the thing is, I, neither one of them had actual truck liners. In I it. saw a it was just video this, that did careful analysis of that, and they they pushed the 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 toolbox off the side of the the bed rail, and it punctured a hole in the Chevy. And then you can tell like the one they show from a different angle is a different drop. And they don't show the puncture hole in it. 
Like it, it, people went CSI on that fucking video, and it punctured <laughs> the Chevy's bed as well. And the bed is not hardened. Or maybe the bottom of it is hardened steel, and the sides are not. I, I don't want to mix my. I want to get the facts wrong. But I, I did see the puncture. Like there's a frame from the like cab angle where you can see the puncture hole in the Chevy. That's like, just it. So the only experience I've got with that is I put a um I put a ball in the bed of a truck, uh-huh. and you got to cut through the bed. And I used a reciprocating saw, and it uh-huh. was fucking hard. That was some legit steel I cut through. It wasn't sheet metal. It was uh-huh. it's fucking like it didn't want to cut fast. I um I really abused the bed of my truck. Uh, like almost like like remember how Taylor was like, and no one ever throws a a toolbox in. Like, dude, I have a so my truck is high, and the hitch pin goes in the bumper. Usually, it's under the bumper. So I've got this big like adapter unit where it comes down and across. Mm-hmm. I will throw that in my bed from like seven feet away because I have a plastic bed liner and those things are like impossible. Like I, there's rhino liner, which is strong. And then there's plastic bed liner, which is ridiculous. You know, you, you could drop a load of bricks from six feet in the air and it like the plastic just sort of temporarily deforms. Super tough. Yeah. So I, I wonder, like, I don't know if I'd like a rhino liner, uh, but plastic has certain upsides. You can't over abuse it. And the slippery is an up and downside. Like, like okay, so you put a piece of plywood in your um, in your bed. On the plastic, it'll kind of slide in and out unharmed. On that gritty, like forty grit um, bed rhino liner, liner bed liner, yeah. it like I, I guess you have to have something protective under the thing that you don't want scratched up. I, I yeah, guess. I guess so. So anyway. I don't know. I'm not, I don't feel like buying a truck right now. I, my, I was just actually, I was like, wow, it's like late November-ish right now. Come next year, my truck will be 14 years old. That's a thing, right? Add another year to that. It gets that much more prestigious. Yep, four more <laughs> years and it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> if you think I haven't hit that tailpipe yet, yeah, you're sorely yeah. mistaken. Oh, I, bet. <laughs> I bet Kyle has a plethora, just another folder of porn of truck fucking. Truck fuckers. <laughs> uh, I did see, no, I tell you what, I did see this one thing, and they look Jesus Middle Eastern, Christ. and this guy comes along and he catches this other guy fucking the tailpipe of a scooter. And he's just, he's like, you know, recording him with his phone. And he's just like, pardon me. Scooter fucker. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, 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 uh, uh, I will, uh, just, uh, checking the, uh, exhaust here. Like, he tries to play it off. I'll I picture it being video. all coated with carbon, like it was running, like, all sooty. like a cartoon, all sooty. Well, I lost sooty my dipstick, you know. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I, um, I, I, you know, I've gotten so much heat over paramotor talk, but it's a big part of my life. I am so excited. Like, I, I am um, every flight, I wipe it down. There isn't even soot on the inside of the muffler very much. Like, the thing, I, I post flight the fuck out of it and like check every bolt and make sure it's good. It has been so perfect and infallible. I'm, I'm really happy with my new paramotor. I'll stop there. Flew yesterday for over an hour. It was great. So nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm excited. I might fly after the show. Is it good enough today? You've I, checked the metrics. Uh, the four. Well, I checked yesterday, and it looked like it would be good for after the show. So I'll have to check again. But it looks like it'll be okay. You we need sh- to link something in this chat because I'm getting tired of looking at this. <laughs> Cone ass person. <laughs> in our <laughs> Skype chat, there's a guy fucking a traffic cone from the. Well, maybe that's a girl. That's a that's girl, girl squatting. Up. See, I thought he was pointing his dick down 
You know, in that small thumbnail, <laughs> you could be convinced that was a guy. It's from behind. Like the hole in the top of those things no. is huge. It is not conducive to any sort of penetration sex. It's, oh, that's well, only perhaps meant to you're not gifted like I am. I have to with, huge. A, with a that's wrist very size. Clearly, that's very clearly a woman. <laughs> You can see with her waist and her her hips. You, you can. Hey, for me, it's on a, a it's on the, the far side the of back. another monitor yeah. over there. So it's like two and a half feet from me. That's uh, that that the the edges of my monitor are not that useful. They're really just for like monitoring. You know, like we really went off the fucking rails in the first hour of this <laughs> podcast. We should do an ad. Tell everyone a little bit about Smart Mouth. <clears throat> this episode of Painkiller Already is being brought to you by Smart Mouth. 100% of people have bad breath or morning breath at some point in the day. Most people, especially young people, do not take enough precautions to prevent this embarrassing problem. Bad breath is something everyone notices and can sabotage your social life and turn off potential sexual partners. Smart Mouth's line of oral rinses are the only products on the market that are clinically proven to eliminate bad breath instantly and prevent it from coming back for up to 12 hours. That's because every bottle of Smart, Mo Smart Mouth actually contains two very different liquids, an, an activator and an oxidizer. The oxidizer instantly eliminates existing bad breath, while the activator releases billions of zinc ions that naturally bond to bacteria in your mouth. The bonded zinc ions prevent bacteria from eating protein and producing sulfur gas, keeping bad breath away for, uh, from coming back for up to 12 hours. Uh, but don't take our word for it. Go to SmartMouth.com and read about the science and how it's able to deliver such an incredible result. Visit SmartMouth.com by clicking the link in the description and see if you're ready for 24 hours of clean, fresh breath. Once again, that's SmartMouth.com, coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Uh, uh, or pick it up at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, or your favorite store. Yep, you can go on Amazon, you can go on their website, you can go, I mean, most stores carry them, you can find it there. Um, yeah, you don't don't take the time to get in good shape and buy nice clothes and get, work on your suave pickup lines, you know, watching those those pickup artists on YouTube or whatever, those, those douchebags, and then go out with bad breath. Because you can, that's one of those things where nobody's going to tell you about it, nobody's going to say, hey, your breath stinks, they're just going to let you walk around like an ass all night with terrible breath and any girl you talk to also isn't going to confront you about it and you're not getting laid guaranteed because it, yeah. nobody wants to have sex with someone with bad breath it's it's horrible i like the metaphor walk around like an ass with terrible breath and i'm thinking this through like an ass would have terrible breath wouldn't it mm. yeah and it's something like you can you can picture in your head a memory where you were talking to someone and you felt like you had to step back or you had to like give some body language of like come on give me a little space or something like <laughs> you it's embarrassing when you're that guy, you know, because you can tell sometimes that someone like, oh, I must be like stinky or have B.O. or bad breath. Like, just don't put yourself through it. Like when there's an actual solution that works, check it out, use it. And if you're having trouble getting laid, this will help you get laid more. Girls are going to go, I don't care that he's a little bit fat and poor. He's got great breath. I want yeah. to bang that guy. You know what? It's funny because, like, yeah, sometimes Colin will come around. Like, I'm going to bang Colin. But sometimes Colin will come <laughs> around, and it's like, his breath is delightfully minty right now. I find his company more enjoyable than otherwise. Yes, he doesn't. You don't just get blindsided by hot dragon breath of just, oh, phew, oh, my gosh. That's all, like, you, it's just muted. It's just normal, I saw this guy. clean breath. It's I saw great. this guy selling his collection of dildos on Craigslist, and he had a bunch of those dragon dildos in there. Let me, uh, let me get a double ad read in here, and we'll talk right. about dragon dildos. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> smart cars, smartphones, smart homes. Technology has made everything smart, but when you lose those smart things, it can make you feel really stupid. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything 
in seconds. Just pair a tracker to your smartphone and attach it to anything and find its precise location with the tap of a button. It's that easy. Lose your phone? Press the button on Tracker and your phone rings even when it's on silent. With over 1.5 million devices, Tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world, so your lost item shows up on a map even if it's miles away. Never lose anything again with Tracker. Listeners to our show here get a special discount of 30% off your entire order. So go to the, T-H-E, tracker.com and enter offer code PKA. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find is their website. It's thetracker.com right now and enter promo code PKA for 30% off your entire order. Check them out. Big fan of Tracker. Find your stuff. I, uh, yeah, big fan of Tracker. I lost my, uh, lost my bag. I didn't lose it. I just didn't know where it was. I misplaced it. And uh, it was under a stack of clothes when Tracker found its location for me. I yeah. like. Well, that's what it's there for. Tracking stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's neat tech. We are living in the future. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. Check them out. Binary. Check all. Binary compounds, uh, mouthwash, and tracking devices for your luggage. This is this is just. This shit is. That- the future is now. Remember in <laughs> olden days when you'd be walking through sports arenas or through Six Flags and you'd see Dippin' Dots, ice cream of the future, and it was just little balls of ice cream instead of actual ice cream so that they could leave little gaps in there and actually give you less ice cream for your money. And even as like an 11-year-old, I was like, this is, this is BS. This is not the future. This is not the future. And people are not going to switch over to Dippin' Dots because this is the worst way to consume ice cream. This is the actual future. Compound, dual solution, chemically activated mouthwashes, and trackers the size of a dime. It's incredible. All right, so this is baddragon.com. Now, I was exposed to Bad Dragon through a subreddit. Can I, you know, can yeah, I, I get, for people watching, bad-dragon.com. I can't show it, so if you want Forgive to see me. it yourself, there you go. Yeah. Give me um, some sugar, baby, is what it makes. Yeah, click, click that, and you'll, be, and you'll gain That's access like to the website. Proving you're over 18, that, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like something Ash would say from Evil Dead. Give me some sugar, baby. Uh, so I was exposed to Bad Dragon through Reddit initially because I get on our all and just just scroll for days, right, until it, until the app crashes eventually. And uh, I found this Bad Dragon subreddit, and it's all people using this line of dragon-like... Uh, it's basically fantasy sex toys, right? So it's what kind of cock would you know, some sort of mythical beast have if you fantasized about having sex with it. So all of these cocks are like animal in nature. Like some of them, here's a water buffalo dick. Here's a, um, this one is clearly some sort of like, I don't know, swamp creatures dick. At first Uh, I thought this was stupid until I saw the fleshlight style toys, at which point I thought, well, this could work. This This one one is is called Scorn the Wyvern. And a wyvern is like a mythical type of drake yeah. or dragon. And it's just uh-huh. this weird, gnarled, root-looking... None, none of these look like a penis at um, all. It's they're just all like vaginas. There's one named Sophia, who is clearly like Cortana, the Microsoft chick. Oh. I'm just... I'm on the front page of yeah, just I'm insertable on toys. Too. Like the, oh, on the very top, scrolled down. The closest one to an actual human penis says demon dick. And it looks like a very, it looks like it's a very ornery looking penis. Yeah, um, and it's almost like a thorn on the end of the penis. Uh, if you look at, um, some of them are definitely meant to be horse dicks. So you look at Bumble Hooves, the unicorn. That's totally a horse cock. But if you look at, um, where was the dog one? There was totally one. Oh, Rex. Rex is on the fourth column down, uh, fourth from the left. Uh, totally dog dick there. Um, and there's lots of them like that. They're all shaped like creatures' penises. 
Here, this one's called the dragon's tongue, and it's like the end of a dragon's snout with a long tongue that comes out <laughs> that you could insert. But if you scroll down, you, this you is... see the, the ones for dudes, the, the penetratable toys. Ah, yeah, the much I'm, I'm down ones. here now. Ooh. This is uh, these just look like dude, different color. Dude, in the penetrable oh, no, toys. they do not. Hold on. Fourth column, third row, there's cum coming out of one of them. Yes, JT the fox. Yes. yes. So yeah, they, I wonder, man, I feel that is an animal that had a rough end to its life. Poor <laughs> JT the fox having his asshole mounted and melded and molded. Melded. I'm gonna, yeah, th this looks, none of these. What? Who's ordering these things? The, now, look at this. This scroll is called the, dragon, down the dragon muzzle. Ah. Did you scroll down to wearables? Now, these are dragon dicks you can put on your own cock to make you have a werewolf dick. Um, or a basilisk. Or the, the basilisk sheath. Yeah. Let's see what that is. This is what I want on my on my. Oh my god! If you scroll down to Chico's little squirts, okay, Chico's <laughs> little squirts, L I L. Um, these <laughs> these sex toys have attached tubes through which you can uh, pump mm. uh, cum. And if you scroll down, the cum is there for sale as well. Oh, the cum is included <laughs> in this one. Yeah, cum included. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the cum tube why, syringe that you use why, to. Why to make a mess? If you scroll all the way to the bottom, it's like, oh, there's some luggage. I would buy this. <laughs> uh, luggage ain't, ain't half bad. Now, yeah, I, now the, the I would wear one bag? of these shirts, I think, in public, just because you know nobody would know what it even is, feel, and it's just yeah. so disgusting. And anyone who knows, I feel like, can't call you out on it. Like, yeah, hey, you sicko, <laughs> that's the Dragon Dead logo, which I know so well. You run to that one guy who's loud and proud. Hey, a fellow dragon fucker, eh? Look at this here! He pulls out a huge dragon cock out of his bag and shooting cum at you. Look at this! Got it! Let it fully loaded! Yeah, wow. you don't want that. Dragon, what is this? What, what is a packer? Tape measure? It says they've got a whole section called Packers. I'm looking at Packers right now. Is that on the homepage? The front page? I'm packers. Oh, those are meant to be packed in a bag and, and taken somewhere, I think. That's, that's what I'm taking from that. that uh, I don't know what else to take from it. It says they're extra soft. So are these just floppy fake dicks? You wear yeah. a packer. No, you don't wear these because it looks like a horse penis. Um, it, it, I'm reading the description. Um, oh, I, I was on... a master package wrangler who packs a mean package in his shorts who appreciates the irony of wearing a packer-shaped like our head package wrangler. It's not written very well. Uh-uh. But it looks like you wear it. <laughs> It, to put a thick and enticing spring in your shorts, dude. If you strap this huge black uncut cock to your already your cock, <laughs> the thing is twice the size of a coke can. Okay, there's not going to be a little spring in your shorts. You're going to get arrested. Oh okay? shit! I just saw it next to a coke can. The thing is, it's like two coke cans end on end with the word medium above it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and men don't mind this one bit. If you do that to women, if you showed like a tiny little piece of sexy underwear and like, yeah, this is a large, there'd be a meltdown. Like, like, like nobody cares that this like 12 inch cock that's this big around is the medium. That's, uh, that's if you're just wanted, wanting to dip your toe into the dragon landscape. You know, just, just start off small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Uh, or I maybe like come in colors. Uh, Hazel the werewolfus. Uh, pocket pussy i want to send this to you this look at the the image of what i assume they want you to imagine you are engaging in intercourse with 
when you use this. It is a picture, it is a cartoon picture of a werewolf with the big hairy boobs, big mm-hmm. claws, not not sexy, not in a sexy pose, in an yeah, attack. socks pose. on her hands. Yeah, got some socks on her hands. You need that? <laughs> yeah, she you needs got, that. And then you, Look at man, those furry titties. Would she have most, like a whole bunch just, of titties, like a whole row, like six at right. least? Right. Yeah, that would make sense. Yes. I, dude, I went to their their homepage, which is pretty great because we kind of missed the homepage. We had to hit that enter here, and it took us to products. Yeah. If you click on Bad Dragon, there's like this Thanksgiving a cornucopia, collage, cornucopia of, of like, <laughs> like, like pumpkin coming out, and those uh, corn of the cobs that are like colors and stuff. It's and, very like a fall of... shape and so, yeah, very fall colors With like the, oranges and with yellows. a bunch of dragon dildos mixed into it <laughs> along the way. It's great. Dude, these are these are the lumpiest dildos I've ever seen. A lot like, of texture. There's a lot of texture. They're very lumpy. I had no idea that mythical creatures had such phenomenal detail in their genitalia. <laughs> do or at least that like someone these? cared enough to do it. Like, I women wonder... Are, like, uh, I, well, let's go to the Bad Dragon subreddit and let's see these things in action. As you do, yeah. Of course, of course we're doing I, this. I, it just, <laughs> of course we're doing this. Uh, link it when you find it, Kyle. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I, I, to me, I look at it and I think it's too big, right? Women don't want two Coke cans shoved up their cooter. That's a lot of, of meat, and uh, and all these little it squeezes and things. They want Tyson the water buffalo. I, I, I don't think these ribs are doing it. I, I, I feel like what women actually dig is a Hitachi. Like, that can send them into another universe. That thing's so powerful. This dragon yeah. business, I don't, that's that's a fantasy that, like... Anal cream pie with med nova. Okay, so this chick is going to, I think, give herself... Yeah, so, so if you want a quick video here, this chick is giving herself the business with a Hulk-like cock. Um, and I, I haven't gotten to the end, but I'm told there's a cream pie. Giving herself the business. The business. Wait, which one are you on? I just linked you directly to the video. Um, you get to see the toy outside, then oh. all the way inside, pretty much. And then I think at the end, she's going to hit that syringe and really give her give it to her. So, yep, 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 she did. Ooh, yeah, that's in the butt. In the butt. But Man, look- that... That looks like one of those, more yeah. like one of those uh, '90s Nickelodeon clocks than it does a dildo. For yeah, parts of green, this bulbous thing, you know, she's only working like the the top of it. She's she's fucking just the tip. That's a big toy, Woody. I know. That's an that, enormous. My point toy. is that the toy is incorrect. Like I'm not I'm not chastising her ability to take a couple of Coke cans. Maybe she got it all in there and we were, we were just getting the highlights. Her no. asshole is writing its congressman right now. <laughs> just, <laughs> this, is, this is unacceptable. You know, <laughs> riots here. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's... How does it hold the pen? I, I thought, at least it's a girl doing it, so there's something. There that's you good. go. Yeah, I could have linked you to one of these dudes who is definitely going to be enjoying uh, the, these toys. It's um. not... This guy, this guy's like, I just got the small Ica, whatever that is, as my first ever toy, uh, with two things of cum lube. I really lube. I really want to take it all at once, but I just can't. Does anyone have any tips for how I can take more and and any other tips for more pleasure? Thanks. This guy goes. Well, you're gonna want to put it. Use more lube. You're gonna. You're gonna. (laughs) Oh my god. You're just gonna want to push it harder into your ass. You know that's like what. Oh, here's something. Oh, is this the one where the eggs get laid inside of her? I'm on uh, Hot Wife Uses Large Werewolf Cock. Um, 
There you go. I'm going to see how this works. Oh, that looked reasonably sized, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is something that a, a, a regular person could deal with. Yeah, but regular people don't even want to think about fucking some mythical dog dick, right? You're For the being most part. a little judgy, I think. When I have gone into sex shops in the past, I've noticed a distinct trend of human-looking fallacies. Oh, wow, he's taking it all. Oh, it's a dude? Well, you need to, you need to link us. Wait, oh, oh no, 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 this don't. is a woman. This is, this is a really hot woman right here that I'm linking you. This one kind of amuses me. Like, hypothetical neckbeard single Woody might do this. I saw that and thought that was funny, too. There's a, oh, he hung his yeah, headphones there's on There's what him. looks to be some sort of suction cup dragon dick dildo that he's using as a headphone stand. Yeah, he's got his headphones <laughs> he on the wall. just sort of, you know, on it. It's, it's like, ah, it's funny. Well, that's a good time right there. I, so, so, yeah, these are... Uh, these God are the, damn it, uh, Kyle. Why'd you link me to a guy? Holy smokes. Is that Well, I thought you wanted to be impressed. Yeah. That is, that is uh, from that, the back. I mean, I'm really struggling sometimes because he's got the, the the shape on him too. Now that's a man. His butt that is a man. Is, like, someone has that is... spanked him. He's a bad. No, nah, he's got dirty butt. That's what happens oh, when dirty when. Butt. <laughs> yeah, like like you see that discoloration on his butt. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, I, I I think that's like a product of being. I think he's a much older guy maybe than we think he is. Like and, and like I I see old people get that on their butts, and I think that's old butt. I think that's just like sitting on your butt too much. Like, I see that a lot. It looks dirty. Maybe, maybe he just gets some real serious spankings in your right. I, think I don't it's know. Bruising. I because it, it could if be that's that. old yeah. people. I'm looking but at it. It happens sometime after forty three. I promise you that. <laughs> this thing some that people he, hold up better. This thing that this guy's sitting on. This isn't something. That, this isn't the one thing that he does that's a little odd. You know, <laughs> like the, he doesn't. He doesn't go into the bedroom and have some vanilla sex and then be like, "All right, just give me three minutes. Gonna hop on over with my Rex the Bad Dragon toy, um, the purple monster, and then just do this, and then you're back to being, you know, great dad or whatever." Like, some, it, no, this guy's got a lot of stuff in his closet. Like, certainly a lot of these in his closet. I don't think that's not the first one of these you purchase. You don't start out with that one. No. Start out, this is probably purchase number seven or eight from BadDragon.com. At least He's, it, all of his reward cards have been punched. <laughs> no one has their, their phone near the wires, do they? I was getting. Um, mine's no. on the floor over there mine's... now, but I but I heard the interference too. Six feet that way. Yeah. I don't know what caused that then. Yeah, I heard the interference as well. But yeah, um, the, the this world is of a very human sexuality world. is just so interesting, right? Like, like, what if we had no interest in sex as a species? Of course, we wouldn't exist anymore. But like, if we took all that. All that focus and put it on something hmm. worthwhile, other than making these all these dicks. Like, imagine the time it took to make all these dicks. Something and, and just naming them all would take me a day. They That's created true. all these and decided decided. Oh yeah, it needs more of a little frenulum right here. A few few like like scales on the bottom side of a cock with some offshooting like feathers at the base. Like like these things right. are absurd. These people have a skill. They could have designed tires with better traction or something. Oh, hell yeah. Ah, yeah. You know, they, they, I saw they the could one have guy saved lives of... with like elite level snow tires. Instead, they're building dragon dildos. I'm impressed yeah, they... regardless. That's, that's Man, this... What a world. Like, it, as far as like weird fetishes go, I think this is probably a pretty good one. Like, nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. You can, yeah, you I can no do it in your, in your house. Like, it's, this is fine. It's, it's definitely odd. Especially the fact that this may sound weird, but I think it's weirder to have like horse dicks and dog dicks in there than it is to have like Dragons. mythical dicks. 
Because at least with mythical dicks, like you can just kind of make it whatever you want. Like yeah, that's not what a dragon's dick looks like. Fuck you. You don't know. They're not real. <laughs> and, like, but with a like, if you buy like, yeah, I want something that like I don't know, a two year old schnauzer would have or whatever you want to get banged by. Like that's that is a that's the weirder part. I agree. Ironically, with you. it's 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 somewhat weirder for me as well to see like. Well, that's what a horse's dick looks like. That's definitely a horse's dick that you've got there because it's got like that flared end and everything. And then there's definitely a, a horse cock there because it's got that huge knot at the base. But like, I yeah. then I see this like werewolf dick, and I'm like, well, fuck a werewolf. I'd fuck a werewolf. Why not? Like, like you know, like it's half human at least. It'll and be it's human tomorrow. Clear that the dildos they're making for like the werewolf and the satyrs and the you know gremlins and all these things, like it's really just a kind of dick-shaped object that's got a lot of ribs and meant to be a pleasurable object to stick up Now, what ass. I do like, see no, they, sometimes, like a dick. they'll mix cosplay, but they'll mix appropriate cosplay. So, like, I don't even... I can't think of a good example. Like, it's like Little Red Riding Hood. You'll be dressed up as her, and then you'll fuck the wolf dick, right? Um, or, or it'll be, like, some character from a dragon movie. You'll like, you'll be like dil, Dildo Baggins, yeah. and you've got the big dragon cock or Give something Give it to like me, that. Smaug! You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, oh, I see the... what I did see the other day. And what, I guess maybe we can get off the porn stuff is I saw yes. a camera like, like first it started off with an angle of like the guy penetrating the woman, just fucking her from behind. And I was like, oh, OK, and I'm about to leave. And then they cut to a new angle that I hadn't seen before mm. inside the vagina, looking back out at the penis coming in. Just I was crammed like, a wow. GoPro in there. What did they do? I don't know what they did. Okay, but they had a camera in her pussy looking outward at the penis coming into it. And 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 when he comes, there's just like come blowing everywhere right on the lens. I was like, ah, oh, I've never gotten this angle before. This is next level right here. It is. That's now, almost I've like a, a science bit. angle. I, I, I've seen it in a science context before. And I, I wonder actually if they took what I saw and spliced Perhaps. it. You know, it could be that they just reused the footage. It's not sexy to make that happen because I like there are wires going into this woman. The guy is fucking with wires, like, you know, against his dick. That's not what you want. And uh, they also had to inflate her, right? Because obviously the, the vagina would just kind of, like, there'd be no space to film. So so she's been, like, filled with air while yeah. he fucks her. So there's a pocket. Lighting is an issue. Lighting is a thing. So it, while I also agree it's kind of a hot thing to see go down, it's totally not a hot thing to film. Like, we talked about guys having to maintain the direction on a porn set. When it gets that medical... That's not hot at all, but it's... it's more of like an interesting thing to see from that angle. Yeah. Like, like that's that's what the inside of the vagina looks like. This is what actual it's intercourse looks thing. like. This is what's going on. Like, yeah, I don't it's, know, it's, it's neat. Like, it's yeah, the but, same thing. Like when you see like a heart beating, or how your food digests, like in a time lapse or something. Like, it's just kind of neat. You know? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Man, I, I'm I'm really unhappy that these gifts just keep going. Yeah, yeah, on our they Skype just... right now. Like literally on like on our Skype on the top I'll describe it. On the top there is a, a very hot woman who is on her back, um, you know, weight on her heels, sort of up and down, fucking herself with a green hulk cock. Then right below that there is, let's say, a thirty year old man uh, on his knees, facing away from the camera, sort of up and down With on a, a dick that's tiny. at least—it's at least a size. It's like this big and like that long, and it's shaped like some sort of creature's dick. And then below that, of course, we've got our uh, our headphones hanging on a dragon cock on a wall. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty picture over there on the right side of the so, screen right yeah, now. So I'm looking at OBS. <sighs> I'm seeing what the uh, what the listeners or viewers are seeing. That's uh, good. My Skype is 
two feet over there, three feet over there. Uh, I forget that Taylor has it right in front of him. <laughs> I usually type bump a hundred times, but I'm going to let Taylor keep watching it. He's going to close the whole chat. There we go. Because <laughs> <laughs> You no. can design your own dragon cock. Hmm. How so disappointing what, what it would it be creature? to like take your real cock and, and like there's all these like triple coke can whatever. It's like I want this to look like mine. It would be so yeah. pitiful by comparison. Yeah. Oh, this is this is Rex the the god dog, and this is um, Woody Oreo the fucking dragon <laughs> or whatever the hell. And then and this is Woody from New Jersey. You know. <laughs> 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 it's like well, this one's not as not as exciting. I know where New Jersey is. Yeah, I've never heard of that mythical creature. Oh, what do you say? Do they live in the trees? You know, <laughs> oh, to figure New out kind of... Jersey, you say? Pray tell of this New Jersey. Maybe there's some role play involved. Like, right? Is, could that be a thing? Like, like maybe like you'd like to pretend like maybe the girl is pretending like she's some sort of like uh, medieval uh, 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 like virgin being sacrificed to the dragon, and the dude comes in all with a smoke machine blaring off. He's like fee fi fo fum. He's got a big dragon dick. He's gonna cram in her. They're really missing the whole gargoyle market. Uh, I bet that's on there. I bet, I bet if you Google Google gargo gargoyle uh, dildo, that's going to pop right up with some good stuff. Art is a rock. I wouldn't bet bullshit. against that. No, that's a Rule 34-ism. That Mature adult sex toys by Fun Vibes on Etsy. Oh, Etsy. These are homemade sex toys? I'm going to steer away from that. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah, let's <laughs> not sex toys. <laughs> so what are you guys doing but for I Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm going to cook. Um, uh, I've got a, a turkey that I'm going to deep fry. Um, although I have to cook it in fucking vegetable oil instead of peanut oil because Kitty will die. Oh, and I'm not sucks. sure that's going to be. So yeah, I got, I'm going to soak it in a brine for uh, 16 hours beforehand. That's supposed to add a lot of flavor and rub Maybe it down. With some... Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm gonna do after, after this, or it may, it may have already been done upstairs. And I'm also cooking a turkey. Um, I'm injecting it with some pineapple, brown sugar stuff and making like I'm gonna co like glaze it until it's got like a candy shell on it. I was and, just uh, gonna use that. It sounds like Kyle's Thanksgivings are really candy, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we're a way to make everything sweet. Um, there we're making two two different kinds of stuffings. Uh, or and one is stuffing, one is dressing. They're very different. Uh, I'm making some like slow cooker macaroni and cheese that takes all day to make, and it's gonna be like super gooey, um, like garlic mashed potatoes and yeast rolls and. Uh, I'm going to get a, uh, a three-layer gourmet cake made from this place near us that uh, makes these incredible... It's a $40 cake, but it's a giant German chocolate cake, and it's made by these Amish people. It's so good. And uh, I don't know what else we're having. Kitty's cooking a few things. Oh, there's some sort of like sweet potato souffle with marshmallows and pecans on top. Sounds good. I like Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving a lot, too. I'm gonna be going I don't give any thanks, house. though. Not a bit. I just eat. I There's nothing I dislike more about Thanksgiving than when... You know, it's it's almost like a maybe some families do that thing every year where they're like, everybody go around the table and say something you're thankful for. And sometimes, like at least on my dad's side of the family growing up, it was like a, you know, luck of the draw, roll the dice. Like if the right fucking uncle was leading it that year and it was like one of the good ones or whatever, he'd be like, you know, everybody just dig in. But every once in a while, you get like someone who's more emotional, and it's like, we need to go around and have everyone in great detail tell us about <laughs> things that you are thankful for. And it's like, look at how many fucking cousins are in this room. No way we're going to be able to go through and let, you know, you know Aunt Susan's going to go on for at least three, four minutes. Like, so everybody's going to be rushing. Like, you don't I, turn I it into a comedy about... routine? Like, I'm thankful that Cousin Kevin's thank list was so small. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone laughs and you move on. 
It, do the safe Thanksgiving jokes. Yeah. Starting to get sleepy from this turkey, am I right? That's not good at all. That's so, awful. So stupid. <laughs> those are the kind of like little jokes you have to make with family that you don't know as well. But I don't know. I, I think I'll enjoy it. My grandparents make awesome food every time. They're going to deep fry one of the turkeys in uh, peanut oil. They're going to do like the standard baking for the other one. Then they make a ham, like a pineapple ham. And then sometimes there's like some beef tenderloin or fried chicken, fried okra, a uh, lot of stuff. I love it. I, I I usually don't try. I just, I go through every Thanksgiving, I eat 98% meat. Like I eat the turkey, then the ham, then more turkey, then more the other kind of turkey. And I really don't get involved in the salads or the, the cranberries and, and that stuff as much. Because I don't, it's Thanksgiving. There's no reason to eat anything that's not your top favorite thing, what? you know? When I, was, I don't like being guilted into trying dishes. It's what I don't like. When I was 25, I felt the same way about, that you do about the whole thanks thing. And But now I'm a little more reflective. And, of course, I would never ask everyone to go around the table and share <laughs> what they're thankful for. Like, Tell me how much you love uh, about 16% of this room and the rest yeah. of it you know, we don't give a fuck about. But uh, – I will say that like the holidays make me reflective for what I have and, and you know, who's still around. Um, you know, I, I have family uh, on my wife's side that's sick. And, um, you know, so it's like that's it's something I'm, you know, happy that they're still here for. I have, um, you know, and then my own family, like Hope is not sick, but she's a senior in high school. And that whole dynamic is going to like basically next year she moves away. Right? She's going to go off to college. Yeah. So, uh yeah. I can definitely see that as you get older and you have more appreciation for like, oh, life really is flying by. Like, look at this. My kid's growing up like this time's running out. Like, I can definitely see that. But um, you can do that without slowing down the whole parade yeah. and making, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and waiting there for a full minute while trying to goad some four year old into saying they're thankful for whatever, you know, piano lessons their parents bought them. My, uh, the fuck. My, my favorite Christmas song. I forget. Oh, it's like Christmas and wine or something. I want to find it. It won't take me too long. Um, what is this you're looking for? I'm looking for my favorite Christmas. Oh, White Wine in the Sun. White Wine in the Sun is my favorite Christmas song. And uh, it's this guy. To look at him, it, like the prejudiced version of me would think, I don't like this guy. He, he's... He looks like he's ready to work in a haunted house or something. White guy with stringy, crazy hair. But um, to hear him sing, it, like, it seems like he writes his own songs. They're incredibly thoughtful. And White Wine in the Sun, he's just like, I really like Christmas. And he talks about how like, he appreciates his time with family and the simple things. And, and uh, that, to me, is what the holiday... There's nothing I fucking want for Christmas this year. I'm not like, oh, my God, I hope my wife gets me a new like heated jacket or something dude if i if i want something i just order it on yeah, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what i what i really want for christmas is hard to get which is like i don't know people enjoying each other's company and uh yeah so while i certainly would never fucking lead some sort of prayer or pseudo prayer about it i do get reflective you know about yeah. getting to see people and you and should stuff. be yeah yeah that makes sense are you worried at all like is your do you anticipate? Because I'm sure that even more so than most Thanksgivings with the election that close, that people are going to be bitter in arguing. Like, do you have like a plan for like where you go to like how to shut those conversations down and be like, hey, let's talk about the NFL or hey, what about this over here? You know, Blues are playing well now. Finally, like whatever. You're, like, do you have a plan or are you just going to let it all peter out? Um, 
I don't expect it to be a problem. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not anticipating that as an issue. I, I'll say that um, our Thanksgiving this year, so Hope went to her boyfriend's for Thanksgiving, and then we're going to do Thanksgiving on Friday. We're also doing Thanksgiving on Thursday with some family friends, and uh, um, I know that they're blue, so they're not going to be like big debates or anything. I don't think they'll even talk about it much. Maybe just crack a joke. Which yeah, that's the best. I don't I anticipate any problems at my Thanksgiving because I don't. I can't remember a single time people have gotten a, a political debate mm-hmm. at any of my family Thanksgivings, at least on the side that I'm going to this year. But yeah, it's at least from a couple people I've spoken to, they're very much dreading and like having contingency plans really? for like God. I know that fucking Uncle Ted is coming in from you know Cape Girardeau in southern Missouri, and, and he's going to be so pro-Trump, and then Aunt Judith coming in from Philadelphia. Oh, they hate each other anyway. They're going to be screaming, like, working and stuff <laughs> like that. So glad I don't have to think about that, and that I'm not. Or I guess maybe it's because you're not hosting it, are you? Like, you're not hosting Thanksgiving? We're, so, Hope, the Friday one we're hosting. So, Hope and her boyfriend are doing Thanksgiving at his or her house, and then on Friday they both come to our house, and we do Thanksgiving here. Okay. Maybe it's because, okay, the two people I was thinking of were talking about it. They were hosting like their entire extended family. Uh-huh. So maybe they feel the responsibility to like be the mediator. But I'd like to I don't know. I'm Our looking forward to too far away. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, Facebook. So I was never really a Facebook person. And I think I mentioned this before, but I, now I'm exposed to, because the paramotor world, like the, the forum that people use as a Facebook group. And now I see all these people's feeds, like, so angry about Trump or Hillary or, like, just go off. And they're all so convinced that they're right and their minds are just, they're completely closed. And I don't participate. One of my most liked posts ever was, uh, I voted, it was on election day. It was like, one, I voted, two, I didn't mention politics a single time. I'm the best kind of Facebook friend. Like, all my friends liked it. Like, all of them. Like, dude, your Facebook rants do nothing but close half your doors. It's yeah. sticky. And if you do it too angrily, you're just, like, you're just being the person that proves the other side right. Like, if you get really indignant on either side, all it is is the people on the other side look and go, see, that guy's proven my point. Like, look at how much of a whiny bitch he is. Or look at how much of an extremist asshole or, you if know, 150 it's... million think this thing and 150 million think that thing, they both must have a point, right? There can't be 150 million people who are just too stupid to see it your way. And, you know, that's yeah. that's where it is. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you brought a guest back with yeah, you. Yeah, this what do Winston. we have here? Is, is Winston new? No, Winston's been here a while. Winston's uh-huh. a champion uh, weenie. He's a long-haired Dotson. I think, I think, I think they call this color cream. Um, he's he's pretty laid-back guy. How old is Winston? Like two years, I think. Whose dog is Winston? Girlfriend's. Uh-huh. But he he really takes to me. He's, he's my oh, buddy. Man, <laughs> I really want a dog again. I, now I'm going to go buy one impulsively, which is the <laughs> worst thing to do. Holiday. Better yet, but... maybe you'll get one as a gift. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine how much of a douche you'd have to be to give someone an animal. <laughs> I know you wanted Either a dog, but I found this rabbit on sale. So yeah. here you go. Now you got a fucking. Well, they rabbit. were having a, a you know, due to viral outbreak, they're having a guinea pig clearance at Petco, <laughs> and so I got you nine of them. Very low first month survivability, so you'll at least have one. You know, by the uh, end of this this genocide. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's I, I went through huh? a serious. I went through a serious phase. When I was maybe four, 
14, 13, sometime in middle school, where I went over to a friend's house and they had a guinea pig. And I just, I, I played with it for hours to the point where I was being that annoying friend where they're like, can you stop playing with Adam and come upstairs? And I remember because it, it had like a person name. And I like sometimes when animals have like people names. I think it's funny when it's like, Adam's not a name that you give a, a guinea pig. That's silly. But I played with it. And I was just fucking loving it. You just put it on your chest and it runs around. But I wasn't there to watch it shit little pellets into those wood chips or watch it sometimes, I guess, escape. And then you're looking for what is a, essentially a... Uh, a little round okay. rodent running around your house. But I was so into it to the point that like, eventually my dad had to be like, Taylor, you're not getting a guinea pig. Like we're not getting one. We have dogs. Like it's going to get eaten. Like, no, we're not going to, we're not buying guinea pig. We and I kinda guinea pigs. My brother and I had oh. guinea pigs. Uh, mine was the boy. His name was Rocky. My brother's name named his Sarah. Uh, they lived for a, a long time like seven years or something like that in the eight really? years. Yeah. It's long for a Guinea pig. And uh, they had nine babies that we had to like find homes for over the, over the time, three litters of three. And, uh, I, I liked the Guinea pigs through most of their life, but the maintenance was terrible. Like awful. We kept them in a glass aquarium and, uh, they would poop and pee on the wood chips that we put in there. And it would just turn into this, like the worst, like a sludge substance on earth. Yeah, it was just urine soaked wood chips. You know, they, they, it doesn't like, it's not like a kitty litter or something where it just like, I don't know what Disgusting. magic happens in there. It, it, it just turns into like, like yuck. And like, if you do it don't all the woven. time, it's an easier clean, but you're doing it all the time. If you wait two weeks, then, oh my gosh, it is dreadful, but you've gone two weeks and it, there was no winning in cleaning this thing. It was absolutely terrible. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. In, in retrospect, it was a good pet choice to not get the guinea pig. Fancy rats aren't bad. My, my fancy daughter's rats? Had, yeah. Uh, I will devour them. Is that a real thing? A fancy rat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. My daughter had, I, heard I think, two rats in her lifetime. Really expensive. At least the way we did it. They're like, hey, do you want this rat? You know, it's like $9. $1,500 in equipment with like cages and like would take it to the vet for, I don't know, vaccinations or something. Yeah. $1,500 to get set up on this fucking rat. To make sure that that vermin is really happy and healthy in your home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they really were sweet. Like they didn't bite and they kind of like nuzzled their head when you held them and stuff. They liked people. And uh, rats are smarter than you might guess. And like they're actually not a terrible pet. Like in, in the rodent family, they might be the best one. But... Uh, just the same. I don't know. I'm not really I've been thinking about really getting. Smart. I've been thinking about getting an exotic pet because a Florida exotic pet license is free, and uh, and so we could get like we looked at the list of animals the other day that we could get. Now I really want a raccoon because I think they're hyper intelligent and they're really cool, um, and they got these little hands which which are like people hands you know, which I like. My Facebook um, but, friend, the one that's a, a clown, he has a yeah. raccoon. What's he's, the, he's North Carolina? Uh huh. He, uh, huh. he's always showing like pictures of it doing interesting things like because like it has hands it like opens bottles and like I don't know I, I guess I could hunt down videos but it's like hi this is not behavior you'd expect from an animal it's being person like and he has a raccoon that's always doing Facebook stunts oh that's nice yeah ra raccoons oh no oh no oh does he have a probably shouldn't talk about this anymore I'm not sure that's exactly legal what he's doing, but in any case, um, <laughs> you can get um, these exotic animals if you have the right licensing and you're in the right state and everything. So I was looking at um, 
what's that thing from Madagascar? The thing with the big crazy eyes, um, within the long tail. I, all of the weird animals, uh, finnick foxes or cynic foxes, um, marmosets. Oh, the eye eye, that thing. Or no, are you thinking of a, a tamarind? I don't or know marmoset? what I'm thinking. Marmoset. You were, you were sending marmoset. me links to it, and I was you were saying that you thought a, a marmoset might be a good idea, which is like this- an arboreal monkey. And I was saying you don't want an arboreal monkey where you live because it's going to get uh, it, you're going to take your eye off it for two seconds and it's going to be in the Georgia woods swinging around for maybe 40 seconds before a hawk gets it. Like oh, you, no. want, you want a, a little sky grapple. Uh, the sky. <laughs> the sky. <laughs> come from above and take us. The weenies are so little that, that when they go outside, they're always looking up. They're always looking up for the sky grabber because he could come down and snatch one up. You never know. The sky grabber. The well, sky grabber. I saw that one of those guys, I linked you to him. His name is like Alligator Adam, Alligator Andy something, Andy Alligators. And he was one of the dealers. He sells capuchins, those yeah. organ grinder monkeys. Get one of those if you do get a monkey. God, if I you get, get a, monkey. a fucking monkey, I will come visit every weekend. You know, <laughs> I feel like Taylor needs to do the tour, right? Like he'll visit Kyle's monkey, and then we'll watch Lord of the Rings on my big screen, and then yeah. <laughs> we do a sweep. As long as the monkey can come, yeah, yeah. As long as the monkey can come to your house, I'm sure that'll be fine. That's a big part of that contingency. You know? <laughs> I'm staying where the monkey is. Man, that would be so fucking cool if you bought a monkey. Man, I'm not into the monkey. Not even considering that. But I am considering. Here are the animals that are on the list right now: the raccoon. Definitely. I, I think that's awesome. He's the top. But I also saw miniature goats. These goats get to like 20, or 20 inches tall, so like that big, and weigh like 25 pounds. So like little dog size. And, that's you know, they idea. poop those little pellets. So I figured it's easy cleanup. And if you raise them with dogs, he becomes a dog. And he thinks he's a dog. So he's going out to pee with them and stuff. But it's going to be bleeding constantly. Meh. Like it's going to be... Meh. Are you just, the Meh. I think so. How's it spelled? B L E E A T. Oh, I think I'm it's bleeding. In my head, it's B L E E D. I'm like, like that's a no, way. no bleating. I think it's called bleeding, but you would just be hearing that whole time the yeah, yeah, like that little whining. The whole like shock collar. Sometimes, like I, sometimes, yeah, I guess you could. But some <laughs> like dog, it seems like there are some dogs, like my dog who died this past year, was just not a barker. Like, if you heard him bark, it was like, he, he's upset about something, or he needs something right now. Like, he didn't just bark willy-nilly. I feel like, I don't know if that applies to goats. Like, I think all goats are probably pretty bad. I have noticed like, Siberian huskies seem to be particularly emotive, right? Like, the way that they, like, whine howl is almost a talking. They, they seem to be, they're just really emotive. They're, they're vocal. They're vocal, but and then their body language too is like like when a normal dog wants to play, they might get down on their elbows. And the Siberians are like getting down their elbows. They're rolling on their backs. They're like I, I just see Siberian huskies online all the time that are just like so communicate communicative, and they're I don't know. I, that's a dog that appeals to me. Not the shedding so much. Yeah, this uh, dog sheds. Yeah, I bet it does. It looks like a very well mannered dog. Is that? It looks like it just got back from the vet and it's still on some medicine almost. he really so, loves me no he just loves me a lot like he's gonna fall asleep here like if i if i put him in my lap and i keep rubbing his head his eyes will just slowly close and he'll go to sleep like he's just he's just real happy to be here he's a big fan of kyle kyle likes dogs kyle's really nice to dogs and when kyle met jack uh this is my aggressive great dane it was not fun that's the wrong word but like 
It was just, uh, what is it called when they don't love you back? Unrequented love? Unrequited. Yeah, something like that. Unrequited. It, 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 was, it, it was like, hey there, big buddy. You look beautiful. You want to come over here and get your belly rubbed? And he's like, I will tear your skin from your bones. <laughs> yeah. Release me, master. <laughs> like pulling at that chain. Just, ah, yeah, trying to bark, but he can't open his mouth. And a muzzle. You know, so he's, he's, his bark is real. Like, woof, 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 woof. like, he can't bark properly. And, you know, after like two days or something he's like come on like are we buds now no no they're not buds he still wants to kill you it's just so he didn't reciprocate at all the entire time he just hated you yeah up until the end yeah like, yeah. like that's like, weird see you, later, ja- see you later jack it was nice meeting you he's like ah! just just like, like like the predator or like the alien how they got those like extra row of teeth <laughs> that come out like i kept waiting for that to happen he was so angry i've yeah. never had a dog just hate me like I'm sure that that like that Dak would have disliked me just as much as Kyle in that moment, but I've never had a dog like that just barked all the time or like friends, family members. Like no, like, has that happened to you other than for Dak, where you just couldn't? It seems like it's easy to get on a dog's good side. Is what I'm saying. Like even yeah. if you go to a friend's house and the dog's over there like a little bit ang- anxious and like uh, if you can kind of coax it over and you give it like two pets, it's like all right, it's another one of these monkey even things that hangs out and pets me. Dak will temporarily like I've been temporarily on Dak's good side. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, look, you know, he's got his head on my lap. We're, we're yeah. buds. And then an hour later, it's like you have to rebuild that whole relationship again. It's crumbling. Yeah, I can do reason. that, too. Like, uh, like right. I can totally get down and pet Dak. It's like, you know, and just like, hey, buddy, everything all right? All right. Like, Kitty's holding him, and I pet him. That's all good. But if it's just he and I on our own, oh, look out, little buddy. He, uh, he, he's just angry all the time. Like, like, he'll give you a minute of, like, he'll let you pet him or give him a treat or something, but... He's never gonna like fully trust you. It seems. Yeah. Now, does he trust Kitty? Like, is he? Yeah. All girls. Well, just Kitty. Just he, Kitty he's just though. bonded with Kitty, and 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 that's just the thing. Like, like everybody else, he seems. And even in the car, like if he's in the, there's certain situations where he seems like normal. But it, when he's in his pen, when he's just like in the house, free. When he's on a leash with Kitty, any of that stuff, like he he's not social toward me. But if we're in the car. And I'm driving, like he'll lick my ear from the back seat. If you so, pass him in the house, though, does he? It'll just he keeps walking, or I don't. He gets I, actually... I don't pass him in the house. If he's in the house, he's locked in Kitty's bedroom with her, and he do, And and like, one time he opened the door by himself, and my girlfriend and I were sitting in the living room, and the door just, and he just emerges like a velociraptor checking <laughs> stuff out, and we were both just like. What's he going to do? <laughs> and he just backed back it. I was like, Kitty! <laughs> and he just like backed back into the room and like she came in a moment and like shut the door. But he, yeah. he's scary. I, I don't like that. That's not what you want in your own home is for an animal to emerge from a door and for your reaction to be, you know, I keep, oh, uh-oh. I keep, <laughs> I, I keep a gun around, you know, just in case. Um, Winston calls him Big Brown. He doesn't like him. Aww. Winston doesn't care for him at all? No, his name is Big Brown. I, I... bit his dick. <laughs> did he really? Did Winston bite yeah, his dick? Yeah, bit his dick. <laughs> what did he sure think about not. that, Winston? He did not like it at all. <laughs> what, what? Did you like it? I loved it. <laughs> Dude, we had a dog. He's dead now, Dakota. I, I don't, it was very clear that he was enthusiastically happy whenever they took his temperature anally. 
Dakota, it, like that was just his cup of tea, man. Like you know, like we'd go to the <laughs> vet. He's like, he's like, here it comes, baby. I know that thermometer is a part of my near future, and I'm excited about that. She'd insert that thermometer. That like the tail is a is a like it's a problem almost. He's so excited, you know. No. Yeah, I bit his dick because he is bitch. <laughs> yeah, Dakota loved having his temperature taken. Goodness, but, I, I can't. Can't re- I, I know they say that some dogs, like, they'll bite it if they're biting you or someone else, or you want them to release, you can stick your finger up their butt, and they'll and they'll turn loose of whatever they I've have. I've heard that. But... I don't know if it's true. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Check their oil. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I add, and then new topic? Sure. If my screen will close down. Um, let me tell everyone a little bit about Nature Box. Tired of eating the same bland food while trying to stay healthy? NatureBox has the solution to your problem. Making smarter choices doesn't mean you have to eat boring food. NatureBox makes snacks that are full of flavor and none of the junk. NatureBox makes over 100 deliciously, uh, ridiculously delicious snacks that are made with better-for-you ingredients. Simply choose what snacks you want, and they are delivered right to your door. Some of our personal and favorites, uh, some of our personal favorites, are the peanut butter nom noms, the chocolate hazelnut granola, and the praline pumpkin seeds. Uh, Nature Box is constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to uh, discover every month. Plus, they believe you shouldn't eat something you don't like. So if you try a snack you don't like, Nature Box will replace it in your next box for free. Uh, you can't go wrong with that, and you can't do that with any other snack. So go to naturebox.com PKA right now to get two free bags of delicious snacks without any of the junk. Um, like I said, free. That's naturebox.com PKA for two free bags of bold and unique snacks delivered right to your door. Naturebox.com slash PKA. Dude, the the PKA coupon codes are freaking legit oftentimes. <laughs> like, like, it's like 25% off, 40% off, 100% off. Like, I, I want to go there right now. I could have used some Naturebox last night watching Lord of the Rings eating crap that I still feel guilty about. All mad ladding it up. I, uh, <laughs> mad ladding. If I had chocolate nom noms instead, like, that'd be so much better. If you had some drizzled almonds, something that's sweet. But also, you're like, it's an almond. It's good. Right. This is this is from the earth. This is a nut or a seed or something. It's got good fats. Good, all all of the oils that I've read about so much about. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a very good good snacks. All right, let's check I, them out. I saw this on Ask Reddit. Are we just gonna do one ad, or I can do two. Okay. If you would like, I'm that's better for timing. Let's see. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about Audible. Um, this episode of Painkiller Ready is being brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com. Audible includes more than 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and newspaper publishers. Uh, download and listen anywhere on your iOS device, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 MP3 players. Are you still a fan of reading off your Kindle, but reading while driving to work is just too bumpy for you? No problem. Whisper Sync for voice. Let's you switch back and forth between reading the book on Kindle or Kindle app and listening to the audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. It works with your iPhone, Android, and Kindle Fire. Uh, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So just go to audible.com PKA and choose from over 180,000 downloadable titles. Get your free title now and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com PKA. That's audible.com PKA. Um, Excellent uh, service. We yeah, use it. just had a note here. Uh, you might want to check out Anna Kendrick's autobiographical autobiogra- collection of essays, Scrappy Little Nobody. Uh, maybe he liked that one. Also, uh, John Grisham recently released a, bo- a new book called The Whistler, 
Um, so yeah, check them out. Taylor, have you been reading much lately? I, f I feel like Taylor is a voracious reader. What is that word that I'm not getting? Voracious. Voracious, voracious. yes. Uh, um, is that still I true? In the last... God, I haven't been reading much at all in the, probably the last like six, eight months. Uh -huh. um, I need to get back on it. I go through weird phases with reading, kind of like how I get into Magic the Gathering, where I'll find like a book that I like, where like the last time it happened, I think it was The Martian, where I just like pick up a book on a whim, like oh, I haven't read a book in a while, I should read something. And then I go off that and I'm like, man, that was a great story. I should have never stopped reading books. I, just, I can just imagine everything in my head. It's like it's almost better than a movie in some ways. And it, cal it calms you down. It's a, it's a better way to get ready for bed. Like when I was from like 18 to well, most of the way through, not all the way through college, but I used to do it where I like I would read for like an hour, hour and a half before bed most nights all through high school. And it put me to bed early, easier than watching TV. And I, I need to go back to that. But yeah, I just, I, I'm not in a phase right now of reading, but I need even just talking about this though. I guarantee I'll start again because I'll it'll I'll put a wild hair up my ass. But are you guys like that with reading, where you go a long time and you just aren't into it, and then you just get you just do book after book after book after book for a little while, and then you kind of go, ah, video games are pretty fun too, and then you switch back. I, I don't do book after book, but when I every time I, I do pick something up and, and get into something, I, I'm like, oh yeah, this is wonderful. This is really I can relate to it being better than a movie in some ways. Um, so yeah, I, I can go along with that, but I don't know. I, I, I usually pick something that's a, that's a movie or a TV show. Uh, there's a few books that I would like to read though. They aren't necessarily new books. I don't have any interest in reading anything new, but there's definitely some old stuff I'd like to read. And there's, and there's some source material to things that I already like that I would like to read, you know, we, like the Silmarillion, like the Silmarillion. Yeah. That would be cool to get into, but, but um, it's like the appendix of the fucking, um, uh, of appendices Rings. of the Lord of the Rings. It's all the nitty gritty bullshit. But but more likely with something like the Walking Dead comic. You know, we like the show, so it was like, oh, let's let's check out the source material, and that's really easy to to, to you know read and digest and everything. Jeez. But um, the, I what happens to me is I'll get interested in something else in a like I get super invested in stuff. Right now, obviously, it's Paramotors. So uh, the last book I read was Understanding the Sky. It's a like a weather book, um, and it's it's different. Like, of course, there's weather on a macro level. There's weather on a micro level. Like, you know, what happens when the wind hits this hill or this channel or this trees or these fields, and and what to expect and predict, like, you know, weather that's happening within your line of sight, and um, it it's really complicated to me. I read the whole book, every word, and I feel like I need to go back on some of the chapters because I'm like, I got like 40% of this, maybe, you know? Mm -hmm. They would take like a collegiate, le would take a bachelor's degree. If you, knew, if you understood everything that was in that book, that's like four years of schooling, in my opinion, on, on meteorology. So uh, uh, I don't pretend to have it all, but I learned a but lot. But you understood enough for your purposes. Like you, I, I'm I, sure. I got a lot from it for my purposes. I would like my knowledge to be even more complete. You know, I, I want to look out. Now, stuff was happening. I, like yesterday, I was flying and I went over a water source, and I'm like, ah, you know what? There's going to be sink here because there's lift there. It's you know, temperature differences creating thermals. And or I am um, one thing I, I saw birds. You know, just out there not flapping their wings, doing circles. We can fucking expect a lot of lift right there. Otherwise, the birds wouldn't be flying without flapping wings. You know, so. Um, but that's what it is for me. Like I'll get into this old one example, like aquariums. So I read a bunch of books on like reef keeping and fish and whatnot, or I'll get into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and I read a bunch of books on that. Uh, I did that with poker. Oh yeah. I read a lot of poker books. Uh, 
uh, which are interesting because poker players kind of kind of became uh, personalities right away. You know, like like oh, are you a Doyle Brunson system kind of guy, or are you huh. a Daniel Negreanu system kind of guy? That's what does that mean? Like Doyle what? Brunson's play is a, is an older, real traditional kind of player, and and he plays it's a real traditional kind of game, playing strong hands from the start, throwing everything else away, and working it like a job and grinding. Whereas Daniel Negreanu is more of an active player that plays a lot of suited connectors. Um, plays a lot of mind games and tries to throw. He always wants his game to be unpredictable, so he's unpredictable. And he's also excellent at reading the 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 flow of the game and by seeing how the betting patterns went down. You know, deducing what you may or you are most likely to have. He's one of he's that player that you may have seen guessing other people's hole cards at the table a lot. Um, so yeah, I read all those books. Antonio Esfandiari, all those guys. Huh. Huh. Yeah. That I, does sound pretty interesting. It, I just. Every I don't once play in a poker blue moon, enough. I read fiction. Like I think Taylor mostly reads fiction. I mostly read fuck nonfiction. non-fiction. Thanks. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really. It was hard not to call it faction right there. <laughs> it should be. Hey, let's. I'm. I'm down with that. Let's call it faction from now on. I like that better. <laughs> I. You know what? That is better. It really is. <laughs> so, uh, but when I do read fiction every once in a while, I'm, like Taylor, I'm like, oh my god, I, I had forgotten how good this is. Like, this is so... Why isn't everybody else doing this? This is amazing. And uh, I did get a kick out of the Audible ad read where they're like, hey, is reading while driving too bumpy? Yes, that's the issue I've run into. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know, reading while driving. I got my book up there, and it's really just bumpy. That's the issue. But, yeah, they have... Um, the 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 sync up thing to me is the coolest feature, and we've used it like where you can read off your e-reader, whether that's your phone or your Kindle or whatever, and then you're driving, it picks up at that spot and reads to you, and then the next time you want to like curl up in bed, it, you pick up at that spot. Like, it's really hard to do that without Audible. I really prefer the um, someone reading the book to me than reading it myself. It's a whole different experience. Like like it's it is. it's. It's a very different experience. When I'm reading it to myself, the timing is different. Like the, it, it, I, I read slower. Uh, I can read really fast, and I guess I'll comprehend it. But it's more like getting cliff notes than it is like getting into the moment and really experiencing it. If you read like, if you read Harry Potter, for example, nice and slow. It is a children's book; shouldn't be too hard. You know, they they talk about the feast they're having and what things feel like, and you know exactly what every character looks like. I guess all books do that really well, but in Harry Potter, they, they especially take a lot of time to tell you about the jellied ham and whatever kind of like salted fish they're eating. And if you really take your time and let yourself be there, let yourself picture it all, picture the smells and the tastes and what it feels like in the room, you, you experience it a lot more than even you know some 4K movie could ever provide you. you know, your brain is, is amazing that way. But in the same regard, I really, really like listening to Roy Detrice do his voices and uh, and and uh, character accents, and then put the 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 perfect amount of um, the perfect cadence on on every word. I feel like most of the time, anyway. There's sometimes when he forgets the characters' names and how to pronounce them, but I'll forgive that, Catlin. <laughs> I don't like it as much having it read to me as I do reading it, because I I find when I'm reading it, like you said, you go slower, and so like if I'm reading about like a vivid scene that I'm really interested in. I'll read really slow and really picture it. And I do little cognitive things where like I'll change something that I don't like where it'll be like, and you know, they were all wearing red and they were in the feast hall and there's red. That doesn't look right in my head. It's going to be blue. And then you just change little things in your head and you can really picture this vivid thing. And then you can like go back 
other times and like reread the paragraph you just did, like if you didn't quite get it. Whereas if you zone out on an audiobook, maybe you zone back in like with a music song or whatever, and you're like, oh fuck, well, I don't really know what anybody's doing at this point. I haven't been paying attention for the last four minutes. Like I'm pretty good at staying engaged with the audiobook. Like 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 but if you ever get out of it, it'll put you to sleep and you'll you'll be like, Oh shit, wait a minute. What's the last thing I remember? Okay, they were get they were hitching the horses together. Okay, and now they're in. The, now they've already fought a battle. We got to rewind here. This yeah. is no good. But <laughs> most of the time, I really try to stay hundred percent engaged. Like you can't talk to me while I'm listening to that. Like 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 shut the fuck up. Now yeah. we got to rewind. We don't know what they drank. We don't know what they drank. It could be important later. Yep, could come into play. I'm with you on that. Like if you're listening to an audiobook and people think like. That it doesn't. This has a hundred percent of my attention. Why do you think I can multitask with you right now? I don't know. You know, because I yeah. guess with television you can. But yeah, you know, if you interrupt- it depends on the show. Like, like some people just don't have as much respect for like TV, movies, books, whatever. It, as because a lot of does. people, a lot of people put them on in the background, and we all put stuff on in the background. Parks and Rec, to make our- I met your mother. Sure, you don't feel that. as lonely. You put the knife away. It, it's 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 good to have someone talking in the room during the day. You can't relate to this, okay? Maybe not. You'll get there. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that that, every, that all of us do. But um, the, the, there are some people who do it all the time. They're never like a hundred percent into a show where they're like absorbing it and becoming part of it and uh, and just fully engrossed. But that's me with almost everything. Like like if if, if I'm into it enough to start it, then I'm gonna get engrossed with it and pay one hundred percent attention. So I don't want to be interrupted. New topic. We yeah, have sure. some AMA questions, but this one I had. What's one thing you can openly admit that you suck at doing? Uh, I, I, I can go first if you guys want to think about it. I, I just gave this little thought recently. You know what I'm terrible at? Finding things. Like, like if I go to, if I don't know where a thing is at a store, they'll be like, oh, it's aisle 12. Nah, you don't understand. I've already spent like 10 minutes in aisle 12. I didn't see it. I need you to walk up to it and touch it with your finger or I won't find it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, like if it's retail help and stuff and I say that, they usually laugh. For some reason, my wife does not think it's funny at all. You know, I'm just like, honey, touch it with your finger. I can't find it otherwise. And she's like, really? Really? Oh. Yes, honestly. I, I, it's really the level of assistance I need right now. I've been looking on the pantry, right? Like it, in the, I don't know, like I'm looking for ibuprofen. I've been looking amongst all the vitamins and pills for nine minutes now. It's invisible to me. You have to touch it with your finger or I don't believe it's there. And that, yeah. If I, I'll be like working on a motor or something and I drop a nut and I'll, like I can't find it. I don't know. It's invisible to me. I will come out to Jackie and say, I was holding it here. I think it went off in this general direction. I give her like a little mm. V-shaped radar. <laughs> and that's the information she needs to find it, even though I'm the one that saw it fall that way. And, and Interesting. These are even parts that she doesn't know what they look like. You're like, honey, I dropped the doodad, right? It's black, kind of tube-shaped with a speck of red on it. And she's like, all right, you know, and then she'll hunt it down and find that before I do. Hmm. I'm not bad at that. Like, find, like, if they tell me, like, aisle 11, I can go to aisle 11 and find it. But if I've been to a friend's house, like, but it, it, let's say I have a friend who lives, like, right down the road and they take a left and then their house is, like, fifth on the right or something. Like, if they describe to me, you just take a left out of where you live, you go for one mile, you take a right, 
and then you'll see the house from there. You'll see a sign and a red brick mailbox right there. I, I hate that, and I can't do it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I will get lost, and I will show up at your house angry and disconcerted. <laughs> I will be stressed out because nothing stresses me out like being lost. Just text me the address. You know, just, just send me the address because if – I, well, you've been here 10 times. Well, I'm coming from a different place this time. And I only know I'm so bad with directions. I learned one way from like my home base. And we moved like 11 times, to, at least 10 times around the St. Louis area as I was growing up. And so it was always wow. like, oh, we need to go to this wherever place. Uh, do you know how to get there, Taylor? It's like, well, no. No, because this is the ninth house I've lived in in Saint, the St. Louis area. So I really, I you think I, you know St. Louis I, since you lived all over yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, I, I do at this point now. But. Oh God, it was so stressful when it was like, oh, do I take a left here? Like I get mixed up in my head with directions really bad where I have to consciously think like, okay, I'm coming from the south now. And so that means that I'm used to taking a left on this road, but I got to take a right. Remember that. And I have to like consciously have that in my head. I'm so fucking bad with directions. So that's, again, everybody in my life knows it. Nobody trusts me. I'm a great driver, but I'm the worst navigator of anyone that I know arguably it's so. funny when you meet like so i'm 43 and there are people in my life who are like my age or older and every so often someone's giving you directions like it's still the 80s like all right all right all right you have to memorize these 12 steps you go here you go here you go here and it, it's like dude no like i have a phone <laughs> give yeah. me the address and siri will just guide me all the way there that, that's how some people I, won't yeah. want to give it to you they're like no no it's much easier just go down main street and i'm like i don't know what main street is I don't know what that is or where it would be. Let's just start with a fucking address and the phone will do the rest, dude. Like, you know where you are, right? Yeah, just yeah. tell me the address. I will find you and I will find you in a good mood Every because I, I have like a, a, a decompression time when I get lost. Like when it's funny, like when, if we're driving around somewhere and Melissa's driving and we're in a new place and we get a little lost, I'm like, mister, it's okay. Not a big deal. We'll just loop around up here. It's going to be fine. If I'm driving though and we do the exact same thing, I will be curt and unpleasant and being like, God, fuck it. Every time I get in the car, I get fucking lost. I, I had a boring. meltdown in San so Antonio. Uh, we were in San Antonio, and I woke up before everyone else, and I wanted to go. I was starving, and uh, I wanted to go get some lunch. And I think they had eaten, like, breakfast, which I don't eat. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take the rental car, and I'm going to go out and get some food. I'll be back, uh, you know, in 40 minutes when it's time to leave and head on to the next part of Texas or whatever. I took that Explorer rental car and got lost in San Antonio, and I just couldn't find my way back. There were all these one-way streets. I turned down a one-way street at one point, and I and there are cars coming at me, and I have to like, God damn it, like put it in reverse and do like a three-point turn. And when I'm when I, and my face is so red and hot, and I'm sweating in my clothes and want to take them off, and I just remember beating that steering wheel with like the palm of my hand, just like, motherfucking piece of shit, why won't you just take me back to the fucking hotel? <laughs> and I just made, 40 minutes I drove around in circles trying to get back to the hotel, never got the food, just got back, got out of the car. I was like, somebody else fucking drive. Somebody else fucking drive. I'm not. I'm done. I'm <laughs> every, done. Every once in a while, I'll run across someone who knows that GPSs make mistakes and they fix it for you. Like I, there's a, there's one airfield I fly out of, and they're like, hey, if you follow the GPS, it takes you like half a mile too far. So mm -hmm. look for the windsock and turn there. When I yeah. hear that, I'm like, oh, you're wonderful. Like I've got the GPS and like local knowledge. Like they really nailed it. That that yeah. stuff impresses me. Yeah, there's uh, a lot. we go places sometimes where the GPS just can't take you, and I hate that. You know, like when we go, 
That guy in Texas, like the GPS doesn't take you to his mailbox. It takes you to the road that they live on. And it's a long road. It's like, yeah, just drive until you see the big fence. And it's like, this whole countryside is nothing but big fences and gates. Yeah. Like everyone here thinks that they're Ben Cartwright and this is their bonanza. So they all have big wrought <laughs> iron gates and like, you know, dead animals cart made out of the steel and everything. Like you you guys are all the same here. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, yeah, I like it when they... I can't count the number of times... Even in like the last probably year that I've like been alone in the car and like banged on the steering wheel and just been like, why am I always fucking lost? Why are you such a fucking idiot? You know, why can't you, why can't you figure this shit out? And I get so mad at myself for it. Like just, oh, if I go on my phone and I like take a, a left when I was supposed to, because you know sometimes it gets delayed on the GPS, and it's like, hey, yep. take a right in 100 yards, and you think 100 yards came up, but you took the turn too early or too late or whatever, and then it does recalculating, and it doesn't, if it doesn't immediately tell me the new route that I am taking, if it yeah. takes more than three seconds, literally three seconds to go, <laughs> boop, this is your new track, I, my heartbeat starts to beat up, because I'm off the path. I disobeyed the GPS, and now I will pay the consequences of having to get in some traffic or some awful shit. I oh man, just I'm being lost, lost stresses me out so much. Just, I hate it. Just last night, so I was going home. I wanted to take. Uh, I went to a, a different airfield, and uh, I've only been there once before. But rather than take the main route home, which is filled with construction and traffic lights, I went through back roads. Tons of turns. It seemed like every two miles there was a new turn, but it was my preference to the thing. I got this. Um, vent phone holder which was is something new to me and i didn't realize that if you had the heat on the phone would like turn off say the temperature is too high and flip into oh, like shit. emergency mode or something yeah so i'm left without a gps in the middle of nowhere so and i'm like running the air conditioning on yeah, the, turn the AC. yeah to, to get it to come back and uh, to me i was just like well like all these roads connect to each other i'm comfortably lost you know like I, it'll be what it'll be I uh, and I got home. Taylor's not the same way. Kyle, what's something you're openly bad at? Or I'm shit, sorry. I don't know. I, I fucking suck at drawing. I, I can't draw for shit. Like like I don't know how many times. Like since I was a kid, I've tried to draw a face. You know, just on a piece of notebook paper. Mm -hmm. You know, scratch paper, whatever. I start with that oval, and I'm like, all right, good. I put that nose there. That looks pretty good. Then I'm lost. That's it. I I got the, I got the oval head. I got a nose right in the middle. After that, I can't do fucking shit. I, I try to put a mouth like, on that thing. It was a good nose too. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a little, it's a little round thing. Like, like, I'm good at the nose. I got that down. I put the nostrils in, fill them in. You know, put a little shading there. Can't draw the mouth. The the, the eyes are always like like one's this big and one's this big. You know, all these these fucked up eyes. I, I just can't draw. Although you look at Rick and Morty animation, and maybe I have hope, right? Like <laughs> if you start thinking about it, like they're all just fucking stick figures with like asterisks for pupils. So. Yeah. I'm so bad at drawing. When I was like seven years old, I was at a friend's house and we were watching this after school show that showed you how to draw better, where yeah. it was just this guy who's like, I don't remember his name. It wasn't uh, the happy bush guy. It was some other guy who yeah. I think it was on maybe VHS. And he'd just be like, you know, draw a happy little circle or a little line here and then just a little thing and it was like just little tips to help kids and then in the end it was like he wrapped it all up like oh you didn't know that this part was going to be the lion tail did you and that this part was going to be the big ferocious lion mane and the bangs rawr and I was sitting there with my friend and after like six drawings of sitting there and getting progressively more frustrated as mine come out terribly and theirs come out perfect oh, I didn't think she'd be home this early but oh I was so upset 
so upset that I couldn't draw. I'm the worst at it. Melissa's a very good drawer. That's her, one of her very good talents. But what else am I horrible at? Language. Language? Yeah, other I'm, languages. Other languages. I'm terrible at that. We were having a question of things we're awful at, and I said directions as is, number one. Isn't it something like if we ask our significant others, they'll have no shortage on the list? Like, oh, well, let me tell you, you're bad at this. Yeah, if I ask Melissa, <laughs> it'll be like, well, and you're bad at noticing different colors Not because chicken. I tell you to use this color towel, Not and then you're... Yes, not uh, leaving bits of food on stuff, putting in not a dishwasher. Bits. They were chunks. No, that's uh, <laughs> the difference between a bit and a chunk is a little bit subjective, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, the drain subjectively disagreed with. It did because when I was well, it's because my mom taught me how to do the dishes wrong when I was growing up. Because I guess we had a dishwasher that could handle bits, and I misinterpreted it. That, well, now it, a, it sounds like your dishwasher could handle chunks. To be honest, <laughs> I want to be able yeah. to hold, put a whole cake in there and just shut it and close they it. Don't make those. Yeah, they don't make those, and so retrospect, it does make sense why our dishwasher stopped working so often. Do you guys prefer a dishwasher <laughs> with or without a grinder? A grinder? Mm. So some well, dishwashers have grinders and they can handle chunks. Other dishwashers do not, so you have to clean the filter more often. Does our, yours have a grinder? We've had dishwashers with grinders, but they were always too loud for our tastes. We prefer a silent dishwasher. So now ours doesn't, and you really can't tell it's on. It shines a red like laser on the ground, and that's how you know if it's running or not. It's super quiet. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. grinderless have their, their ups. You just have to you know, clean the filter more often. Do you know you can cook in your dishwasher? Yes, you can. If you yeah. put... Uh, I think you like wrap stuff in plastic and you put it on the top part, right? Or put Mason it in a jars. jar. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she cooks an entire meal in her dishwasher. Does she not have a stove? Um, I think she just wants a lot of YouTube views. I think that was the goal. <laughs> yeah, well, what, is she, what meal is she cooking in this dishwasher? She's got a few things there. Uh, some strawberries or something. Huh. This I don't is, know what that is. I need to, I'm fast forwarding. Yeah, she's got a whole meal there. Yeah, uh, it's it. called, uh, this is a way, th I just happened to skip to this. This is the definition of it. I assume sous vide, S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E, French for under vacuum, is a method of cooking in which food is sealed in airtight plastic bags, then placed in a water bath, typically around 131 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit for longer periods of time. The intent is to cook the item evenly and retain moisture. Mm. So... So there, you, I guess you can do that. In a but why? Or well, I like that I'm she's just... doing dishes too. Like there's a bunch of dirty dishes mixed in with her. Yeah, dinner. yeah, yeah. Really? Well, then this is this isn't as stupid as. It, well, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, this would this come is... real come in. It would really come in handy if your oven broke and you're like, oh no, what are we gonna do? Annabelle, you know? yeah, how am I gonna make my classic steamed green beans with? Uh, <laughs> But this, uh, yeah, this. Or is, maybe you don't have an, enough eyes on your stove. You're like, ah, oh, I'm using all four of my eyes. If I could, where am I, how am I going to make the the souffle? I've never heard them called dishwasher eyes. souffle. We always call them burners. Dishwasher <laughs> souffle. Yeah, I've only heard it as burners as well. Mm. Interesting. What do the you call um, the comfortable shoes you might like play basketball or tennis in? Um, I call them sneakers, but no one else does. I think I the do. thing I grew up with was tennis shoes. Yeah, tennis shoes. But, but but it's tennis shoes. We just didn't pronounce it correctly. We called them tennis shoes. Really? Everybody yeah. calls them tennis shoes. Yeah. I, I call them sneakers. That's what you get in the... Like, I'm in the outskirts of Philly is where I grew up. Yeah, Jersey. I adopted sneakers because I felt like it was um, less colloquial and, and more uh, 
widely known. I don't know. You say tennis shoes to some people, and they're like, huh, you're going to play some tennis? Well, they wouldn't sound like that. They'd have a northern accent. <laughs> yeah, because <it, laughs> like, no one calls them basketball shoes. Like, that's a, a specific kind of sneaker to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's you. I like you. You make a lot of very conscious decisions about the words that you used and the way that you spoke them growing up. Kyle, yeah. like, is there other things that you can think? Of? I know we've you've touched on it before. Like other little things that you were like, you know what? I'm gonna say that differently because the way that, Oil. that sounds in my ear is terrible. Oil. Uh, my dad and I both uh, did that at one point. We were like. There was something that came up. There was an oil situation. Or the word "oil" was being spoken over and over. Was this it guy BP? just kept, no. Before. And this guy, it was like we're changing some oil or like trying to figure out what kind of gear oil this piece of machinery needed. And this guy who we're getting advice from was like, "Oil, you need, you need, need eight quarts of oil and, and fill it up with oil." And and at the end of it, I was like, "You know, why is he saying oil?" I was like, "I I have to make my mouth do something weird to even say that word. It's oil, isn't it?" And dad's like, yeah, it is. Isn't it? it? <laughs> and dad's like, yeah, it is oil. But it feels kind of funny saying it that way, doesn't it? And I, I was like, I'm just going to call it oil from now on. He's like, yeah, me too. And literally, like, if you got him to say oil right now, he would go through the effort of going oil. Like, <laughs> like he'll he'll put a little music in it for you. Just to, like, 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 make sure that you know that, like, hey, I'm not conceited. I'm not saying oil because I think I'm better than you. It's just because I know that's how it's pronounced. Do you ever there's, hear there's, uh, Earl, like E-A-R-L almost? Like when people say you need some Earl? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Earl. That one bothers me more. Tires. The they don't want bothers to. me the most. Some people will call it pretty much T-A-R, a tar. Tar. And, yeah, tar. That's how my grandparents call it. Yeah. I'm, you know, or the, the worst, and this is really mostly a Jersey thing, when they make the plural of you use, you know, yeah, that, that's a Jersey that rings it's a north jersey thing for people that care um but like when i hear use it's like ah, fingernails on a chalkboard makes it sound like it's really unpleasant but it it's attention grabbing in my mind like it's yeah. what the and i think what it is it's at least to me attention. yeah it, to me the reason i don't want to say use is because of the kind of person i associate with saying use i i, I kind of picture like a gambino kind of guy right like an italian uh american use. who Who's yeah. way too proud of being an Italian American? Who's wearing the uh, the, uh, the 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 wind the train, suit yeah. and, and maybe pretending like he's hooked up with the mob and some? Yeah, my cousin Nikki, you know, you guys would be in a lot of trouble if I told him, you know, something like that. You yeah. guys, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's not it, I make what one I have ball, in my head. guys is gonna be sorry. You know, Use but... for me is my father-in-law. Uh, he's a, a fireman from Patterson, New Jersey, and it's just where he grew up. Really nice guy. Um, if you met him, he would try and feed you. And, uh, um, but he said use. And, um, God, I don't want to say anything negative about him. And he is dead. But it didn't strike me as educated. You know? Exactly. That's part of it, too. Yeah. Have you ever heard the Pittsburgh? Or I'm sure you did growing up where you did. You heard the Pittsburgh way of saying it, like the yins. No. Like, what are you doing? I haven't you heard, heard that. No. Wait, that, that's like. If you take those like language quizzes like we did, the only thing like it'll say like what do you call a group of people? Y'all, use, you, yeah, we did yins, that. and yins. It's yuins. Yuins is somewhere, and then yins, y i n z, is only in Pittsburgh. And uh -huh. apparently, people will say like yins guys, and it's oh, oh, it sounds. There's a lot awful. of Germanic. Sidney Crosby say that that fucking crybaby faggot. Well, he is not from Pittsburgh. Well, so he is I now. Doubt it. <laughs> oh, you think he is now? Yeah, yeah he, he's a goal per game so far this season, so that might be sticking in your craw. 
a bit. I, less than you might guess. I didn't even know that. <laughs> didn't even know. I really just researched bad things about the Blues. That's, that's the extent of my hockey knowledge. They but won I, last I, game, so I got nothing to say. Won the last three. I, I think the, the genesis of it was just like, I, I don't remember any specific example, but maybe it was my own prejudice and then me turning it around on myself. But I always thought that that southern accent and the way that we pronounce certain words and the way we use certain words just really sounded uneducated. And it, it just went to further um, feed into a stereotype that a lot of the country has about people from the South. And it, re- it, it, it feels bad. It, it feels bad when someone prejudges you based on how you speak. You know, it, you don't like that. So I, I really wanted to distance myself and get away from that as much as I could, uh, like er- very early on. Like, like I, I didn't care for it. Like a lot of stereotypes, it kind of exists, exists for a reason, you know. So sure. I did off-roading in the South, and that is a strongly, like, country place. And, and uh, yeah, the, the guys that have the super thick southern accents, you know, they were drunk and they were wearing overalls, and, and you know, they may or may not have finished high school, and that's, like, the, they're the people who made the stereotype true. You know, sure. for the people that yeah. it's true for. But there's stupid people, stupid, uneducated people all over. It's I bet there's people in the North who have a certain, like, accent or connotation. Just like, hey, you don't want to be like one of those guys. You yep, know, you don't, yep. don't, don't, don't talk like that. You don't want to be like one of them. That guy's, you know, maybe they're leaning towards crime or maybe they're just like a, a living off the system or, or you know, d- doing something like that. Whatever the version of being like a, a drunk, uneducated redneck in the South is for the North, that exists. There's just shitty yeah. people everywhere, and you don't want to be associated with one of them, even if it's unfairly so because of the way you talk. Yeah, that's true. Let's do an AMA. So, Can you guys? I, I can't change. Oh, I was going to ask you about the hockey team in in uh, Vegas real quick. Can, oh yes, can they, you post they, it in there just, at the same time? Just put the link to it in the. I can't change Skype. The link to the AMA. Yes, case. of course. Yeah, yeah. I'll, get, oh, I'll get you that. I thought you were talking about the Golden Knights thing. Uh, so yeah, the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, I guess, are the new. NHL team that's coming next year to Vegas. And I think they're joining the Pacific Division because that makes the most sense. So, trying to drum up some rivalry there, maybe so with when Arizona. You add a team, I don't know. When you add a team like that, where does the roster come from? All right. Like, 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 here's what I'm picturing, and maybe you can fill in the blanks. You've got an owner, or like, maybe more likely, maybe a media group that now owns the team, and, uh, and they've got a, a certain amount of money, I suppose, for players. Where are they going to get these players immediately? And will they only start playing hockey next year? Is that it? Like beginning of next season, they start playing? Yes. Beginning of okay. next season is when so they start. So in the start. interim, I imagine right now they're looking for players. But do they get those players from the league? Do they get those players from farm systems? Or is it both? They get it from the league. So they'll have an expansion draft. Because obviously if they just had to pull from farm systems, they wouldn't even be able to compete as an NHL team. They'd just be getting blown out 12 nothing every game. So they have an expansion draft. And if I recall, the way they used to do the expansion draft is that you could protect more players or something so that you could be like, all right, you know, these are the players, this you know, group of three people, these are the ones that you can pick from on our team. You know, maybe, it, maybe you luck out and there's a really good guy in that group that just happens to be a free agent the next year or something and hasn't signed a contract yet. Or maybe it's just two guys where it's like, fuck, that's really not going to help us at all. But... So like when Columbus Blue Jackets in 2000 or whatever became a team, they were horrible for years. But I think the way they're doing it now is they're making it harder to protect a, a lot of the players because they're trying to make Vegas a team right away. That well, that seems you know, shitty to me. So you're telling me that that's that, not terrible. So so how likely is it that Big T, for example, is playing in Vegas next year? Uh, like, what would it take? Why is it zero percent? Because he has an eight-year contract signed with the Blues. So they, they couldn't have buy to have it out. Contract? 
if they have a contract, then it has to, first you have to have a no move clause. That's where you have to you have to you have to not have a no move clause or no trade clause. Um, I don't understand the specifics of it so as much. I, I just know that they pick from other teams and that they're doing it in a way this time to try and make them at least a middling team off the bat so that they're not just terrible. Kind of like Kyle asked. Um, so in Philadelphia, I think their top player is still considered Claude Giroux. But one of our most exciting players, that would like the future, might be Wayne Simmons. How likely is it that we lose Wayne Simmons, like the second or third best player on the team? Like, um. I don't think it's likely that you would lose him. I don't know what his contract situation is. Somebody's but... losing people, though, right? You know, this, they, they got to make up. How many players are on a team? 40? Uh, 25? 20-something. Oh, that seems yeah, like, like very few for such an injury-ridden sport. Those guys are tough, huh? Well, there's a yeah. whole minor league full of, <laughs> of call-ups that they call people, up a lot. But... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries, but it's like 20-something, like 20 21 on the bench usually, well, that's gonna right? uh, wow that's that's interesting it'll be it'll be weird to see i bet that hurts somebody there's gonna be some team somewhere some fan is gonna be like oh my god it came in and fucking took our number one guy that we've been like grooming for three years yeah. he was about to replace our, our our aging goaltender now we got this guy or like like see that's something that like um so there's a, a huge number of goaltenders right now that are going to be available so Vegas is going to have good goaltending off the start. Like maybe Ben Bishop goes there, or more likely than that, Ben Bishop will sign with someone else. This is the first but professional team in Vegas, right? The first professional team in Vegas. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Vegas will have a better goaltender than Philly, just because <laughs> Philly and yeah. goaltending. Fuck. I I think that most likely they're going to end up with Mark Andre Fleury as their goalie. The the current Penguins, one of their goalies, because I think they're. Gonna He's getting older, and they have Matt Murray coming up, who played most of the Stanley Cup winning playoffs last year for them, and I think they're going to put more faith in him. And there's just no reason to keep an expensive guy like Flurry around. I wonder. Um, well, I wonder where they're going to play. Do they already have a hockey uh, rink there, arena ready to go? Yeah, they have an arena there. I don't know the name of it or what it looks like, but I know I they mean, have one. I mean, I know they got That's... plenty of facilities. They do all those shows and stuff, and you can really yeah. quickly transform something that doesn't look like a hockey rink into one. That's what they were doing at the Staples Center when the Thrashers were here. You know, it'd be basketball one night and then fucking hockey the next. They just pull the bleachers back and do it. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be neat. I like. I, I wish it was a new team in the Eastern Conference so that I could like them more, mm. but in the Western Conference, it's fine. Like, it'll no, be like... neat to watch how it goes. I, I like that Vegas got it because I, I I think that there was this thing about gambling. I want gambling to be a nationwide thing. I, I hope that that's our future. Like I see I see England outlawing porn, and I'm thinking like they should be going the opposite way. They should be legalizing some stuff. We should be figuring out stuff that we can release and turn loose, like like prostitution and gambling, and uh, and marijuana. I think those three things are what are going to really make our economy strong in the 21st century: prostitution, gambling, and marijuana. A, a service based. Economy. You know what? I'd vote for that. With pot. Yeah, all I'm gonna have an all-in-one shop and do all three. Maybe two shops simultaneously. If you want, you can gamble on which whore is high. I don't care. Like do whatever you want to <laughs> do. Like, we can mix it up. It doesn't have to be crazy, but you know, I think all three of those should be should be should be legal and uh, and taxed and uh, and utilized because it's what it's what everybody wants, right? Everybody wants sex and and weed and uh, what was that other one? Gambling. Yeah. More than anything, Joe, just just legalize weed. Just legalize that. That's going to make more money than those other things. Or actually, it probably won't make more than prostitution because that is uh, it's the oldest. It, it, it'll have a hard time making more than gambling too. Prostitution will never be legalized here. They won't ever do it. It's already legal in uh, in Nevada. 
Yeah, but that's like the one little holdout thing, and it's like on a, it's like the same kind of like little loophole I think that allows like some people to be polygamists in parts of Utah, <laughs> like that kind of shit. Like I, I don't think like there's just no way that people are going to be on board. Like even the guys who want to go out and fuck hookers aren't going to be like standing in that crowd. We want prostitutes, yeah! Like because all pay the women for the- play. Pay for play. You know, pay for play. I would. Like I'll, I'll pick it for prostitution. It should totally be legal. It should totally be legal. Uh, the opposite is is the side who doesn't care about women. You know, if you're if you're wanting to keep this thing in the shadows, if you're wanting to keep this moratorium on it, then you're subjecting not only the women who are involved with prostitution, but the, their customers to 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 the beatings, the violence, the 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 the, the disease, all that stuff. If if you regulate it get people who are in charge behind it, get laws behind it. Then all of a sudden, it's like marijuana in Colorado. It's making you several billion dollars a year. Nobody's getting hurt. And, uh, and you know, now young, uh, w- w- what's, that, um, what's that degree? Now women's studies uh, graduates have a career path that they can go to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or at the very least, their career can be complaining about the now legal prostitution <laughs> industry. Yeah, sure. There you Whatever. go. Keep the world turning. I think it's a very feminist position to legalize prostitution. I, I think it, it, it is. It is. It's it very does, empowering. Like, it, it, go, think about what we're going back to. We're, we're telling a woman what she can and can't do with her body. It, you know, it, it, it's the same thing. Like, like if, if we can't tell her she can't, have, if we can tell her that's that a she, strong point. Yeah, that's it's just a, how it's, I see it. That's the actual point. Like, do you, should women be able to be like, hey, you want to fuck me? Uh, pay me $100. You know, this is my body and that's my decision and that's my price or whatever it is. And then you do that. Or do you want to keep it, like Kyle said, as a black market where she's like, you know, I don't want to fuck people for $50, but, you know, Big Tony over there with his big purple coat and cane is going to beat me over the back of the knees again if I don't bring enough money home. So I guess I, yep. I guess I better do this. I'm kind of trapped in this world now. I can't leave this prostitution hellhole like that. Why would, like, obviously legalizing this kind of stuff is better. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I find the, um, the whorehouses in Vegas really interesting. I wouldn't go to one, I don't think. They they're they're so laissez faire about it. They're so like casual about it that that I, it kind of turns me off. It's kind of gross. Like it's like an it's like getting an oil change or something. Yeah. Uh, from the videos I've watched and stuff, like I don't want to fuck that chick at all. Like like she. It's like she, now serving number sixty six. You know, and then, then you oh that's me, and you got yeah, your little paper card I, and you go back there. I think I'm smart enough to see through their bad acting. You know, like and so it's just it'd be such a turn off to me. I, I have seen turn, like I like the illusion. They'd be into me, you know, like I like you saying, you know, if she's back there and she's literally fucked like thirty-eight people today, I, I don't know. That's probably an exaggeration. Three or four, or five a I, day. I, 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 yeah. Uh, even if I was her fourth that day, I, I, I that would be a turnoff to me. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's a huge turnoff because, like, part of the reason, like, you want to enjoy it is because you want to feel like you're wanted there, like that you didn't just, you know, you want some validation, right? Like, into like, the room and then they're doing it because it's their job. Like you, you want there to be like a reciprocal act, like. But I guess some people get off on the whole paying for it thing. I yeah, know Jim Norton. Does it. Jim Norton does it all the time. Jim Norton does it. Jim Norton has to do it. Has to do it. Jim Norton does is is a he's, very unattractive uh, he's man. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's rich. rich. That makes him way. That's, that's three. Points. We overestimate. I I think that everyone overestimates how much pussy being rich gets you. Like like sure, he's rich. He's worth several million dollars, I would guess, and he's famous for being funny and stuff. But that's not making pussies wet. You know, the, the, Jim Norton is not going to like take you under his wing and you're going to be his full time squeeze. Jim Norton's a weird fucking guy. He likes, yeah. you know, he, <laughs> he, he likes fucking trannies and he's always on the road fucking different hookers. Like, you're just the hooker for tonight. Like, like, like so he's kind of a unique kind of. Yeah, he's uh, an outlier. Yeah. 
He's work. definitely an outlier. Um, but, I don't know. I would definitely pay for sex, but it would be a different kind of sex than you would want to have with a girlfriend or something. Maybe if you're going to have some weird dragon dick sex. I was just going to say, like it, the porn star <laughs> experience or the girlfriend experience. I, I, I haven't listened to enough Jim Norton to really know the score of it. Like those, to me, are like the two things you choose between. And it seems like what you really want is the girlfriend experience flipping over to the porn star experience at the end of the night. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But or maybe that, you want all, all of the above. I, 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 got, I really wish they would legalize prostitution. And it's not because I would go to prostitutes. I just think it's the right thing to do. And I would like to see all the people who think it's so immoral and dirty, like, you know, have to cry into their hankies like the Clinton supporters did the other day. I, can you that, imagine how widespread prostitution would have to be? before politicians came around in favor of it. Like, I think about where pot is now, and even now, both Hillary and Trump kind of distanced themselves from it being a good idea. Certainly not flying the green flag or anything. Right, and you know, and, and I think more than half of America can legally smoke pot now. I saw that on the internet, it must be true. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and a big part of it is because California has it. That I don't know what that is. I'm going to make it up. Like 20% of our population right there. Yeah, maybe. You know, so so with them and then, like, fuck, the whole Pacific Coast is legal there now. Yeah, the whole West Coast is. That's like a quarter of the country. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. The whole Pacific Coast and Nevada must be, like, a third of our population right there. And then you throw in some of those northeast states and you've got half. Massachusetts. Colorado. uh, They've got it now. Florida has it now. They've got medical. Um, Colorado. Um, around me, it's just Florida. Florida's the only one nearby, and what's, then uh, New Hampshire, maybe. What's Florida? I think Illinois. Medical like, is it like California's don't medical? Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know yet. There's like, yeah. you know, oh, do you have glaucoma or cancer? And, and when you have cancer, you have both pain and like a lack of appetite. Then you get it. And then there's the California one where there's just like a ticket booth doctor handing it out all day at seventy bucks. Doctor, dude, surfs up, bro. Here's your script. <laughs> You know, they don't yeah. Missouri, Missouri touches like seven different states, and I don't think any of them allow weed in any way. It's just You're a not... huge circle of conservative no, no, no kush. You know. Yeah, you, you got to go to. Oh, you got to go to uh, Canada. That's that maybe. I don't know which is closer to you, Canada or Colorado. Or is That's Illinois? Close. Well, definitely. It'd be easier just to go to Colorado, but uh, Illinois. Do they do it at all? I don't, I don't think they do. I don't know. You would think they would, like, like Jesus, Illinois seems like such a shithole. Chicago, really, right? Chicago just seems like such a fucking mess. It, it, you know, I mean, if it's you listen like, to it on the news, I'd say so, like but whenever city. I go to Chicago, it's like my favorite city right? in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like Where are we city. going? We're going to the good part. I, I guess. Yeah, you're just, I think Chicago's you're just going amazing. Yeah. I remember the first time I went up there, Paul took me into the city and like like where the skyscrapers are in Chicago and like we're driving along through all that and it was all beautiful and nice and like went to a nice restaurant and some nice uh, stores and stuff and I was like, wow, Chicago's like mini LA with a big lake over there. Like this is cool. Yeah. But uh, to see it on TV, it's Detroit 2.0 and, and there's so many murders every weekend they don't even bother keeping up with them. Yeah, it's just because you weren't in South Chicago. Like you were hanging out in the fun parts. You weren't driving <laughs> to the... The we had area. to drive I mean, through the shitty areas, though, because, you know, we were trekking from Chicago to Joliet every day and stuff. Shitty areas are always unimpressive to me. Like when they say, oh, this is the area where all this shit goes down. I look at it and I'm like, oh, it, it seems like just a regular place to me. When my yeah, grandmother grew up, not my grew up, but when I visited my where my father grew up, where my grandmother is or was, um, that part of, of, it was Gloucester, Gloucester, New Jersey, right next to Camden, was... Um, I think it would rival any of the bad places that you see in Chicago and such. It, it's, it was fully bad. And it just never, like, we used to walk around there as kids, like, unattended, 
had a slum yeah. smell. I, I do remember this distinct. They exaggerate smell. so much of that shit on the news. Like, I, if I, I could put both of you in a car and drive you through Ferguson, and if I didn't tell you we're entering Ferguson, you would have no idea. Well, we'll know like, when we hit this protester yeah. halfway through. <laughs> boom, boom! Oh, yeah, we're here! We're here! <laughs> <laughs> Heads down, everybody! Roll them up! Uh, uh, oh, man. Yeah, it, it, it's easy to think that, like, all of somewhere like Chicago is just, like, burning buildings and sirens and desolate awfulness, but that's just the news. Yeah, I've heard about rough parts of Atlanta, but I've rarely seen them. There are some neighborhoods that we've driven through before that we were like, how much would it take to get you to, you know, walk through here at nighttime? And we're all just like, fuck that, you know, no yeah. way. They'll see us coming. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you're just, a, you know, uh, a white dopey face walking down the street. Yeah, at, yeah. At one you, in the morning. You're going to get fucked out here, bro, because they're like looking at us like we're aliens. Like, 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 you know, the kids are jumping on the trampoline laughing. <laughs> and they lay eyes on us and they just their legs stop giving effort. So they just slowly. Come just to a so stop bad. as they bounce. Like, like they just let inertia give way as they stare us down like we're Martians coming through their territory. It's like, fuck, man, we just made a wrong turn. We're leaving right away, I promise. <laughs> so yep. there's a Patreon level. I forget, I think it's $10 where you can ask questions and influence the show. And we've got a bunch of questions here on the side. Check out Patreon if you want to, uh, to, to participate in what's going on here. One of the questions was this. It was to Taylor and I. Who would have the upper hand on a shootout slash breakaway, Taylor or Woody, and can we make it a reality? On the last part, dude, I would love to do that. I would love to you know, just go in on a shootout. I think it would, would take multiple cool. shootouts. Um, I think as far as who has the upper hand, it would be Taylor. I, I think he played at a higher level than I ever did. I took up ice hockey and started as roller hockey because I moved away from the beach and you can't surf without the beach. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'll start playing hockey. And I got into I got really into it. Um, you know, it's it's the way I'm wired. I get invested in stuff more than than where most people do. But it depends uh, on how how good your hands are, how fast. Like I'd have to watch you skate around and take a couple shots before I had any idea. Because if you've got a, you know, slick hands, then that would be harder. But I feel I feel like if your 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 shot's not very hard and you're not too quick on the deke, then I could save most of them just by kind of being in the right position. Just, I. Uh, I mean, and playing it, aggressively and poke checking, throwing a wrench into your game. You know, yeah. you come in the first time, I throw a poke check out there. Then you're like, I feel like an ass. I got to be more aggressive. Maybe I'll shoot from further out. No, it'll be easier to save. And by that point, poke check you again. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I have had it at, at my league. You know, we're talking about B league, beer league hockey. Uh, I was more successful than my skill level would suggest at shootouts. You know, I hit most of them, actually. Mm -hmm. But I just think Taylor's a much better hockey player than I am. I wouldn't be successful as I was going against him. And yeah. uh, to answer your question about my hands, my skating was always pretty good. Uh, it wasn't that I was, like, I felt like I was as fast as anybody, but the real difference was I went top speed all the time. You know, I would routinely catch up to plays or, or exit plays because people were just not working as hard. And, and that helped me a lot, and that helped me make space. But if I didn't have any space, I didn't feel like I had the hands to create it and really make something. Now, that's my hockey yeah. game. I mean, I, yeah, any amount of shootouts, you'll score eventually, because that's just eventually, the nature of the Yes, if you give me 100 yeah. tries, he's fucked. Yeah, he'll he'll score, you know, probably seven of them or whatever it is. <laughs> that but, might be a good guess. <laughs> but, yeah, it, 
who knows though? Like I might get back out there and go for like one save and just go in the muscle memory of like sticking my leg too far out and then my body being like, you can't do that anymore. And then, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's my strategy. We'll do a hundred times and I'll try to get him injured somewhere early in the day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, that's uh, two saves for you. No goals for me, but you are injured, which is a forfeit. Um, <laughs> no, no, not even that. I get 98 goals after you're going yeah, forward while you rest. Goal by default. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, you're yeah. facing you are facing a person twice your strength, but you are given an item of your choice from the grocery store. Which mm. item do you take? Um, a gun? Um, the grocery store? <laughs> it's, it's not an American grocery store. <laughs> yeah. so We're shopping at Walmart. Um, I think I'm gonna I've seen those big containers of spices, like um, I don't know how big, but I would pick a big container of cayenne pepper, I think, and just throw a huge like double handful of cayenne pepper into his eyes. I think and that would really you fuck you up because you inhale on your some. Back on top of the powder, getting your head beaten in <laughs> by this monster. Because I like, think you're like, underestimating how awful it would be to get all get like double handfuls of cayenne thrown in your face and inhale it and get in your eyes and nose and everything. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm going with a 12 inch kitchen knife. Right? Ah. They'd sell that at the grocery store, and I really feel yeah, like I a, suppose so. A big knife is, is meat tenderizer. One of those little hammers, aluminum. My fear fucking... is I'm going to get disarmed in this thing. You know, mm. if he's twice my strength, right? This guy might literally be twelve feet tall. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into a, he's, I'm in a real pickle here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he is a strong fucking guy. I guess I guess tw I guess I thought of twice my strength as just a real strong guy, but Jesus, Take, twice my strength, he's been pressing like four hundred yeah. pounds almost. He's 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 an enormous man. His arms are this big. Like yeah, he's he a might be Shaquille O'Neal. Joe Lozon said that if he went up against Shaquille O'Neal in the octagon, he would lose. Because he's just too big, too much. Oh yeah, Shaq. Yeah, he's, he's just too, too heavy. Like he could, he just, he's too heavy. He just lay on him. Yeah. So, so I, I, I mean, uh, shit. I, I guess the knife. I, I feel like that's my best, my best chance. But I'm gonna get. I feel like if they're twice as strong as you, you're gonna get like here with your knife, and they're gonna bat that away. Uh, and just you're holding shit. it wrong. You wanna, you, you wanna hold it like you're stabbing with the blade facing out. You're that way, this it way. Can, they can't grab. Yeah. Uh, the the other way actually, that way the blade's on the outside. So if he tries to grab your wrist, he's grabbing the blade. Ooh, like this. The, um, right. the other way. So God, I got a knife. I have a knife, but it's literally holding my camera. Um, <laughs> you hold it like you're stabbing, and then the blade is is cutting out. Nope. Like this fork. That that. Now let the blade rest along the back of your the side of your wrist. Like like, bring your hand up. Yeah, like oh, that. See now. I see you coming. This yeah. Way. Now you can now you can punch with it. And uh, slice as you go, and if he ever tries to grab your hand, he's grabbing the blade. Huh. I, this is not I'd, how I'd, I would have thought to hold it. Did you have I'd any training in this, or did you make it up on your own? I've seen it on the uh, on the internet. Yeah, oh. that's how they do it in Call of Duty. Well, shit. <laughs> I, this is some internet training that I got. It's certainly not a knife fighter There's over here. There's a spot for my pinky here, as if perhaps like oh. that's a thing. I see. I Maybe I, I might just like grab some vodka so I don't remember my ass beating. They <laughs> <laughs> try, try to offer it to him as a peace offering. Right. What would I Look, get? Man, I know you want to kick my ass, but I got all these nuggets here. Like, come on. Let's I'm just taking the cash from the register and throwing it that way and running that way. I was trying to think of something with like cleaning stuff. Like if you spray bleach in their eyes or something. But even oh, that, you, can, you well, have to well, get you way can, too close. You could, oh, you wasp could make, spray. You could make that mustard spray. Yes. Like that, that'd get him. That might be a good one. 
Hornet spray would be awful. It's mace, basically. You know, you you could make uh, mustard it's gas, uh, some bleach and ammonia. Like you can make uh, you can make gas with that. I like where you're headed there, huh? Uh, that that uh, that toilet bowl cleaner stuff. You can make a really noxious gas with it too. Yeah, there's lots of bad things you could do to people from a grocery store, I guess. But if it's just the one item, that makes it kind of hard. Did you see the friends could... with benefit update? He, yeah. So I, I can you refresh I us on the question? Do you remember it very well? I don't remember it very well, but the guy definitely got his girlfriend pregnant and didn't know what to do because he was he was about to go to college. Friend with benefit pregnant. Okay. That's a, like it's less than girlfriend to yeah, me. Yeah, sure. And uh, so here's here's what it says: Friends with benefit update. She is keeping it. I am going to be a father. I'm planning to go to university. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I but I'm going to juggle it round. I should mm. note there are like three misspelled words here and no punctuation i i hope he learns a lot in university because he's <laughs> shit <laughs> he misspelled father uh, in there <laughs> god damn <He> misspelled father. <laughs> Bro. this guy's father and he can't spell the word <laughs> he'll pick it up he'll pick it up we all learn on that job baby it's okay uh, oh, man i Look, you're in it now, right? Like, you know, the last thing I'm going to say to someone in quicksand is like, oh, "What'd you step in the quicksand for, you big dummy?" Um, you know, now we got to get you a stick or or something. Uh, but Dude, but but it? yeah, it's a lot of hard work ahead. It's not something that I've ever done, certainly. But I can, uh, I can, I, I can do the math. And, and man, you've you've got a lot of hard work and dedication and ahead of you that most people don't have the uh, the will to do. Um, I hope that you do, and it works out great for you, and maybe you'll become closer with this uh, this girl in the future, too, and get yourself a nuclear family going after college and use your degree to provide for them. That's the ideal situation, but... Whew. <laughs> I feel like the it, world would be more fair if the guy could choose whether or not he was going to be a father. Like, like, just imagine this scenario. There's a surprise pregnancy in a friends with benefit or whatever. And now we're making the decision as to whether or not we're going to go pro-life or pro-choice on this thing. Are we going to keep this baby? The guy should, like, sign up for it or not, and then that can dis inform her decision to keep it or not. Like, like, then it's more of a joint. If she's like, all right, I'm going to be solo on this forever, I need to decide whether I keep it. Or she can say, uh, you know, or he can be like, look, I'm all in, right? I, I'm, I'm, I want to be a dad to this kid. Then... You know, then that I feel like she still gets to make the yes no call, but that might influence her to say yes. And then, of course, he's on the hook to stick by that decision. The, the way it goes now, where she just decides everything, seems unfair. Yeah, it does seem unfair, um, especially because it's you know you're hooked for 18 years, right? You know, financially uh, at the very least, and that those uh, child um, what's it called child uh, child support, support payments. Are, are often extremely unfair, um, and, and you know they, you never know what you're going to get. Like you, you hear nightmare scenarios where the guy is giving up like way too much money, way more than he can afford to. He's like, well, I, I work, but you know, 95% of my paycheck goes to her. Like, like I, I can't eat. You know, it just doesn't work. And then you've got that uh, that actor who was on news radio whose name uh, escapes me, but Joe his Rogan? no, um, it was the it was the main star of the show, the the skinny oh. guy with the blonde hair. Uh, but but he got stuck in these alimony payments. I want to say that, and they set the alimony during the time he was a big star on news radio, which was the pinnacle of his career. 
and they have refused to lower them since then. And you know, News Radio was on like 20 years ago or something like that. Somewhere. He's paying a gargantuan alimony payment, like it's hundreds of thousands of dollars a year or something. He's like, I don't make that. I don't <laughs> make that. Like, 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 News Radio is over, folks. Like, I just get by. You know, he's he's trying to explain that like. He's fucked by this thing. I, so I don't know his scenario. I, I just know how North Carolina works because I've had friends who got divorced. And uh, it's one thing that's nice about it is it's not up for interpretation. There's literally a, a chart, a table that you go by. And you go by number of kids, income, and then find that spot. And that's how much you pay. There's no like, judge's decision or whatever. And if your income changes in either direction or her income changes in either direction, then you just find the new spot on the chart. I should have mentioned it's her. Like, that you, sounds very fair. If you make 50 grand and she makes 150 grand, then they'll just be like, all right, that's where you land. And if her salary increases to a quarter million, then you you drop a little. If it drops to 50,000, then it raises a little. And uh, they just look at how much each parent makes, who provides what percentage of support. And, and it's, it is pretty fair. I, uh, I have a friend. So his I think I've, I've told this before, but fuck you, I'll tell it again. Not you, Kyle. <laughs> but um, she took him to court because she said that he was abusing the children. And her version of abusing the children was that he was making them eat the healthy bread in their lunches. Yeah. I don't know if it was rye or wheat, but they wanted like white Wonder Bread. And she literally took him to court over that. And the judge, he said, he's like, I've got drug addicts in here every day i've got you know alcoholics people who really are not caring for their children and you're taking my time with whole wheat bread and uh she's like yeah the kids hate it and he makes them eat it anyway and he's like all right uh that's dismissed let's check out the child support and it turned out that her income had risen significantly. She got yeah. kind of self-employed. And they lowered his child support, and that was the outcome of the whole trial. She tried Good. to take his kids away for holy bread. Yeah, it was, just a, it was just bullshit. So Dave Foley was the actor's name from mm -hmm. News Radio. Uh, he was also in A Bug's Life and Kids in the Hall. Uh, he was paying $10,700 per month, uh, which was literally 400% of his income uh, in, in child support. He cannot return to Canada without facing imprisonment because he's, he owe, owes so much money now. In 2011, he owed half a million dollars. Who is this? I'm sorry? Dave Foley. He was on News Radio, Bugs Life, Kids in the Hall, blonde-haired Canadian actor. He, uh, his uh, child supporter alimony, I'm not sure which, was set at $10,700 per month because he was making so much money during News Radio, and it was never lowered after that five-year deal ended 20 years ago or whatever it was. I hope he, he it's a huge role. I hope he hits another movie, gets like $15 million for it, and he just pays that off and gets his Canadian travel rights back. Where it doesn't that that would be him. nice. What an evil wife he had. Yeah, I know another one, and I'm trying not to dox anybody here, but uh, <laughs> there's this notion that like there's two sides to every story, that they kind of meet in the middle, and that's where the truth is. Uh, she, she had a, a husband who was bad. And like he gang raped a woman while they were married, and like the she was trying to get full custody of her kid, and the guy was like the, the judge wouldn't listen, you know. She's like, no, this is not one of those scenarios where the truth is in the middle. Where and, and he's like, oh, trying to take his custody away, huh? Is it because he's not making the child support payments? And she's like, no, no, that's not it. Stop trying to interpret, you know, what's going on. I'm telling you the whole truth. 
He's bad, and he should be away from my kids. When he, uh, when he did get the kids, um, like, they, like, he didn't change the diaper. Like, that was the level of bad parent that he was. And he's like, ah, this kid got all shitty, you know, here. Kid got all shitty. Yeah, right? <laughs> She's like, I wouldn't want this. I, wouldn't I think it's this, broke. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't let this person borrow my nice winter coat, you know, for fear that he would, like, mess it up. Yet I have to give him my child. And, and that was the situation that, that she was in. Well, and, it was cashmere. He was going to stretch the, ne- the neck hole all out. Right? Okay, so, uh, yeah, sometimes that, that's... I remember that burned into my head as a thing. Like, you know, you did, like the truth is in the middle. Everyone's heard that. Two sides to every yeah. story. Sometimes Some, it's not. Sometimes one person's just full of shit. Sometimes yeah, one person thing. is the wrong party and the other one's just being accurate. And uh, it's rare that, you know, like two sides to every story. Everyone just knows that and believes it to be true. But it's not always the case. So. Anyway. Yeah, women are evil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I was looking um, at. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh, this is just a really quick one. Someone asked M40A3 or R700 in COD4. It's definitely the M40A3. Yeah, the it has M40A3. a. Yeah, the, the R700 for no reason at all just has more scope sway. It's like 90 scope sway instead of 60 scope sway. Um, it has a nice. It has nice hit markers on it as far as you know where you have to shoot to get a one hit kill. I think it's similar to the Barrett, but it's waving around all the time and it's it's uh, it's a bolt action. The M40A3 is the best sniper in the game, and it's got smaller capacity than the M40. I yeah, think it's it like four shots four. instead of five. Yeah, M40 holds five, which doesn't seem like a lot, but that's a big difference when it's you know you hope if you see five enemies, twenty five percent less ammo. You know, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a, a deal, bit. or twenty percent less. But yeah, absolutely. Um, like R700 is only worthwhile to use if you want to get like the cool camos because it yeah. definitely looks cooler than the M40. Because the scope has just, camo on it. It's the yeah, only one that just, does. It's objectively a worse gun in the game. Like it's just there's no especially like even the benefit of uh, maybe you can shoot them in the waist and kill them with the R700 whereas maybe if you hit them in the waist with the M40 it doesn't always kill them. But once you get the ACOG scope on the M40 it it trumps everything. You can shoot them in the left pinky toe, and it'll kill them. Yes, yeah, it has the damage. Scope. Then, yeah, it's it's overwhelming everything. So yeah, I always go M forty eight three. Although the M twenty one is so good now with the better hit detection. I mean, put Juggernaut on and use an M twenty one and fucking double tap everybody. You're a badass. Like you don't need to be quick unless you're quick scoping. You know, if you're quick scoping, running around and like want to want to get a lot of one shot kills. Then M forty eight three is the way to go. Twice, yeah. right? Like you don't think stopping power would help more than Juggernaut? No, no. It's gonna be two anyway. shots anyway. Time. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless you get them neck or above. So like, it, 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 it there's no like uh, rate of fire limiter. So like a double tap with an M twenty one is like bang bang. It's just almost instant. And then oh. of course every now and then you can spray with it. Bang 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 up um, close. And I'm it really doesn't it kick up at all. with M40. You said that before, and, and again, I was thinking M4. Is it M40 or MA4? What is it? It's M40, M40 A3. And all that, all that bullshit is about what kind of stock the gun's stuck in. It's a Remington 700, you know? Mm-hmm. Again, just stuck in a fancy stock. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like that gun. That's one of the most fun ones to... Or what, what are you using the most right now, Kyle? Because I, if I had... I would not have assumed that at this point in the game, the number one gun I've been using... And I've got like 7,500 kills, so I've been playing a good amount. 8,000 maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well over 8,000 now actually. But uh, I've been I've used the RPD for I think 25, 20% of every kill I've gotten. I've used the RPD for because it's just incredible in this game. 
it's it there's i can't find a reason not to use it if you just play conservatively and because every once in a while i do the thing that i always do which is start running around with the gun and you always lose gunfights if you're running around with an lmg because you just take longer to heave it up and aim you know you don't the 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 reaction time somebody with an uzi just and it just zaps you every time so you have to play more conservatively and use your cover and play more like a wings of redemption style but it's best gun in the game for me right now even better than the um m16 i think but the m16 the m16 is what i'm using the most of course um deep impact uh in this game and stopping power conjuncted with the better hit detection makes the m16 just outrageous i'm getting crazy Uh, on bog like i'll often get on one side of that wall or the other and hold it so that people aren't going up that side where the fence is and I'm getting so many wall bang kills with the M16, just rapid firing. I just put bandolier on and deep impact and go to town. Um, this is an yeah. Infinity Ward game now, right? Raven, I believe. Raven. I wonder if not too long from now, whether it's Infinity Ward or Raven or whatever, if we'll get Modern Warfare 2 remastered. Yes, that's already in the. That, that'll be the year after next, for sure. I didn't, They're going to do the that's whole. That's announced. It's not announced, but it's oh. it's it's heavily kind of implied, and everybody's just prepared for it. I I think it just makes sense for them to try to try to make that package to get more people buying the eighty dollars version. I, I see their numbers are way down across the board, like fifty percent less people playing the game, um, and the PC numbers are just embarrassing, like huh. a few thousand people online on PC. And I'm not talking about Modern Warfare Remastered. I'm talking about the new Call of Duty and Inf- Infinite Warfare. I How played it a combined? little bit. Are more people playing the old COD than the new one? No, that can't be. Um, I have there no idea. Are, there's a significant amount of people playing the, the the remastered game, but it just can't compete with the amount that are playing the new game because you got to have the new game to play the remastered game, but not vice versa. Of course, you can't buy the thing alone. Um, I played Infinite Warfare a little bit the other night, and I liked it. Um, I, I enjoyed what I was doing, but I would I couldn't get into it. I couldn't like grind in that game. I couldn't go for third prestige, fourth prestige. All right, now let's let's reboot again and, and start over. Um, but what I did do was snipe a lot, and because uh, I had been quick scoping in COD Four remastered that day, and I went over to Infinite Warfare to try to see what the difference was. It's so easy to quick scope in that game, and in COD Four, I'm like, every now and then I'll get two in a row, just like bang, bang. Oh fuck, that was awesome! I'm so happy with myself. I was getting three, like three men in the kill feet at a time with a sniper rifle in Infinite Warfare, and I'm not good at it. It's just it scopes in instantly. And it kills instantly, no matter where you hit them. It's, is it like a bolt action gun, or is it like a, I saw they have like energy guns now, right? All or is kinds it the last of crazy shit. There, there's energy guns that shoot blue stuff out of them. Um, the sniper rifle. I don't know much about it. I played like an hour's worth, but I saw all kinds of crazy shit. And of course, we're all robots. Those are our avatars, which for some reason need to hold their breath and can drown. But we're all robots running around and. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. When you get like enough like points or whatever, my guy turned into some sort of close range submachine gun armed. Uh, like his arms turn into double machine guns that are, have silencers on them, and he just runs around with machine gun arms shooting. It's a little ridiculous. Whereas you know, in COD Four, I'm like, all right, it, it, I know this map. I better get my rifle out and and flank around the edges. This will be fun. This will be tactical. Yeah, dude. The amount of grenade kills that I'm getting in. Uh, COD 4 Remastered is unbelievable. And I know it's not just me, obviously. You do the same thing. Anyone who played the old game, I bet, is getting tons of grenade kills because you forgot about how many just, like... Like, it seems like in the newer CODs, they kind of had a thing where it was more like, all right, this is going to be a choke point, but it's not going to be the kind of choke point where it's just a deadlock and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's people just like five people on this side and vacant. There's five people on this side of the door. There's five people over here. Maybe people are trickling through the little out 
outskirt area trying to flank around, but mostly it's just war right there. In the new games, they didn't do that as much. But in this game, what's awesome is every once in a while, or usually like once a game at least, you get a multi-frag just because yeah. you know exactly where those huge clusters are going to be. Like it's, oh, it's so much fun. That's my favorite part of the game. The maps were kind of shaped like an H, you know, and sort of everyone came through there, or maybe an H with the two sides connected too. And, and it's like, all right, there's three paths to get from one side to the other. And I played so much domination. The objective was always to hold two thirds of the map. That's a good know? way to describe an and, H. That, yeah. yeah, with the two sides. And, and so there's like three paths and then you just kind of lock down two thirds of the map and you know they're funneling in. And, uh, you know, you have to push back almost as a team with some sort of coordination and that's how it worked. Then, um, when you went to the newer CODs, and I haven't played the newest of them, it was just a big scribble cloud mess of clusterfuck. Yeah. Everybody's coming from everywhere, and, mm -hmm. and it was always so fast-paced. They want you to be sprinting around like a madman the whole time. Like it's, And that's not the kind of game we started with. In Call of Duty 4, you cannot run around, but I, I love seeing the people who don't know that yet. So on a map like... Oh, um, yeah. Like, Crossfire. What is it? Crossfire. On Crossfire, they'll try to run right up the middle of the street, and of course, that streak... On one end of the street are a bunch of snipers in a building. On the other end of the street, more snipers in a building. And along either side are the machine gunners who are who are trying to flank each other. And you chose to get in the middle. Like it's just it, it never goes well for them. Yeah, like that's something that you you're you're totally right. And I'm excited for Christmas to come around for even more Christmas gifts of kills one thing. of people who try and play this Call of Duty like it's the new one. Because like I even saw people, um, like people get roasted for camping in cod 4 sometimes like oh you're just staying too still you're camping it's like no this is this isn't the new call of, this isn't black ops 3 you know this isn't future warfare whatever like if you if i if i turn around this corner i will die like I, i'm waiting here because this is the tactical place to be like i'm not just holding this position like i'm keeping them from coming through this doorway like it's more like about geometry and positioning in yeah. this game than it I is take a running in reaction time the thing I, I'm psyched I, about I usually take a building for remaster so i haven't even played remastered yet but I feel like I can walk into it, and I'll be rusty. That's going to happen whether I started on the first day or the 20th day. But I'll walk into it, I'll work the rust off, and then I'll know COD 4 is like I always have. Like I, I feel mm -hmm. like I could start at Christmas, and I'm still only four days behind of getting you know, my yeah. whatever skills yeah. I had, You know, getting back to where I was. Um, and it's not like I'm going to be 30 days behind like I will be in the I, primary game. I bought Pine Tar. For my controller, uh, a <laughs> stick of uh, like like I bought a stick of pine tar, and I take my thumbs and fucking like pine tar my thumbs up so that they don't slick up slip off of the uh, the, the oh, joysticks. You, thumb slippage is what you do. I get I get palm slippage on the um, handles. I, I, I get, get that too, but I can usually like like if things get too intense, I like do one of these and like get the get the sweat off real quick and then go back into the game. Uh, I don't have any gamer grip I, or anything like that. Never in my life had an issue with sweaty hands in a controller. Like that, for whatever reason, God said, Woody, your palms are going to be perspiration free. Your upper lip, eh, no promises, but your palms, <laughs> you're set. Do you squeeze the controller really hard? Uh, no. no, sometimes I, like, I will panic squeeze or something. You know, like I find myself like. Like maybe I've been on a kill streak for a while, and it's you know as as the kill streak goes up, you get it gets more more intense. And uh, maybe by the time I die, I'll, I'll be like, I'll have like the controller twisted and contorted, and I'll be like, oh god, relax, Jesus Christ, all right, go back again. Like I'll I'll do it like I want to be paying attention, but I've got this controller just just twisted and, and and like squeezed so fucking hard. No, I'm I'm pretty casual, but I will like I've panic drop shot, you know, where I'm like, oh, you know, and and that's drop a good shot move. slower now. It is slower, but it's still a is good it, thing to do. 
I think jump shotting is going to be, be behind a wall because I've like that's probably another thing I'll have to like fix about myself. But I've panic drop shot while I was already like kneeling behind a wall, and now I'm just like shooting the barrel for no good reason, and uh, that's embarrassing. You don't want that recorded. But yeah. you, uh, the grenade throw distance is, is lessened from what is I've it really? heard. Yeah, I didn't like draw a tape measure or anything, but they're saying it's less, and I, I guess it's true difference. because I can't really throw them all the way across the map anymore. I used to be good um, at the running jump grenade thing. Like I could get all the distance that you need to get out of one. Yeah, I still do that. Does that still yeah. help? Yeah, I still do that too. Yeah, that's never gonna stop. It's just every time. Um, yes, backlot especially. Like like I start backlot odd. Like like you're asking about what guns I use like. I play it like it's game battles. I'm a super tryhard. So, like, a lot of these maps, if there's a choke on vacant, the, my initial class on vacant, if I spawn outside, is an AK with a noob tube and sonic boob and extreme conditioning. Because I sprint to the dumpster, hop up on it, and shoot a noob tube down into that corridor instantly through that doorway and always get at least one kill, sometimes three. Same thing on bog, except I use juggernaut so I don't get sniped. I, uh, I spawn in in that shitty trap place not not where you got the big wall in the back but in that little building you spawn in there i take like four steps to the left and then i know exactly where to put the bottom of the noob tube uh aiming thing so that it'll hit the car in their spawn you know in bog you start and there's a car right there in front of you and all the snipers like to take four steps and then try to shoot you out off spawn so they're just standing there posing and i can hit that car every fucking time you get triple car kills with that i uh, I, uh, I hate bog like that's my biggest complaint uh, complaint with this game so far is I feel like and I know all the maps haven't been added so this could just be that I'm hating it more when I get bog as compared to crash or whatever but Jesus Christ I feel like every other game is fucking bog and I it's the same thing it's a bunch of snipers and then it's a couple people that are aggravating with noob tubes and are, like, are you that's playing it. with friends? No, I just play and what always ends up happening is that I just try and hold down the left side if you're starting on the side that has the car that you're blowing up you go left into that like tin fence area fence. and yeah. you pretty much are entirely relegated at that point to holding down that door you can go up to the door and kind of hold off the corner of the building and then use the little cutouts in the the fence to shoot across the map but other than that like you do any more forward movement and you're dead like it i don't know i don't I, like ball I, uh, I guard the fence with... if it's if it's not guarded, but uh, my main thing I'm going to do on that map, if I if, if I don't have bus side, is to get a P90 with uh, extreme conditioning and juggernaut and three stuns and just repeatedly rush behind that bus and, and kill until we get them pushed back and spawn trap them. Like they, if you just keep running back there with jug P90, like eventually the snipers just get mowed down. I, I feel like the the solution, if, you can, if you're ready for it, is to have friends. If you have a coordinated group, you take bus side, and oh, yeah. then you just rape and... Yeah, it's hard to do like by if yourself. We all, if know. we all played together, I would... Like, obviously, my win-loss would be way better because my win-loss ratio in Call of Duty is always awful because I just I leave at the drop of a hat. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that grenade didn't even... Like, sometimes I'll catch myself, like, I'll be, like, 9 and 5. Like, not that bad. But then, like, I'll just get, like, one awful death where I do that thing where you have, like, a seizure where you run in and you just go... You just shoot everywhere but the guy. And, like, you're halfway through the P90 clip, but you're already in your head. Like, I'm not going to get him. And so you just keep <laughs> missing. <laughs> and then and then you die and I rage quit and it's like well that game that game was going pretty well god damn it like I had a UAV lose it like I just that's what I've been so trying excited. that's the part of my game I think I've been trying to improve the most is not panicking in in weird situations and juking more you know like like left to right juking to to throw off their aim with my submachine gun like getting that that move back down because that's super effective uh, especially against like the M16 which is 
it's going to instantly kill you. It kills you so fucking fast in this game um, that, that you got to be moving and wiggling. And Juggernaut is... I like Juggernaut a lot. I've used Juggernaut much, much more than I did in the huh. original game. Just to stay alive, because you die so fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah wish, in the old days, you should hop I on there and play with us, Woody. Yeah, I would have to get it, but I, I think you might. Yeah, be you'd right. have to purchase the game. But <laughs> that would be I insane. like, uh, I like going in and checking because I, you can see on the leaderboards or whatever in your friends list of who's been playing a lot and who's got the points and the the scores and like. Is Chiz I'll crushing ch- it? No, Chiz is, has played for less time than me and Kyle at this oh, point. Okay, but like, I'll go in and did, check. Right? And I'll be yeah out of the gate he played way more than us but like at one point like like my my score was like above Kyle's and I was like all right like I got a pretty sizable lead on him now in this fictitious contest of of whoever has less of a life at this point in time <laughs> and then I'll hop back on the next morning and be like well god damn it was a busy night in the Myers home <laughs> because he really gave it his all you know was like <laughs> Kyle are you also participating in the fictitious contest. I didn't know we could compare scores, no. to be honest. I'm just playing a lot. Um, mm. uh, I'll look into that. I, 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 I've looked at the global leaderboards, and, and it'll show you, are you in the 1%? Are you in the top 5%? And uh, I was more interested in that, especially to see the people who are really no-lifing it, You know, the people who are ninth prestige already, stuff like that, You know, right out of the gate. They're already hitting the top-tier prestiges. I didn't even yeah, know people prestige. doing the race this year. Who won the race? Ah, let me tell you about the race. Tucker uh, bitched out uh, uh, Activision on um, on his Twitter because they didn't want to support the race this year because they because everybody wanted to do it on Modern Warfare Remastered, not Infinity uh, Infinite War. Uh-huh. Uh, so they were like, "Well, fuck it then. We just won't do it." So they just didn't do it. As far as I understand, although I'm I'm certainly not plugged into to those circles, but last I heard, I, I read a whole thing where like. They didn't want to support uh, the race for those guys doing it on the new, you know, remastered game. Um, they they only wanted to support Infinite Warfare, so they just didn't do it. I'm uh, in the top 900 people, or I was last night, in uh, Kill Confirmed. Ooh, I don't play right. very much Kill Confirmed. I don't. But the- I only play it out of because uh, 99% of the games I've like I've been doing Ground War the entire time, and obviously Ground War you get TDM domination or Kill Confirmed, and it seems like you get a just if someone out there is listening and you work for this company, just turn the percentage of kill confirmed out. It's too much. Too much kill confirmed in ground war. It's getting ridiculous. But oh, you know it, the version, do you play stats. ground war at all? You know the version of search where you can like bring people back to life? Yes. Is that's that, a, that's no. instead of in the game. Um, I, it's no. not an actual game mode, though. Was it, it was at one point, right? Like it was in, I have definitely what, played that, but I cons. don't remember in what context. Um, uh, anyway, I... I I like. I don't want to say I invented that game, um, but I, I suggested it in a commentary, and it was somewhat informed by like a Reddit comment that, that had like a variant of it. And when it came out, there was a whole lot of like, "This was Woody's idea." Like Woody told it, like Activision to do this, and they did it. Um, it wasn't entirely my idea. Like I, I, it was inspired by a Reddit thing and twisted just a tiny bit or something. And. They've uh, yeah. they've messed up Search and Destroy um, a bit, at least because uh, Search and Destroy was always the fastest way for a good player to rank up. You're getting 500 points per kill because um, they added a zero. I didn't like they added a zero either. I liked when it was 10 points for TDM and 50 points for is Search it, and Destroy. I, is it still like added a zero for the remastered? Yeah. Um, so you get 500 points a kill. Uh, it used to be 1,000 points to plant, 1,000 points to diffuse. 
And the big, big thing was you got a match bonus based on what you've done per round at the end of every round. Mm -hmm. And, you know, search can go five, six, seven rounds. You also used to get a win and a loss for every round. So we'd go on crazy win streaks if we could 4-0 people like 20 times in a row, you know. If we got a right. real hard team together, we get an 80-win streak in one night. But uh, now they don't give you the bonus, the match bonus at the end of each round of Search and Destroy, and now you don't get as much points for plants and diffusers. I think it's 500 each. So it's just really, um, I, I rank up faster in TDM than anything. Uh, Domination will probably go in faster, but I don't care for Dom and that much. I've always thought that the quickest way to rank up depended on where you were in the level, right? So the match bonus at the end of it is somewhat dependent on your level. Like you could really kick ass and get, I'm making up numbers, like 300 match bonus if you're level one. But if you're level like 54, it might be a 3000 match bonus. So something like how much you kill is worth a lot more early on, whereas how well you did in the whole game is worth more towards the end of your prestige. Headquarters, where you got five points, it's probably 50 now, for every like, what was it, five seconds that you held the headquarters? Like, yeah, I think they took that away maybe too. Oh, shucks. Well, then that changes things a lot. But headquarters, I thought, in the lower part of your prestige was the best way to rank up. Because it, was it, very it would just be yep. like a kill every five seconds. What was that? Yeah. If you have a team and you're trying to rank up quick, there's nothing better than headquarters. Because if, you, if you're playing against a bunch of randos and you have five people who aren't idiots, you'll win every single game. And it's like you have to get like 70 kills in a domination match and like five or six captures to just kind of do a regular sweep in headquarters as far as points go. If I remember, cause I always played headquarters in the original COD four to rank up. Yeah. I didn't like headquarters that much, but I used to play it early on cause just um, for the XP. Yeah. Cause it would get me to the point where I could make my classes in a hurry, maybe just one game and I'd be level four or five. And, yep. and that would be nice. Let me give everyone a uh, quick word about movement watches. The past few months, we've been working a lot with movement watches. We love them. You guys love them. So I asked myself, why do I only have one? You see, movement offers different color bands, faces, and styles for each of their watches. Movement watches start at just $95. So do some quick math. You could have a couple of movement watches, and it would still be a better deal than having just one of those department store watches. Get a blue one, a white one, maybe sandstone is your thing. Whatever your style, movement has watches and bands to match for every outfit in your arsenal. There's no hassles. Just order online with free shipping, free returns, and a 24-month warranty. So... Join their more than 1 million social media followers and get a movement watch today. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash pka today and they'll give you 15% off your entire purchase. That's mvmtwatches.com slash pka. Cool. Yeah, I've just recently started getting into watches and I, I like the movement watches. They're, they're like a, a size, a weight, and a style that look good to me like i think i'm gonna throw one on for thanksgiving and try to upgrade my social status by a notch you know? yeah <laughs> just because like it, it's, it, the, it's really the weight for me where you you don't expect things that are a reasonable price to have that feel of like you know i could i could really give somebody a clobbering with this thing if i needed <laughs> like but that it has that feeling and i don't know maybe you know maybe how I'm beats like, i, I yeah. certainly not saying this about about the movement watches because they're watches but the uh, the Beats headphones. Do you know how they get that heavy, expensive feel? They Is put just weights like in them. Sand. They they put weights in them. Yeah, they they literally they put, put weights, weights in. in them. Yeah, people. You will never see me wearing a, a pair of Beats by Dre. I, I feel like anyone who wears them is just uh, maybe I. That's a stupid person. You're paying way too much for an. How for, much are for, they? Three hundred dollars, right? Yeah, you're paying a lot. I, I see someone who has beats, and I think, all right, there's a chance that 
Um, they just like don't know their headphones. Or there's a chance that they like a really bass heavy headphones. No one else makes headphones that I can that I know of who focuses on the bass that much. If you hmm. like your song to sound thumping, then Beats will do that for you. And you know, if you want like an accurate reproduction of what the studio track was like, that's not what they do. Um, but if, if if you just want it thumping in your ears, that's what beats are about. And I'm not, you know, like knock yourself out if that's your cup of tea. It's not mine, but uh, it just know. seems like overpriced swag. That like it's like a pair of Air Jordans or something. Like you can't jump faster or run faster. Like you can't even walk as well because those are those things are too big for your feet. You you paid you got a discount on those, didn't you? That's a that's a twelve and eleven. You weirdo. <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. But I feel like it's that. I feel like oh yeah, I got a pair of Beats. Whereas really, you know, some some kids over there with some Sennheisers on, like oh my god, the clarity, and they're all laughing at him because they got their Beats on. I so I have these AKGs. Um, they're they're like an accurate reproduction of the sound, and they're nice, and they're not too bassy or whatever. I I like these for for like what I consider work. The ones I wear when I'm not doing this are these Bose, what are they, A15s? I forget, but they, they like the noise-canceling ones. Yeah. And if you listen to them, compared to this, they sound muddy. Like, their music reproduction isn't great. But the magic trick of turning off the rest of the world, any fan, like, like most most people, including me, and I don't like any special snowflake, but you don't even realize that the HVAC in your house is making a noise. Like, the, there's a hum from some, like, heat pump outside that you're not even paying attention to. It's just the minimum noise level of your planet. Then you flip the switch on these noise-canceling headphones, and it's like, oh, like, I thought I was experiencing silence before. This is a new level of silence. And and that little magic trick of, of playing the music in silence is pretty amazing. That's why I like the Bose. Yes. I don't have a lot of experience with like different brands or anything, but I've got those Parrot Z threes, oh, and right. I, I really fucking love those. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Um, I don't know if I've tried yours, but I certainly don't remember them. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Like like I, you know, they're Bluetooth, which is what's great. I I I, I listen to my audiobooks sometimes. Like like I've been on the tractor before, listen to the audiobook. It it cancels out the tractor and and puts the audiobook in. There's it's perfect. And I'm you know, there's plenty of products that do the same thing, but like that's the one I got for free, so that's the one I got. Yeah, yeah. That that I've used I've used both. I have um I have two Bose noise canceling headsets. One's earbuds and one's over the cup. And uh, yeah, both of them just like yeah, like the tractors noisy like I, I think people should wear hearing protection when they operate yeah right? it's like a constant 150 decibels or something and just just yeah if you're not in a cab mine's an open station so i don't know yeah, i'm not in a cab and uh yeah then it, sometimes i'll mow with the ear plugs in which is a limited level of hearing protection and then uh like whatever 30 minutes in i'm like wait flip the switch ah i should have been doing this all along this is a magical existence in which like this crazy noise is 90% gone. I cannot wear earbuds. They uh, they hurt the inside of my ear to the point where it aches and is really painful and, and, and I don't like 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 the, the you ones you're in the little airplane. ear holes? Maybe. Some people maybe. have little ear holes. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Might be little in there. Um, uh-huh. The uh, But the, I know the ones you get on an airplane, like I, I've, I've used them plenty of times because I want to watch the in-flight movie. But by the time I pull, like I'll have to take them out and like put my finger in there and rub around to like, ah, God, it's so sore and achy. It hurts. Like, fucking hell. Um, and it's hard to find. I, I remember I bought some earbuds. Uh, they were some Amazon deal, and they were like four hundred dollar earbuds or something outrageous. But I think I paid one hundred seventy dollars for them. I lost them since then. But those <laughs> were great. They came with lots of little like 
attachments for them, so they would be the perfect size for my ear. And I'd had products with those attachments before, but these worked. I should really find those. They're if gold. You'd ever want the, I know you have a Roku or two. They come with earplugs or earbuds. That, they're curiously small, so you might hmm. like them. If you yeah, do. I think I got tiny ear holes. I used yeah. this PS4. Be real one. good for your fucking. <laughs> with my dick, a... anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I've made uh, I really on don't get side today. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. I, like... I was double cocaine, and now I'm a pen. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I have nothing to say on that <laughs> not <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing to contribute to the, the dick talk. Someone said, "There's a couple questions here just for me." I, Woody, I know you've listed all the firearms you owned in a previous video, but that was a few years ago. What did your collection look like lately? I haven't bought bought I haven't bought anything notable lately. I tried to buy a uh, a little Sig Sauer that I could hand carry, a P two thirty eight, but. I have to update my concealed carry to get that first. Um, what else is there? I don't know. My cooler yeah, guns. Fifty caliber sniper rifle. Yeah, um, that that thing is cool. I have an AR-15 M4 variant. I have a uh, an FS-2000. Is is it FS-2000 or FS? It's an FSN-2000. Okay. Um, if you say F-2000, I'd know. The, uh, is that the one that that was really terrible in one of the Call of Duties? But it's uh, a pretty good Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare two. two. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. They call it, it the good, Dolphin is... Gun. Yep. Yeah. I actually, that I, thing was horrible. It was. In, it in, was in that Call of Duty. In real life, uh, it's one of the guns that I'm most accurate with. Like if I'm shooting something small and I miss it a time or two, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna get the F the, the two thousand because I hit what I point at for some. The uh, Kyle has two guns that I envy a lot. Um, and it's fine. Kyle has a lot of wonderful guns, but the two that I want are, he has a fully auto AK, which is just kind of a fun thing to goof with. And, uh, probably his least valuable gun. He has a 22 with no sights on it, single shot. And, um, I don't know why, but like, and it doesn't have sights on it yet. It's the only gun I've, I have maybe my 22, but mostly his, where I seem to be able to rise and shoot and hit the target with it in a hurry. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck is this? It feels natural. It has like auto aim, like a, like a console shooter. Like it just sucks on the target and hits. I, um, it'd be an exaggeration to say I could shoot skeet as well as that as I could with a shotgun. Cause I can't, I'm, I'd be better with a shotgun, but I, I, I think I'd do way better with that than most of the other guns I own. Uh, trying That's to what we took the sights off for. Was to shoot rocks out of the air. We throw rocks up and shoot them. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, but it's good for anything. Like like it's like you said, you just throw it up and it's there. Like that sight picture feels really instinctive, kind of like slingshot shooting. So you don't need a whole lot of all right, little to the left, two mils to the right. There's none of that. It's just like boom, and it's you're you're not gonna hit a you know a bullseye, but you're gonna be right there. You're gonna hit something that big every time. It, it's um, I've grown to have an interest in guns that not everyone else has. So, and it doesn't mean that it has to be like an amazing gun. Like, oh, this is a military issue scorpion or whatever. Kyle's gun, that single shot thing. Was it your grandfather's? Great grandfather's, yeah. Great grand. Like, there aren't any others like it. Like, if I go to the gun store, I'm like, all right, I want to pick up like a 120 year old single shot, 22 with no sights on it. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, there's a rack of them here. It's it's unique to him. So, uh, yeah. Those, those are two things that I'd like to own. But I don't shoot a ton, so I, I haven't spent much on guns. I think I found the gun. Uh, Did you? 
Oh, it's one of a kind. Oh, two of a kind. Two, two of a kind. I think it's a uh, Winchester Model 67. Um, about $175. Oh, I could never. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's, do that. that's a little... I think uh, my blood. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think this is it right here. This actually looked like a used one, but I haven't really uh, read too much of what I've got in front of me. I need to think it through carefully, especially after Colin hurt his foot. But I sometimes think about, oh, I do like this. I sometimes think that, uh, like, what if I got Colin a cricket or something, like as a first gun? But maybe that's just really bad parenting, because I like a long barrel. For a for an inexperienced shooter or someone that you might be worried about because it's harder for them to turn it around, mm. you know, it's a longer barrel, you know, short. But pistol, obviously, I can, I can make a mistake like this. Right. You know, I can make a mistake like that, but with a long. <laughs> Could you get <laughs> like a like a single shot twenty two like those kinds of like you break down, and you pull the thing out, and then you put another one in, and a cricket is one like that. I think it's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it breaks in the middle like that, but it's definitely a single shot twenty two. That, that couldn't be too bad then, right? Well, like you know, he's gonna he's gonna be with you every time you're shooting it, and you'll have control of the gun. Like, as, it's not like you're both gonna be at the range in different booths. Like right? when he's shooting, you're not gonna be shooting next to him. You're gonna be helping him shoot. Like that, that's fine. Yeah, that, that, I think I'm he'd probably like that. Super. Ca- it, it, I don't know. It, it. I'm not sure I'll ever in my lifetime get over the guilt of him putting an axe in his foot. Like that's it. It it actually sinks in super heavy with me. So. Um, well, that sucks. I mean, shit happens. Like, 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 yeah. like, and it's not even anything specific with Colin or any of his stuff. Like, like, I hurt myself in in just as terrible ways when I was a kid. You know, it's just part of learning and growing yeah. up. I guess you can't watch kids all the time. I, I, I'm trying to think. I, you know, I cut myself uh, right here on my finger when I was a kid. You know, and there's there's still an ugly scar where I just cut it to the bone with a pocket knife, sharpening it the wrong way. My mm-hmm. dad had just told me how to sharpen. It. He's like, now, do, now do it this way, not that way, or you'll cut yourself. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I did it like eight times until the knife is good enough to, sh- literally good enough to shave with. And then I cut myself to the bone. I uh, learn. That, that is actually a pretty parallel experience. Oh, my dog is having trouble. Uh, like it, it's not as if I didn't teach him. It's not as if I didn't talk to him. St- he was just doing it wrong. Why? Is, can you hear him? I'm about to take a big old shit, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if he needs to be let out. I'll be right oh, back. Okay. Let me on the outside. Got the dump a load. You better get the shovel, boss. Put that pooper scooper away. You're gonna have to dig a pit for what I'm about to dump. Gonna uh, have to burn it. Gonna have to burn <laughs> burn my shit. So Got the bone it. It's a rancid. Horrible. <laughs> but buzzards will come otherwise. Dog shit is a... not that bad. As that far dog's as I... enormous. That dog's take shits bigger than us. Oh, what well, that dog about? is a different thing. I just mean like as far as like pen- go cat shit is the nastier one because they eat I, like way way more protein right that's why dogs my, eat my ex-girlfriend because there's still good good eatings in there my ex-girlfriend had a friend with a cat and uh if it, it ever gets back to you um blonde girl who had that legal trouble that time you know who you are um first of all lose a little weight you're very pretty you should just lose it and second of all your cat smelled your apartment up so goddamn bad that we all talked about it. We all like you as a person. You're smart. You're funny. You're, you're interesting and intellectual. But your cat shits in your house on a daily basis, and it smells terrible. Also, that cat's violent. That cat's violent. You should get rid of that cat. You've got a violent... What was the cat's name? I don't remember the cat's name, um, but he was a big, fat, orange cat that would attack you in sort of a real-deal kind of way, biting and scratching out of nowhere. Like, he would bite the blood out of you with the big fangs out of nowhere... And the apartment always smelled like a litter box, you know, just cat piss and shit. Always, always, always. To the point Dude, where, like, the, 
they try to get out cats like they don't like even if you're the best cat owner ever and you're always on top of it and you're changing the litter and they and the cat's well behaved like there's just no way to really get the cat yeah. smell right, so out. Stearns explained how he does it he has like the the litter boxes in a room where it's sucking the air yeah. right away from the oh, litter we'll box oh we'll just live in a giant new york estate ho ho you know yeah, like yeah. You have a bunch of people who do work for you he's got like a 100 million dollar apartment or some shit like he's got his 100 he talked about one time the the ordeal of getting his 100 and 100 inch like plasma tv up into that skyscraper like they had to send it up in like in an elevator or something, some sort of like freight elevator. It was so like big. a freight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything he does is like that. Like, like it's pretty funny to hear him try to get. He tries to get the like personal touch in his home that you would easily be able to get if you're Woody. You're like, yeah, I had a contractor come in. He just rigged it up. But he lives in this like whatever hundred million dollar high rise apartment where doing that stuff is just really hard. Uh, he talked, you know, he's six foot five or six six or something, six five. And so he talked about getting a shower head that wouldn't just shoot him in the chest. You know, it was a whole ordeal getting him to fucking put it where it needs to go. Kyle was very dog. interested in that gun. Uh, he ran outside, outside enthusiastically, so I, I guess that's the case. And then the other one did too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I like 22s. I like that gun in particular. Um, I think you should get a suppressed 22. You'd love it so much. In my room right now, I've got my AR-15 uh, 22 rifle, the one I took on the survival thing. We've got my suppressor, my sparrow put mm -hmm. on it. And uh, not that I would ever do such a thing, but the crows like to like, land in my backyard and hang out out there. And if I wanted to, I could probably just open my window and <laughs> shoot five or six of them before they could do anything. You know, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Do the crows cause trouble, or is it just target shooting? Uh, hypothetically. Uh, I would Hypothetically, they're, they're, they would just be target shooting. Oh, just wondering. I, uh... Hypothetically, how many crows could you take down in like an hour? <laughs> I've killed a lot of crows before. I mean, we used to go crow hunting where you get up at the, before daylight and you've got the collars all charged up with extra batteries. And we've, we've been loading our special load of shotgun shells for two weeks, perfecting it. And we got our shotguns cleaned and polished. And we each bring backup shotguns with toolkits to fix them if need be. And then we go. We're camouflaged up with face paint and netting. Like, I take the crow crow hunting very seriously when we go. And we what kill do you do with them? Dozens. We let, leave them. Let them. Just, they're fucking dead. You know, they we don't eat them. Feed anything. other animals with them. Yeah, the problem with the crows is they destroy um, like pecans mostly. They go in these pecan orchards and and just they eat them up. They eat all the pecans. So the pecan orchard guys will uh, happily allow you to come in and kill them for them. Kyle Usually. is a friend to the pecan farmer. Yes, yes, I am a friend of the pecan farmer. I like pecan. <laughs> that really... could be if you ever run, run for office. That's something you have to include. <laughs> friends to pecan, all nuts, seeds, and legumes are friendly with Kyle. <laughs> uh, they've paid us before. They gave us a big, uh, a big, a big pail of pecans one time. We, you know, we were leaving, and we didn't expect to be compensated. We were there for the fun of killing all these crows. And uh, this lady didn't want the dead crows left in her field, which is understandable, I suppose. And so we had thrown them all in a, into a tarp, and we had this tarp we were dragging out with us, and we killed like, I don't know, sixty or seventy crows that day. Wow! And uh, and she was like, "Oh, you got them all! You got them all, boys! Here, here!" And she like gave us this huge pail of pecans. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah I like I like crow hunting a lot. That's but I'm starting to. It's one of those things where like the older I get and the more I learn about animals. Now I feel sorry for the crows because they're so intelligent that they can talk like parrots and stuff and do those little tricks that we talked about earlier. Now I think crows are too smart to kill, and I can't enjoy my favorite thing anymore. No. I, the, the only thing I feel comfortable killing anymore is, uh, is those wild pigs. I, I, I really feel sorry for just about everything else. 
Do, what about deer? Is it the people in your life you think Can't that influenced you, or is no, it just no, 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 definitely not the people in my life. It, it's totally like, like like my thing of just like, man, I, that deer's just too easy to kill. He, I just think of him as like such a soft thing, just just, just a big fucking teddy bear out there. Like he's got no They're way. They're a hurt nuisance. You know, if it's a so nuisance, that's a different thing. You know, in New Jersey, I know that they you've got not only do you have the Lyme disease caused by the deer ticks, but cars are constantly hitting yeah, them because they yeah. encroach on those urban that's areas, problem, and that yeah. people die. You know, people are dying a lot from deer impacts, and not to mention the cost on infrastructure and insurance companies and all that stuff that trickles down. But my thing is like, well, fuck, I've killed like dozens of these things, and I know what's going to happen, and it's really just a family of little critters out there trying to live. And, and my dad always says, he's just trying to make a living, you know, which is code for, why you got to fuck with him? He's just doing his own thing out there, just, just eating berries and living in the forest. And so we both kind of came to that conclusion at some point that, that man, we... We've really been massacring these things for years, huh? I kind of feel bad for them, don't you? Like, yeah, a little bit, you know. They don't really have, they don't ever shoot back or anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they could if they would, or they would if they could. Sure, you know. And if, you and if they a could bird, put a little bird gun, it'd kill you on sight. Probably so. They they shit on me all the time, but the um the I don't know. I, I feel sorry for the deer. I, I don't shoot them anymore. Um, I think I need to shoot something or fight against something. That's what it needs to be. It needs to be more of a fight. Uh, where he can come back at me, and he's willing to. Uh, I don't want to go out and kill a cape. But I saw these videos the other day of these guys killing buffalo with spears. These fucking chubby, white, rich cocksuckers like walk up behind this Asian cape buffalo with a throwing spear and stick him. But the thing, like in, in this instance, the the buffalo like did its horn perfectly and deflected the spear. Then he gets up and, and that's about- awesome. Well. Unfortunately, this guy also had his revolver with him. So when the thing like comes down on him and he's about to kill him, the guy's just like panic shooting. He's just like, goom, 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 and just drops the fucking Cape Buffalo. And I'm just like, well, fuck. That thing was literally taking a nap on a hot summer's day in the woods. And you like walked up. So clearly he's not a, a secret agent. You couldn't sneak up on me like that. And you like missed with your spear. And then you just gunned him down at point blank range with like a 500 or something. It just seems shitty to me, and it, it wouldn't interest me at all. I wouldn't get any enjoyment from that. I don't even, I mean, I don't know, like, if, I'm sure there's lots of Cape Buffalo if they're letting people spear them to death. It was an Asian buffalo, I don't know. Asian don't water know. buffalo, something like even that. Even then, like, if if you're gonna, like, if it's a lion, and you're paying to just go kill a lion for the fuck of it, like, that, I think that's really douchey. Like, you're not gonna eat that lion, you're not gonna make any use of it, but as long as you're using it, I don't think it matters. I think like, it's with the, with the buffalo, the that's just like a, that's just an African cow. Yeah, right. I think it's douchey for the hunter. I think the guy who pays the money is a douche. Um, although after talking to my friend who owns that that big expensive wild game preserve where people pay to come do it, he really explained and laid out the case for how it's it's really a cons- uh, a conservationalist uh, sort of act that he's doing. He's like, look, you see that head that herd of red deer? They outlawed those in uh, in in certain parts of the world. Or no, what it was was they had um he did have some red deer or something there. And then there was some legislation that came down that said, nope, you can't keep those and let people pay to kill them anymore. So that meant, and the problem was that a large percentage of that species was now kept in captivation and captivity. There were more kept in captivity in Texas than there were back in Africa. So they put down this legislation. They're like, oh, it's terrible. People are killing this endangered a- animal here in, Af- in, uh, in Texas. No longer can people pay to kill them. So what did all the guys who have been keeping them in their, uh, you know, wildlife safari places in Texas do? They killed them all. They just exterminated everyone that they had because 
why pay the upkeep on an animal that you can no longer charge to let people hunt anymore? So by yeah. coming down this legislation that, hey, no more will you hunt antelope in Texas, so, all right, well, all the guys in Texas might as well just kill all their antelope at their ranches because nobody can come pay to shoot them anymore. So now the, the population is absolutely decimated. Well, decimated is when you reduce it to 10% of its original value, so it's not that. But now it's 20% allowed, left over. I never thought about that, but yeah. decimated would be like death. It's been ventimated, yeah, right? Is that 20% <laughs> of the original? <laughs> 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 it's quarterated. Something like that. It's been halfinated. Quarterized. Yeah, I'm not really keeping <laughs> It's been uh, quarterized. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you get you get hurt and you have to quarterize the wound? That's what ah. has been explained to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone said, Woody, you mentioned you used to drink when you were one, younger. When or why did you make the transition to despising alcohol? I feel like despising alcohol is not a fair characterization because that would, to me, someone Seems who like despises alcohol would be more judgmental and not okay with you drinking your alcohol. It's not me. You knock yourself out. Uh, I just, I just don't, don't really like being drunk. I certainly don't like being sick afterwards, and I don't like the calories and the the, the costs just don't outweigh the benefits. But the transition was really. I'm gonna around. drink tonight. I got athletic. Um, when I was drinking and stuff, I was stupid and young and, you know, like 15. I'm sneaking out of the house, climbing out the windows, scaling down the porches and shit like that. Um, but by the time I was, like, 17, uh, that's when I started swimming and uh, I stopped drinking even soda, you know, let alone beer. So, I, uh, I think I'm going to do some drinking drink. tonight. A little oh. fucked up. What oh, are you yeah. doing? Just uh, cooking and drinking? Yeah, I, I get my uh, my turkey and my ham all brined up and injected and wrapped in pineapple and such, and then uh, I think I'm gonna. I got some uh, some some margaritas in there, and uh, I'm going to drink them all and play some. Cold what kind duty. of margaritas? Do you, oh, we should play some. Uh, I I probably won't be. Or, uh, I'll get drunk too. Sure. Yeah, we'll play uh play Call of Duty night. We should do that. But what what kind of margaritas do you have? They're Pre-mix watermelon margaritas, or? and I haven't tried them yet. I'm gonna try, and if they're not good, I'm oh, gonna go purchase something like else. Like the watermelon Rita. Yep, yep. Like I didn't want to admit to what it was, but yes, that's exactly what it is. It is a Bud Light Rita. Um, it, it's in a it's in a very small can, like a, almost like a Red Bull can, and uh, like a twelve pack was like four dollars or something. So I walked out of that Rite Aid uh, happily. Yeah, they're they're. I don't like them very much because they're so sweet that. For, well, you're, oh. you seem to have a very good sugar tolerance. Nah, man, I gotta power them down. They're too sweet. Oh, really? like I get a stomachache if I have a couple of those things. It's, it's you like know? for me, it feels the same as if I drank like a couple of uh, Barks root beers, like really fast, where you're just like, oh. Ooh. I got a stomachache last time. Now that you mentioned it, now now maybe I won't drink those things. Like I had almost forgotten about that. Last time I drank them, I, I drank about four of them in an hour, I guess, and. Don't do I would, that. Start with those, have a couple of them, and then move to something else once you're like numbed to the taste of it. Yeah, the first one definitely makes the second one taste a whole lot better, but I just remember feeling syrupy on the inside and sticky on the inside, like I just had way too much sugar and alcohol. And I didn't eat anything on purpose because I didn't want to have to drink more. I, I was like, I just want to get fucked up here. I mean, if I starve myself, then only two, <laughs> it'll only take two of these disgusting things to really get a buzz. But if I eat a big meal, God, I gotta have a six pack or more to really get going here. It's so. exactly the kind of drink that Woody would actually like. I like, don't I think could so. Actually, it's see, shit. I don't like no, it. They're really, really sweet. It's too really sweet. sweet. Like, and Woody likes that. I, I, I think he would. But, right, right. Well, you should find something pleasant to drink tonight. We can play some cod. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna play some cod and get drunk. That's happening no matter what. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, oh. Uh, I was gonna brag on Hope for a second. So. What do you got? 
Hope has been accepted into three colleges so far. So three schools have written back to her, and so far she's three for three. They've all accepted her. Um, she continues to do super well in her speech and date, debate competition. She's getting like first and a couple of seconds and like everything. She's trophies are just racking up. She has the school record for like Ruby points or something like that. She owned the school record going into her senior year and now she's just distancing herself from the, from the pack. How do you earn a Ruby? Pretty point? much you place in an event. Like I think the top six, like, you know, like six places may get a few Ruby points and first place gets a lot. And uh, no one has ever accumulated as many Ruby points as her at her school. And uh, she's just distancing herself there. That's and great. she got the lead in the school play. So, uh, ah, what's the play? It's like Is it original or... or something. Caligula. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> you, dude, I could, uh, there's a story there. I don't know if she'd let me talking about it, but she, uh, for like a couple of plays in a row, all the parts she played were too flirty. And then like some of the kids in her school were like giving her a hard time about that. So we're happy that not only does she have like the lead in the play, it's not a flirty role. And we're like, yes, you know, like that problem is better. And uh, um, it's called Urine Town. It's a comedy of a musical comedy of some sort. About and, pee. Yeah, it's actually, I'm like, please tell me it's Y-O-U-R, like you're in town. No, no, it's, it's, is it really urine town, like uh, as in urine? I, I think it is. Welcome to the Kidney Cabana. Come on down. <laughs> the kid Kidney Cabana. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I'm John P. Riley. Yeah, it's one word. Urine town. A musical town. by Greg T. P. Johnson. Codis. Um, I don't know. So uh, that, that she's got the lead in that, and uh, I don't know. She's just been on a kind of a hot streak lately. Good she's, for her. Yeah. So. Has she gotten into the school she wants to yet? No. Well. I, there's, I we don't actually there isn't like a one that that she wants to above all all above all we're kind of like eh, we'll see which ones say yes and and get back unc chapel hill is one of her top schools gmu is one of her top schools um some of the schools like it depends on what financial package they'll offer her like i think one offered like 28 grand a year or something like that like a lot winner uh, <laughs> uh but, yeah, that, that seems like a front runner. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a small. You know, school. honey, their agriculture program is incredible. You could raise some small sheep or donkeys <laughs> with them. It, you're gonna be a real star over there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's definitely gonna have like you know some really cool choices to make there. Like it, 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 it looks like the schools seem to like her back, and you know we'll see where that where that lands. I don't know. She's a good kid. She, things are going good for her. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good. So, I'm glad to hear. And she's going to live off campus, on campus. I don't even know how it works. Um, so or from home? It's or, or is school. that up in the air? She she wants to live. She wants to live at school. And uh, a common thing for schools to do is the kids live on campus for the first two or three years and then move mm -hmm. off campus. What was the way they did it uh, at Mizzou? Was uh, everybody their freshman year is in a dorm mm -hmm. on campus? And then sophomore year, almost no sophomores are in the dorm. The dorms pretty much was all freshmen, and the sophomores moved to. They had quite a few like offsite like uh, complexes that were pretty nice, and then other ones that were just like houses on the campus around there where like you'd live with a few people, and then and then they had houses where I lived where you could get like your own place, like an apartment in a house, and yeah, it, it, dorms were not big after mm. freshman year, but who knows? Maybe that's like, the way it is. It it's, this is one of the things I asked about a lot when we visited schools. And UNC Charlotte, for example, 
The kids lived on campus mostly the first two years, and then they got their own apartments, I guess for Freedom and Price, uh, their junior and senior year. Uh, at Chapel Hill, everyone lives on campus their first two years. It might even be a rule. And then juniors and seniors tend to stay on campus a lot, like something like two-thirds of them would stick around. Um, I think Chapel Hill in particular has a pretty rich student life, like things to do. You just want to be there or you're left out. Yeah, it's more fun to be on campus because it's like, oh, there's something happening. Uh, you know, they're doing a fucking parade downtown Columbia or whatever they're doing, you know, in the middle of campus at the pillars or the, the quad. You can just get out and walk there. Like, it's not some big thing of having to find a ride because a lot of people don't have cars in college, which is annoying. So if you have a car, Hope's bringing her car. Be sure to tell her, don't tell anyone that you have a car unless you're already friends with them because you're going to accumulate a lot of new fake Walmart friends the second <laughs> they find out that you have a car. When it's like, oh, hey, Hope, you know, we haven't talked in three weeks, but I'm pretty low on toilet paper and I don't have anybody else to take advantage of. So really drive me to Walmart. But yeah, I, I think uh, she should be on campus. She'll have fun with that. Yeah, I, I should definitely be on campus the first year too. Uh, some of the schools allowed cars and some didn't for freshmen. So, you know, I don't know if that weighs into her decision. And she's, yeah, I remember we, I teased her about her driving like a month ago or something, but that's kind of over. Like her round trip commute is like an hour and a half uh, to go yeah. to school and back. She's getting a lot of driving in. She makes that five days a week plus whatever she does on the weekends. Like she's yeah. racking up experience more than most kids in her peer group. And you, you should go out and mess with her a little bit. Like, like I, I guess it's not fun. Never mind. I'm like, all right, you get a ghillie suit. <laughs> you wait by a path. You wait by a path that she's gonna like, you know, go through. You know, maybe a safe area, not too much congestion or other people. And you know, you just you, you just throw a dummy of a small child into her path. Paintball gun. You know? Right? You know, no, no, you, th you throw a small child or an animal in front of her, and she she runs it over, and she thinks she's killed it. And then you're like, ah, I got you. You know, you uh, come out of the bushes. You'll make a great parent, Kyle. I don't see how this could possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or wearing a ghillie suit, like you come out of the woods and stop her with your clipboard, and you just go knock on the window and be like, hey, just wanted to let you know you took that corner a little quick, and daddy's always watching. And then you just go back into the woods. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you're never away. <laughs> Not uh, while Daddy can fly to anywhere he wants you know, in, a ghillie, in a ghillie suit, and just hide in the woods with his with his scoring clipboard. Don't uh, forget the drone either. You know, uh, she's yeah. always going to be like, guys uh, always watching. That was the cool part in that Zero Dark Thirty movie was they had the drone footage and they were like analyzing. It was I think it was satellite. It was satellites. They had this satellite footage and and they're like trying to determine who's who from like space. And he's like, well, if you look at these cows here. Those two kids are about the same height. That makes them seven to nine, and they're definitely boys. See how they're playing with the sticks? We got two fem we got three females, though. You could tell she's doing the laundry. Men wouldn't touch the laundry, and but only two males. And, and, and they're like, well, well, what does that mean? Well, you would never have three males and two females. There's another man who lives upstairs. There has to be. And you know that, and that's how they got Bin Laden. That's oh, that movie was good. Yeah, that movie was good. I liked it. it, it, it it's two hours and 42 minutes long. Um, so I actually watched it in two sittings. I have my own it, version where Barack Obama personally was reviewing the intelligence on a daily basis until he found Osama and yeah. then did everything but pulled the trigger. Yeah. Joe, so I need you to reread this for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may have stumbled on something. I'm just teasing. <laughs> don't, don't, these yeah, people don't take not. that to heart. Not, you guys are reasonable, but there are unreasonable people watching this who are like, fuck, Woody. You know? <laughs> um, there used to be this thing. It was like, um, fun, it was a funnier die thing, I think. And uh, they've since purged it from the internet because it was mocking of President Obama a little bit. And they had uh, Flock of Flame 
playing Barack Obama, who I don't know if you're familiar with this rapper. He's Barack a Flock of Flame. Okay. Uh, his, his, <laughs> his, Barack a Flock of Flame, one hood ass nigga. He's just like, he looks just like Barack Obama. I'm going to link you to it. But um, it was him giving like a fake 60 Minutes interview. And at one point, um, they're like, well, what about Osama bin Laden? He's like, oh, we bodied that nigga. Got him in the trunk outside. And the interviewer's like, what? what? You have Osama bin Laden's dead body in, your, in the trunk of the presidential limousine. You bet. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, like, it's just like that the whole time. Uh, dude, there's an Onion article where they talk about what the response to 9-11 will be. Every now and then I reread it just out of inspiration. It's just like filled with pure like hatred and revenge and and then i i think it's written from the point of like god and the devil the devil's gonna take like his like barbed penis and like acidic seed and rape them in the ass for eight it is the worst possible outcome for uh, 9-11 hijackers that you could imagine and uh, it's damn near inspiring to me i wonder if i could find it in a hurry how long has the onion been around i don't know Eight years or something. Eight well, it had to be longer than that if it was yeah, 9-11. Oh, I found it immediately. Do you guys... Can I read this? Yeah. Yeah, can you link it? Uh, yeah. I Let me see how long this is. Yeah, a little longish. We'll, we'll see how, how it reads. Should let the music play in the background. <laughs> the hijackers who carried out the September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center and Pentagon expressed confusion and surprise to find themselves in the lowest plane of Na'ar, Islam's hell. I was promised I would spend eternity in, in paradise, being fed honeyed cakes by 67 virgins in a tree-lined garden. If only I would fly the airplane into one of the Twin Towers, said Mohammed Atta, one of the hijackers at American Airlines Flight 11, between attempts to vomit up wasps, hornets, and live coals infesting <laughs> his stomach. But instead, I'm, in I'm fed the boiling feces of traitors by malicious laughing ifrit? I don't know. Uh, is this I'll my reward for destroying like the enemies of my faith? The rest of Ada's words turned into raw-throated shrieks as a tusk of asp-tongued demon burst his eyeballs and drank the fluid that ran down his face. According to Hell's sources, the 19 eternally damned terrorists have been struggling to understand why they've been subjected to soul-witheral infernal torture ever since their September 11th arrival. There was a tumultuous conflagration of burning steel and fuel at our gates. And from it stepped forth these hijackers, and blessed name of the Lord already turned the molten brass on their accursed lips. Oh, I need to close something. Uh, indeed, I did not know what they were expecting, but they certainly didn't seem prepared to be skewered from eye socket to bunghole, and then placed oh. on a spit so that their flesh could be roasted by the searing gale of flatus, which has issues forth from the haunches of Osama Day, which is strange when you consider the evil with which they ended the lives of theirs and so many others. I was told that these Americans were enemies of the one true religion. Uh, but now I'm forced to suckle from the 16 poison leathered teats of gumflopit, whore of betrayal, until I burst from an unwholesome engorgement of curdled bile. This must be some sort of terrorist, uh, terrible mistake. Anyway, it goes on like this again and again. Uh, it might yeah, actually be the painful thing that we... It might actually be the most painful thing we can do to show these murderers the untold pleasures that would have had them awaited in paradise, but if only we had lived their pious lives. I mean, it's tough enough being forced through a wire screen by the callous palms of Halicorin and then have your entrails, <laughs> wound, your entrails wound onto a stick and fed to the toothless, foul-breast swine of Ganada. These are all Persian demons <laughs> yeah. and like stuff like that. Like, like these are Arabic-specific 
hell creatures. Yeah. Like like and and Asmodee is um, the king of demons, mostly known from uh, the Rakanical book of um, something or another from Persia. Yeah, so they're it, all like Arab demons. It's almost wrapped up. I just have a, it's it's entertaining to me. Uh, apparently, they do all this while they uh, let's see. To do all that, but to endure it while watching the righteous drink from a river of wine. That, that can't be fun. Eventually, we'll settle on an internal and eternal and unending task for them. But for now, everyone down here wants to crack at them. The legions of fang-wombed hangs will, t- will take their pleasure on the shattered carcasses for most of the afternoon. Tomorrow, their flesh will be melted from their bones like wax in the burning embrace of the mother of cowards. The day after that, they'll be sodomized by the fallen and their bowels will be shredded by a demon ejaculate of burning sand. Then on mm. Sunday, Satan gets them all day. I can't even imagine what he's got cooked up for them. And it ends there. It's just... I don't know. Right after 9-11, they wrote this. And I'm like, yeah, this sounds... Yeah, that's perfect. only two weeks after 9-11. It was like that's uh, yeah the twenty sixth right yeah December twenty sixth two thousand one that was written oh December but oh I'm sorry oh, it's sept- September. September I said 26th. it wrong yeah um yeah so so yeah two weeks after that this came out yeah. and it was it was kind of music to my ears uh, yeah I'm, was, I'm not a really I faithful wasn't... guy but to think that they're in some sort of hell dealing with demon ejaculate of burning sand uh, it was just what I needed at the time. It's just, and the opposite was just what they needed to fly those buildings and uh, those planes and those buildings. Uh, none of that shit's true. They're fucking dead and gone. They didn't feel any more pain than uh, most of us will have more painful deaths than those guys had. They just were gone. Yeah, probably. Well, that's an uplifting way to, to wrap up <laughs> to the show. To put a period on the end of the show. Uh, yes, the, yes the, they died the, a painless Just remember, death. you're not special or important. There's no reason for you to be or not be, and it's all for nothing. Mm-hmm. Life doesn't matter, and we're all inconsequential. <laughs> Completely and 100%. Yeah, just an accident. Yes. Yeah. Have, a, have a good week. Uh, yes, and I'm thankful have, for not mattering yeah, at all. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving, there is no God. Good night. <laughs> oh, God. And that's it. <laughs>